Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com, Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing and Decal Works, coming at you! It's Monday, June 20th, 5 p.m. Pacific, thanks for watching on RacerX Facebook, Pulp MX YouTube, Mav TV, thanks for listening as well. Round 4, Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships is in the books, we're going to talk about that and more, some great racing between a couple of Australian brothers. And some heavyweights in the 450 class. Looking forward to talking about that and more. 702-586-7857. Got a great in-studio co-host as well. Gentleman, uh, one of the top privateers in the 450 Supercross Series this past uh, season. And uh, he, he's, uh, he was at Lakewood as well. So he'll know a lot to, to, about the Nationals and talk more about that. Again, 702-586-7857, pulpamexshow.com for deals and, and uh, codes and things like that to save, whether it's W, whether it's Guts, whether it's Get, whether it's uh, Intense Cycles, Ride Engineering, all the codes are on there. I want to thank Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, X-Brand Goggles, Renthal, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Acherbis, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Skosh, ORW, OGO Power Sports, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Get Data, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Intense Cycle, Suspension Direct, Manscaped, Wisco Pistons, and Twisted T, all on board with us. Uh, don't forget, go through the Amazon widget on PulpMX.com to help us out if you're buying from Amazon as well. The Motorsport.com banner on PulpMXShow.com or PulpMX.com. It takes you right to Motorsport. You'll see their customer service. You'll see their prices. OEM and aftermarket parts. Go through the banner. There's a whole Pulp Show section on there also to help you save you money and helps us out in the end as well. So thank you for that. Thanks for supporting that. That's been going really well. And uh, really looking forward to tonight's show. Joey Savachi will be on. Uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki's Joey Savachi will call in to talk about his best national of the season so far, being back at Cowie and more. Cole Seeley is back. He is going to race the World Supercross for the uh, Moto Concepts team. We'll have Cole Seeley, who was once a co-host here uh, on the show. He will call in as well. And Brandon Haas, the owner of Club MX Yamaha team, will call in to talk about how things are going for his summer and, and, and some general team question stuff. You know, we did a segment on the show a few weeks back about running a team and how much it costs and all that. And Brandon, uh, we're going to talk to Brandon about that and grill him a little bit on that. So looking forward to that. And then later on in the show, a 250 Supercross uh, Arena Cross guy, Devin Harriman, will stop by. He's in Vegas. He's going to come by, sit in with our co-host, and, and rap about what he's been up to and, and help us bench race about the Nationals and more. Uh, my co-host tonight, as I said, he's been in a few times before. He always does a fantastic job. One of the best privateers out there in 450 Supercross this summer. It's Justin Starling. What's up, man? How are you? Ah, stoked to be here. It's a long travel from Florida, yeah. but uh, yeah, totally worth it. Yeah, I think we were talking about um, you coming out here, and I was like, yeah, but are you going to be on the West Coast? And you're like, no. And I'm like, 
do you really want to come out still? And you're like, sure, because yeah. that is a long way to go. Yeah, Florida's home, so as soon as the season's done, yeah. I stay home as much as I can. Yeah. Uh, the past couple years, I've gone to California after and hung out with like Jerry Robin and yeah. stuff, but yeah. this year, after driving to all the races, you, I wanted to go home. Yeah, so, you're, you're done. Yeah, right, I, right. I've been home the whole time. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it's nice to have you here. Thanks for, for being here. Like I said, you were at... Um, Lakewood helping out Moran's. Uh, big mechanic uh, big guy. Big mechanic guy. Big mechanic guy. Uh, so we'll talk about some nationals and more. Uh, and we obviously you watched High Point and all that. Uh, so we'll get into that. And also I think you, Brandon Haas, and myself could have a good conversation about team stuff because you run your own program. was yep. very successful this year. Um, and you've, t- you've gone on the record a few times as saying like, hey, I wouldn't join a team unless it's a really, really right situation because yeah. of what you're doing right now with FXR and with everybody else, uh, you're making some good money. Yeah, so. it's, it's been good. It's fun. And uh, it's rewarding at the end of the year when uh, when it works. Yeah, you know? yeah. So. yeah, when it works, right? When it works. Keyword. <laughs> uh, so thanks for our call. we got a few lines open again. Uh, Sealy's back with World Supercrosses, uh, something that you would do if you could find a team, right? You've been, yeah. You've been in discussions a yeah, little bit. interested about it. Um, but still, the the German stuff's coming back this year. Zeidbrook, the Dutch one, all that stuff is coming back. Yep. Um, my heart kind of goes towards those. Yep. Um, maybe next year, world stuff. We'll see. Uh, but surprised to see Sealy? Very. Coming back? Uh, Me too, right? Yeah, because I thought he was doing that, uh, that was it, Beachworks thing with uh, Mikey Oeda. Uh-huh. So I thought he was yep. full bore into that and building yep. bikes, and then all of a sudden he's riding a Moto Concepts bike for a video, and yeah. I'm like, <laughs> okay, this is interesting. Maybe yeah. he's testing. Right. And, uh, yeah, it's going to come back and race. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have It to, seems yeah. like the new trend, though. Yeah, yeah, coming back, If you're right? retired, um, come back. Yeah, he saw Dunge. He was like, screw it. Yeah. Uh, and again, Joey Svachi, Brandon Haas coming on tonight as well. Uh, working the cameras over there and uh, building the app and, uh, yeah, just fixing everything behind the scenes on Pulpum X, putting the fingers in the different holes in the dam or whacking the moles. Travis Marks, wow. what's up, Marks? Wow. What? Fingers in different holes. Yeah, fingers in different holes and whacking yeah. the moles. Now I'm working on dams. I'm working yeah. on different and, aisles. And wacky moles. <laughs> the metaphors are yeah. Well, incredible. Listen, listen Roto, Roto Moto has uh-huh. one aisle. He and does he's, have one and, aisle. And he's crushing the aisle. The aisle is spotless. Yeah. If we, so. if we can say that. My aisles are, uh, just, there's a spill on seven. Yeah. Kid threw up on four. <laughs> but we're working on it. Well, listen, Mark. That's uh, so dumb. You're, so dumb. Your dumb Pulpamex fantasy game. You can just, don't get me started. You dude. can fold that thing up right it, now. It's been incredible. I, I swear I've tried to pick safe teams. I am I, in a text. Day, JT, I, I sent a text with a screenshot on my team, and I said, "Is this safe?" And JT said, "Like wearing two, we're like like wearing, wearing two condoms." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, I'm golden." Yeah, I got like three sixty. Like, come on, it's not good right now for me either. I, it's not good. Uh, I had a good Supercross, uh, and yeah, it's been terrible. Starling, we don't even want to hear it. You're crushing it right now. Very happy. You're very I'm not, happy. I'm not Carno or Brett Q level, but I'm very happy. Yeah, we're all real happy for you, Jay Star. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, really happy for you for sure. Finally turning it around. Did you pick Jerry at any round? Because no. Jerry had one good moto for a couple I have, weeks. I have not. Right. Um, no, and I, I've talked to him about it. It's, uh, right. yeah, I'm not there yet. Okay, all right. Once Jerry said he twisted his ankle or whatever, I was completely That's kind of where I'm at. And, I and looked he's... at him, and I'm like, Jerry, I don't know, fights through a lot of pain, Yeah. so I'm out. It's <laughs> tough to pick someone when they're going to the gate by themselves and yeah. doing everything alone. So yeah. for me, I, I have to look at safety. Right. And Do you agree a... with me on the ankle thing, though? Yeah, like... it, an injury in outdoors with these ruts, you, it's never really a good sign right. so yeah I've, I've been out on him um wow. but i that i think when it comes to uh, millville yeah it's his home well as bad as fantasy has gone marks for us uh it could be worse we could have forgotten to put in a team 
What's yeah, up, who, Lone Wolf? Who would do that? Yeah, I don't know who would be dumb enough to do if that. If only there was something in the game that you could do to like yeah. mit- mitigate that issue. Yeah, and the Mulligan hmm. had a good score this week too. Did it? Didn't it? Or was uh, that last week? Yeah, it did. And, and I know that some people obviously it's random and it's supposed to be random and yeah. it's not guaranteed a, a good score or a bad score. But some people have actually gotten really good scores. Uh, yeah, so. yeah. Well, it probably would have been better than zero, so I should have done it. That's yeah, the, that's the yes. point. It's yes. better than it's zero. Better, better than zero. Come on, Talon. Unbelievable. I was busy. I was out of town. I was. Busy. I, I was busy. I was out of town with Yaryar. With Yaryar, yeah. Oh, Went up Dido. Wait, wait to go six time. Yeah, yeah, he is in love. You are in love. It's it's love. Will I get? An I in- guess. Look will at I- the twinkle in those eyes. Will I get? <laughs> will I get an invite to the wedding? Yeah, you're. Uh, you're going to be the MC. Oh, oh, shit. oh, nice. I like that. <laughs> uh, uh, well, all right, everybody. So again, Seely, Savachi, Brandon Haas calling in tonight. Uh, Starling. Um, uh, let's talk about High Point. You want to talk about the Lawrence battle, Lawrence Brothers battle in the second motor, or do you want to talk about Tomek and and uh, and Sexton? What do you want to go first? I think you go the Lawrence Brothers. That was pretty awesome. Pretty, that was pretty great. unreal. Yeah. Like I said, I hadn't seen it. I was mountain biking. I was an e-bike guy, so yeah, yeah. hadn't seen it until today. Um, you made me sit down and watch it, and that was one of the best 30 minutes I've ever seen of watching a moto. They were 30 moto. seconds ahead of third, crushing it. And if it. you just and watch the times per lap, they're just creeping away. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just... Those guys are on another level. Uh, you've ridden High Point years ago, but you've raced there, certainly. Yeah. It's a track where, in my opinion, like, you know, there, it's 30, 40 feet difference between some of the insides to the outsides. Yeah. But, they're, but the outside can be faster yep. at some point. And then I think at some point, Jet was just going inside. Like, yeah. that, that was second moto. It was third moto of the day. I think Jet was had better lines than Hunter. And then, uh, you know, Jet was making that little bump into the, the little breaking bump, jump yep. into the corner. Um Phenomenal in two riding. spots he was doing that. Yeah. Even in the spot where Hunter passed him by just bombing the inside, I think Jet was being a little too cautious there to do that type of stuff, mm-hmm. and that's where Hunter just was sending it. Right. But people don't understand how steep those hills really are. Uh-huh. Like, that track is literally in a hole. Like, it's it feels like this. So that's why sometimes I think when you go to the outsides, it kind of works so you can go further out, but you get more drive up the next part. So that track's got a lot of room for racing. Uh, how good are those brothers right now? Unreal. Another level. I mean, you, yeah. you can't even put them in the same category at this point. It's They're yeah. literally just one and two yeah. every time. Uh, you were talking, you were marking while we were watching about Jet's riding style. Yeah, he just looks like just a younger Sexton in a way, even uh-huh. though they're not that big of an age gap. They're just so much alike. Like, the only thing that's different about them is their helmets, when, and that's just the paint job. Yeah. They're, they look so good around the track. They're so centered, but Jet is just so technical but he sends it too he's like aggressive mm-hmm. but like picture perfect i don't know really how you want to say it but he, it just it's like i would kill to, to me like him. uh the old saying slow down to go fast is jet yeah like he is just going and keeping his momentum up yeah and he's not breaking loose there's no, no there's no like uh, uh too much throttle and breaking no. loose there's no under throttle and going slow he's just forever carrying his speed he's not breaking loose his no. he never he hit some of those ruts going you know third gear half throttle or whatever and then he would just make it work yeah he wouldn't bounce he wouldn't stand up i would say his brake rotors have got to be the coldest ones out of anyone <laughs> on the track at the end of a 30 because yeah. he just literally flows through everything yeah he just uses like uses every rut berm by leaning to slow down yeah like that's how he yeah, slows that's, down that's what it is i guess you're yeah. right that's what he's doing right yeah. he's, he's using his and that's bike. what's the standing up thing like right. he's just so perfect and centered that he can do that right uh he's won every round but yeah. it hasn't been a cakewalk like th- you know this one he hunters last lap hunters all over him yeah he goes hunter passed him right he got him late yeah uh, uh lakewood of course wasn't his greatest and hang t- like but he's won four in a row yeah so it's 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 easy to look at him and being like look man he's amazing he's a defending champion he's won four in a row but 
I don't know, man. There's been some other guys that have some moments. Like, Mosman was gone the first moto, right? Yeah, it's definitely not going. Like, I wouldn't stamp it by any means. Um, but it's going to be hard to, like, pull that gap down. Yeah. You know, you're going to yeah. have to wait for a mistake from him or right. a bike failure. Yep. Um, but his brother's, I think we said, like, 14 points back something or something like, that. like yeah. that. You know, yeah. and that's that's not much. Right. That's one little mistake or, you know, one crash in the first turn. Then again, I still think he can get to top five without a problem. Oh, I think so too, you know, right? But yeah. it, you know, anything can happen. Right? You know, there's a lot of racing. Uh, left. I think JT didn't think so, and he was closer to the action. He was calling. He's the podium guy, right? And the the pit guy, he didn't agree with me necessarily. But I think Hunter looked really pissed. Uh, he, he looked the, furious. Well, JT doesn't to me. think so. Yeah, to me, I agree. I mean, like, even when you see them come into the uh, like the tents behind the podium, uh-huh. like Jet comes up and like high fives him, and you can just see like he just almost goes yeah. straight to sitting down and looking forward, yeah, like yeah. he was upset. A- and then right after the checkers flag, right after the checkered flag, you didn't do anything. You didn't like, yeah. like okay, so you just had this awesome battle with your brother, right? Yeah. Your best friend in the world, and all this. You think you'd be like, hey, thumbs up, or yeah. like, I know you're you're mad, but you think you'd do something? Yeah, no acknowledgement. It would have been a great like situation for fans if they had dropped their bikes and like hugged each other. Right, just something. I was expecting something like that. I think I was too, but yeah. Hunter was not having it. They he looked was... like they don't even know each other, and they just <laughs> battle each other out yeah. for money. Like that's yeah. what it looked like. Yeah, it was uh, it was an awesome race. Yeah, it was it was really really good. Uh, four fifty wise, Tomac gets his first win. Yep. That is four uh, four different winners in four races. Yep. And you said somebody pointed out that Tomac has gone four three two one. Yeah, he's four three two one overall. I didn't put that together. Yeah, someone so. tweeted it today that I right. saw. Um, I like Tomac to get this thing, but Sexton is making a damn good statement. He has sixteen second lead. Yeah. At one time in the first moto, Sexton is really really impressing me. But I still like Tomac to get this done. I still feel like Tomac can get it done. I'm almost, in a sense, waiting for Sexton to have one of his supercross rides where he's uh-huh. just unbelievable, and, and the then, front tucks, yeah. the rear swaps. <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen, yeah. and it puts him on the ground. I'm, I don't want that to happen. Yeah. It's just you never really know, but he's got a new shock. Maybe that's not going to happen now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, there's so many motos left, but I just I still see Tomac to get this. Yeah. Uh, um, man, yeah, that, that first moto by Sexton was just something else. And, and, and Tomac... You know, didn't start where Sexton started. Had to work his way up. Had to pass those guys: Dunge, Roxon, Sexton. He went through them all. Anderson. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah, he was bulldogging. Yeah. Again. It was like once you once you have that guy on the track, like when he's feeling it, mm-hmm. it's hard to beat him. Yeah. Like I don't. It's rare if you do. It, you, you know, know what? And you've had you've had him behind you. I'm sure at some point in Supercross. Um, yeah. <laughs> The motor, the that Yamaha's got so loud. Well, the motor's got the Yamaha's got the suction right yeah. up front. Right. He's got the airbox up front. Yeah. And then he is known to just be on it like he's, he's wide open he's almost like this the other version of barsha with the revs yeah, like, yeah especially when he's feeling it right when he's not feeling it, it's not so much he's yeah. pretty like smooth right but when he wants it and it's not he always wants it but when he's on it that bike is loud yeah and, like, and i've heard that loud. and you know he so um I'm, i talked to somebody that said the same thing that when he was out there on the track they're just like dude he's right behind yeah. you you know he's right behind i think did Kenny say that or Sexton? Sexton might have said that. Yeah. You just know he's coming, yeah, you man. You just can tell. It's, and especially with the Yamaha, like there's multiple times I had like Brees or even Chiz a couple times yeah. in heat race, like behind you, and it feels like they're just right behind yeah. you, but yeah. they're actually kind of far. You just can't really yeah. tell with those Yamahas. And then you, so add in Se- you add in Tomac, who's three-quarters throttle, using his clutch to monitor. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. it's Once you add that in there, it's – yeah, that bike is I'm, – I'm not surprised why it doesn't wear right. uh, earplugs. Uh, it makes sense. Ryan Dungey's back. Yeah. How surprised are you that he came back? Uh, 
Well, when I first heard about it, yeah. my buddy JC brought it up to me, and uh-huh. I was like, no, nah, that's a joke. That's not real. Probably just someone making some rumor up. It's the, uh, it's the equivalent of a Facebook post where someone puts a CR500 motor in a 450 chassis and goes, yeah. look what Honda's got coming. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. That's pretty much what I thought. Right. I was like, oh, no, it's some joke. And then yeah. it was like three days later, it was announced, and it yeah. was like, okay, yeah. outdoors? You know, yeah. like, hey, Supercross yeah. maybe? Like, that yeah. seems like it'd make a little bit more sense, you know? But no, and it's working for him. He's he, doing well. He was He's doing on really the well. Ball. He was third overall until Plessinger went out with an ankle injury. Yeah. He was third overall. AP, his teammate, uh, threw, cost him a third overall. He went to fifth overall. Yeah. But, yeah, he led a lap. Dyson with Kenny. You know the confidence there. It was like having there. flashbacks. Like the whole show, when to, get a, if, to get a whole show, you have to have confidence yeah. in yourself and in right. the race. Yep. So. The confidence is there. And then if you look at even he was coming, like he got back or got shuffled back a little bit at the beginning, but he also made it back up. Yeah. You know, he went back yeah. through those guys a little bit. So, yeah, I'm, he's and now you have this weekend off. He knows what to work on. Mm-hmm. He's going to be pretty uh, pretty tough to beat here. Redbud, Southwick, Millville, next three tracks. Yeah. Millville, I think, is going to be his good one. Really or good, Or Southwick, right? too. Yeah, no. I, honestly, all three he, of them kind of kind of work in his favor. As I told him after, he wins everywhere, but yeah. it does seem like those three tracks yeah. are good ones for him. They're going right? to be good, and yeah. especially even, even Washougal. Yeah. Washougal's always been good for him, too. So. Uh, has it? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, he's RV he's a won bunch. a lot yeah. there. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, I just think this weekend off now is where he can kind of regroup and actually work on things mm-hmm. that he might be missing. Yeah. Um, and you know Dunge, he's not going to be like, ah, oh, you know what, I'm, I'm doing okay. He's, right. He wants more. Right. So, right. I, uh, I, I think this break's going to do him really well. Uh, Justin Starling here on the show, brought to you by the folks at Skosh. You got a boom bottle. You yep. won it. Uh, I don't know how many shows ago or whatever. Yep. And you've been using it. Been rocking it. Well, well I finally got a stereo in my in Oh, my you van. did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. finally. <laughs> uh, so that worked out. But yeah, I use that thing every single day uh, in the garage or yeah, in the room or something. It's, it's so a, good. It's got a magnet. It's literally like it's the best thing I've, I have in that shop. So. Uh, Pulp 2022 is the code to save with Scotch. Get yourself a boom bottle and uh, and be like Justin Starling. They're fantastic. They got a bottle They got a bottle opener on them. They got a magnet yeah. in them and they can Bluetooth Well, I have a phone. phone mount underneath it too. So I have like my phone on the Scotch mount yeah. and then I have the boom bottle right next to it. Work in the garage. It's perfect. You're dialed. Thanks to Scotch. Uh, charging cables, boom bottles, base mount charging system. I got one in front here. Uh, whatever it is, Pulp 2022 is the code to save with Scotch. Scotch.com, man. They've been in the sport for a long time supporting it. Use the code and save with the folks at Scosche bringing you Justin Starling tonight. Uh, all right, let's get – you know what? We just got to get this call right away. I don't even want to talk about this, but just get it out of the way. Spencer, what's up, man? Hey, Mr. Mathis, how are you? I'm good, man. What's happening? Uh, well, I think I think you know what's happening, judging by your response. So I, I just kind of want to hear your opinion on uh, Jeffrey Hurling's officially proposing a challenge to Eli Tomac for one-on-one. Yeah, I got a text about this today. Uh, so Hurling said he wants to race Tomac at Southwick? So he said that I saw it on YouTube like 10 minutes before your show. I guess he said any sand track, and then they kind of decided on Southwick, and he said, you know, leave it rough as shit, rent it out on a Monday, just groom the start straight, and just do one-on-one. Which obviously there's more details to that. Like, does he use his, you know, his frame okay, from GPS? Okay, 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 wait, 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 Spencer. Like, this isn't happening. Never. It's not going to happen. Well, no shit. This is like me. <laughs> this is like, yeah, but you're talking about the rules now, like as if you're breaking it down for rules. Like, who gives a shit? Like, it ain't going to happen. No, no one's doing this. It's, it's, no one's putting money up. No manufacturer supporting this. No one's renting a track. This is this is just fantasy. This is like, you know, 
uh, I'm going to sail down my chocolate river on my unicorn and eat candy coat candy coated clouds. Like it, it may as well say that. Like you got who a better cares? chance that Lars calling me to fill in for sex yeah, next week. Yeah, yeah. Like I know it's you know. not happening. I just wanted to hear your view on it. My view is it's just dumb. I heard like, it. Yeah, it's just dumb. Like first of all, hey, hurlings. I don't know if anybody's noticed, but he's been hurt a lot lately. And Tomac hasn't been. So every time you get hurt, you lose some time. You you know, you're not as sharp and all of this. So I would be careful on a U.S. track of hurlings throwing down challenges like that, right? But it doesn't matter. Like, it's never going to happen. Who cares? So One thing I, you know. I will say, one, one thing, and, uh, you know, completely off topic, yeah. not to kind of suck off the Pulp show, but um, being military, having deployed a few times, I do want to thank the show personally because out there, the VPN, whatever, it doesn't work to watch the races live, and it seems I always get deployed during Supercross season. Mm -hmm. So, Pulp Fantasy and the Pulp Show, suck off the Pulp uh, Show. Me and, um, being, me, and, me and my guys are solid. So Nice. I'm glad, man. I'm glad it works out. Thank you. Thanks for the support. Yeah, no, and, uh, you know, Obviously, I apologize for. Uh, no, it's fine because we got a bunch of blowing the shit up. But. No, but we, we, you're just one of many. We got a bunch of tweets about it. Like I, I, I don't even like you know like, it's just ridiculous. If they're going to race motocross the nations, let's talk. Let's break it down, right? Let's do all that. But uh, renting a sand track and leaving it rough and one on one, uh, yeah, okay, all right, cool, man. Like, who cares? It ain't going to happen. You know. So no, that, I, that's I just all. Think the kid, the kid has too big of a head. I think. Well, to, I, I've always thought that, too. He seems to be a little better. When you talk to people who's been around the MXGP scene, they said he's gotten better, right, a little bit more humble and all of that. I didn't like him staying in MX2 and then bragging about these wins. Like, Ferrandis challenges him. He got he has to move up. Searle challenges him. Searle's got to get out of there. Like, I, I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of being like, yeah, I'm, I'm won all these races. But, dude, you, you stayed in MX2 way too long, you know? And, and part of that is KTM. It's not his deal, but... Part of that is KTM. You, you so. get him and you get him and Gypsy Tales in the same room, and it's just fucking nonsense. So yeah, I just I don't like. That's cool that he said that, but I'm not gonna break down the racing, right? So yeah, yeah. But no, I hear you. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Thank you for watching, listening. All right, all right. Have a good show, guys. Thank you. Oh, uh, so that's one call we got about it. We got some tweets about it. I mean, you got to think he's probably getting blown up about it too all the time. Like, oh, this guy's better. This guy's better. So he's probably just was probably sick of hearing it gets on a podcast Listen, that's, a, that's a serious injury he's got like yeah. he needs to come back and show that he can be the same well, I think he, it's easy to talk yeah so i right. think it was just and, probably and, something and blowing it up look, a little bit did he win indiana yes he did but tomac was fighting for a championship and you know was more concerned yeah, you with can't, that you can't compare that but uh hurlings has beat him at the motocross the nations mm -hmm. so pro, full, it seems like outside of iron man you know tomac beat him at usgps yeah. webb beat him at a usgp Homac uh, Hurlings beats them in Europe. Yeah. Almost like the track prep and where the track is and yeah. where you're comfortable matters. Yeah, right? I don't. I mean, you're never going to get those two in a perfect world racing against each other on the no. same day. It's no. just not going to happen. Yeah. So, no. and it's you can't compare us to them either. It's just not the same. Yeah. It's just really not. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm sure Talon got some tweets about it. He'll probably throw it in there about imaginary battles here or there. Uh, coming up with uh, Brandon Haas from the Club MX team, uh, Starling. I gave you homework before the show. Yeah. You've watched uh, four nationals. You've been at one of them. I want two riders from each class, good or bad, whatever's caught your eye. And it can be the jet if you want. Like, whatever. It doesn't need to be. Just give me two riders from each class that have caught your eye for whatever reason and why they've caught your eye and what you want to talk about. Well, I'm going to go with 
honestly just kind of good in the sense sure. of this stuff. I mean, that, w that would go against the Pulp of Mech show where we shit on Ryder yeah. all the time, but that's fine. I'm still a Ryder, so I have to deal with these <laughs> okay, guys. Right. So, uh, I'm not going to go with Jet because everyone knows how good he is. Yeah. I really like Hunter this year. I feel like he's pushing it to the next level, and, and it kind of showed that second moto how bad he really wants to win. So seeing him push that hard on the last lap, running the fastest time of the race, I don't know if it was overall, but at least for his yeah. lap, like that's No, it was huge. overall okay. in the second moto. So yeah, yeah best yeah. lap on the last lap, tracks destroyed. Yeah. The dude wants it. So for me, I like to see how hard he's trying. Um, not that he's not trying that hard in the, in the past, but, no, but yeah. it just seems like he wants that next step more than ever. So I really like seeing Hunter ride this year. His riding style looks better. His bike setup looks better. He's also changing up his lines and trying new things that he sees is like, that's working better. He saw something that Jet was doing, so he started doing that. And then, like, even switched it up and went back to the other line to see if it worked. And he was moving around, and that's, to me, that's comfort and also confidence that he can do something with this. So, mm -hmm. yeah, Hunter's been really good. And then the other one, I think, is Derek Kelly. He's been yeah. really good no, this year been, outdoors. Yeah. And even in Supercross, he yep. was really good. He was he was an off-road guy, and he came into the Nationals, and he burnt me in fantasy a few times, 450-wise. Uh, yeah. And then he was kind of up and down. And, dude, yeah, 2022, Derek Kelly. Was he a fill-in on that team, or was he always on it, on AEO? Always on it. Okay. Yeah. So, and it was uh, a Brown that was the fill-in. Yes, um, for Masterpool. Right from the start, you're right. Derek Kelly has had a good year. He has had a very, very good year. And especially over last year, it was rough. It was hit and miss off and yep. on. And yep. he was privateer, I think, with TPJ last year. And he had some good motos and then some bad motos. But this year, like, even if something goes wrong, he can come through the pack really well. And if he has just a good start and a good moto, he's right around that top 10. So, for me, I like seeing Derek ride. He's... He's really aggressive. He's pushing to the it, end, and he's fit, too. Okay, so, so this is the first year, uh, second year maybe he's done 250s. He was a 450 guy for he a little bit there. 250 last year. Yeah. So yeah. This is, this, is he a better 250 guy than 450s maybe? Uh, I don't know. I don't know him too much with 450s because um, I didn't really know who he was until he was on AJE, if I'm honest. Okay, yep. Um, so, yeah, I can't really answer that in the sense, but seeing him com this year compared to last year, yeah. the jump yeah. is huge. Yeah. So, and... Is AEO maybe a reason for that? I like, think so. I don't know those guys at all. But yeah, do you so think I know them all really yeah, well. Right. I use their suspension. Right. That's uh, I like asking. I do. I do all of my bikes through their through their dealership. Um, yeah, their program is solid. Yeah. their bikes are solid. Their yep. mechanics are solid. And I think when you have that whole group together, that yep. really helps. Mm -hmm. um, and I just think that also shows that being a privateer in outdoors is a lot more difficult than people yes. understand. Right. And if you get a program under you, it works. Um, but yeah, Derek this year is really, really, really impressing me. And yep. I, I'm, I, I kind of that. am thinking that you're going to see that thing with Varese as well. Same thing. And he's going to start getting better. Mm -hmm. I don't know how long he's on that bike. I don't know if it's, I think Masterpool's done. So I think Varese has that. Kind of what I was thinking yeah. too. Yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, so if he stays, I think by the end of the season, you'll see him kind of where he was on Rockstar Husky. It's going to take some time to get used to mm -hmm. the bike. It's different than what he was on, but yeah, Derek this year is really out of like between Hunter and him. Derek to me is more impressive yep. just because of the jump that he's made. Yeah, he hasn't got a top ten yet, but they're coming. They're, he's coming. right there yeah. though, and in yeah. a two fifty class at the beginning of the season. No, no, no I'm that's saying it like really, really. I'm impressive. saying it like I'm impressed. Like, yeah, there's factory bikes here. Yeah, there's eighteen factory bikes or something. Yeah. You know, in the two fifty class, he, he's going to be a top ten guy yep. consecutively by the end of the season as long as he stays up on the starts. Okay, and then. Yeah, 450 class Savachi. I think yep. that's, to me, that's the just main... Just because he's coming on the night, or...? <laughs> well, not so much even just that. It's just he was he had a really bad deal this year in Supercross. Yep. He gets only a couple races in, gets hurt, is out. 
the team has the problems. He doesn't have a ride. Goes back to the same team he was on that I think he should have stayed on or should have been able to stay on. He comes back and gets a second mm-hmm. in the first moto. Like no, a fifth. Fifth? Yeah. You, well, oh, sorry. I'm looking. Started at, second. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Started yep. second, yep. and then like his finishes are really good, but he's taking full advantage of this of this yep. opportunity he has. Remember, he didn't so, ride Paula either, so this is his only third race. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's he's really really good, and it's good to see him coming back and putting in that effort, but he's not really making those mistakes unless it's after the finish line going right and then falls over. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Right. Um, but to me, he's riding really, really well with very short time on the bike, you know, coming back from injury. Yep. So by the end of the season, I think he's a dude yeah. that can be on the podium, in well, my opinion. Uh, as with anybody, yourself or any of these guys, staying healthy is a real big key to build. You yeah. Build, build, build. Joey hasn't had time to build, build, build. Whether no. it's a JGR, That's what I'm ankle, saying. Like, right. he's yeah. pretty much coming in cold. Yeah. Like, no yeah. matter how you look at it, he's coming in cold. Yeah. Um, and it's not like that whole time he was off during Supercross, because of the, it wasn't because of the team. Mm-hmm. It was injury. And it was an injury where he can't do a whole lot. So he's really impressive. Okay. Me. All right. And fourth, then your fourth and final one. So it's kind of a, a little bit of a mix between, but I'm going to go. I had one, and it was actually one of Brandon's guys. Um, but I'm going to go with Welton. Yeah. He's taken full advantage of that deal that so he's far. gotten. You yep. know, it's it's really working out for him. He's been a top 15 guy both times. And then Thunder Valley, I was able to watch a little bit. I was in mechanics area, so I couldn't see a whole lot. But he was really holding his own the whole time. Um, and that's another thing with a very short amount of time on that bike. And going to that bike's a big change from what he was on. Yeah. I mean, that's a completely opposite Steel direction. frame, gas gas to aluminum frame RMZ. Yeah, yeah completely yeah. different, you know. And I'm sure he's had a couple of times where if he falls over, he's trying to find a button and it's not there, <laughs> you know. But that's another thing. Like, he's really, really coming into his own. And he's another one I could I could see by the end of the season yeah. hovering that top ten. Yeah, I want to thank uh, the folks at Twisted T. There's uh, one of Bogle's helmets there. Uh, talking about Marshall Welton, he's on the Twisted T HEP Suzuki team. Thank you to Twisted T, guys. Uh, great drink. It's summertime, and what could be better off than grabbing a Twisted T? Uh, thank you to those guys, and uh, and thanks for the support of Marshall Welton on the Twisted T team. He's doing a great job. And yeah. uh, so, Savachi, Welton, D. Kelly, and Hunter Lawrence. Those yeah. are your four guys. That those are the guys out. I yeah. just see that are just they're really making a good effort this season right like in outdoors they're not just kind of going out there and placing where they kind of start or whatever yep. they're they're all pushing and trying to make something happen yep. and not being complacent at all and the marshall one though out of all of them i think to me is the the best one what is marshall's ceiling do you think where I mean, what are you thinking he can get to by the end of the season or in the next few races? No, end of the season. I would say end of the season he can be around the eighth place. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I really think yep. that. Yeah, because a little bit he's, like he's a fit. little bit like the Cody Shock of yeah, I, of this summer. Exactly. Yeah. Spot on. I think that's exactly his his ceiling. Um, he's he's riding really good, but he's fit, and yep. you have to be fit in these races. And in the hot ones, and Thunder Valley was really hot. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just right up in there. I think he was like thirteen, fourteen in the motos or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that's solid. So. Yeah, you get a couple people out, which is going to happen. Right. I think he can get up in there. Uh, well said. All right. Uh, Justin Starling brought to you by the folks at Skosh. Uh, our next guest, first guest of the night, brought to you by the folks at Off-Road Warehouse. They're proud to be supporting teams like uh, the Club MX team. ORW is a place to go for all your truck and off-road accessories need. they got stores all on the West Coast. Temecula, San Diego, Corona, Vegas, Phoenix, all the way out in Atlanta now as well. UTV Jeep Truck racing products for industry's leading brands. Uh, they're staffed by a knowledgeable, experienced team. Plus, they install everything they sell from suspension kits and more. Mark's uh, went into an ORW uh, shop here in Vegas to get his SDI shocks installed and couldn't be any happier. Uh, the best part is offroadwarehouse.com. 
PulpMX is the code to save. Offroadwarehouse.com. Use the code PulpMX. When you speak about Marshall Welton, speak about ORW, it all leads to our next guest. Uh, first up, he's the owner of the Club MX uh, FXR team. It's Brandon Haas. What's up, Brandon? How are you, man? Uh, I'm doing awesome. Thank you guys for having me on. No problem. Hey, so uh, Welton, Welton is a guy that rides for you over there at club and uh, not on the team, but at the facility. And um, part of the deal with the Twisted T HEP team is he's got to stay in California. And that's about the biggest bummer for him. He doesn't get to go back to, out there and ride. But what do you think of Welton? Uh, uh, you know, you had him all off season and, and all of that. Are you stoked for him? Yeah, I mean, Marshall is kind of coming back into his own. I would I would say after you know going to Canada and doing his thing, I think he's eager to prove to you know himself and everybody that he can kind of run that pace and he's willing to put in the work and and do the you know get as fit as he needs to be. But it, the privateer grind has been hard on him, so I'm I'm bummed for him that he can't come back to club and train with us and these guys are too. But also I'm glad that he's able to kind of make that next step and focus just on racing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for joining the show. How's ORW? That's the uh, butt patch you guys are running on your team. Uh, Off-Road Warehouse, big supporter of you guys in Supercross and Motocross. You guys did a, a signing even for them? We did, yeah. Uh, Land off Supercross. It was awesome. We uh, we all went there and had a great time. It was uh, fantastic stores, and they they fit our, our you know, image. And, of course, Garrett with his talking off-road background he's giggling there trying to get hooked up on wheels and yeah. off-road stuff for his f350 but yeah we're <laughs> he's awesome nice nice to hear hey speaking of garrett uh strong start to the outdoors for him uh, he's moving up to 450s and he's been right around 10th place every moto charging up from the back at times um i think you got to be happy so far with march banks this summer yeah i am i mean coming into the year we weren't healthy he got hurt his shoulder at uh Salt Lake, mm-hmm. and it was kind of a bummer deal because he missed our our last kind of final push for the outdoor season. Um, so he started behind the eight ball, and his hands got tore up and kind of melted the shoulder. But we kind of felt like you know Garrett, in a nutshell, really needed to work on you know managing his moto time and getting more experience racing and just overall composure it takes. So we felt like the 450 class would offer him that opportunity, and. I don't think he's had a chance yet to show his real raw speed, at least what we see here at club. I mean, we have days where just mind blown and Alex and everybody will take a back seat and just be like, wow, but we're not quite ready to, I don't think throw him, push him that hard yet. We really just need to keep learning the ropes and mm-hmm. um, executing on all levels. But I think as the season goes on and, of course, you know, guys are going to start petering out and injuries will happen. I think we got to be there for the long haul and, and hopefully build some confidence for him and I'm heading into next year. I uh, I had this theory about him. Um, so in 250 class, he thinks he can win. You know, he's won before. He thinks he can win. He he gets rattled when he gets past. He makes some decisions that aren't always the smartest on the track. He rides very aggressively and all of that, I think because he's like, I deserve to be, you know, up front or on the podium or whatever. And this class, it's a bigger bike. You know, he's racing Tomac Sexton. He's, you know, just trying to learn, and he's just calmed down and let his skills come through, and we're not seeing the mistakes from March Banks in, in the 450 class outdoors, uh, Brandon. That's my theory. Am I close, or am I on the mark? Yeah, I think you're totally on the mark. I mean, that, that, so that was actually one of our, our priorities. I would say our goal number one was let the bike do the work. And <laughs> for Garrett, he's he fits a 450 so good that he can really let that thing kind of do its job because he's not going to get bucked around where and Alex Martin is 
we're, we're fighting totally different battle systems. So it's like Garrett needed to learn these lessons, and I think to have the composure to possibly make a 250 run at a championship level someday, he's, he's going to need to be skilled mentally, physically, and the skill set on the bike. I mean, everybody can agree he's got skills on the bike. He can go yes. fast. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, we just got to keep learning. And I feel like this 450 class, it's almost forcing him to kind of just pump the brakes and have some respect for everybody out there and just focus on yourself. And yep. so far, he's executing it really well. Yeah, he has been. Uh, Marshbanks and Troll Train racing each other pretty hard each moto. Nice to see, right? They were, that was, that was in, uh, for a few laps there, that was pretty exciting to watch those two guys go at it. Yeah, no, it's cool. I mean, Garrett's typically got the upper hand on training days, but Alex has actually been starting to close the gap. Uh, he's been chipping away at, at Garrett's off speed on sprints, and, you know, Alex is starting to come around too. He just It's just new territory for him. It's obviously new territory for us as well. So, um, you know, can't really think of a better guy to do it with than Alex. He's, he's just a good human being all around, so we, we're having a good time. And uh, listen, uh, Brandon, uh, Redbud, Southwick, Millville, those are troll train tracks. Yeah. Those are yeah, I know. We've been, you know, to, I, I would say we've been battling power on the bike. He always, like this weekend, he said, the thumbs in from a session, said, this thing's got 9,000 horsepower. It's like, he, he wants it slower and slower, and we're giving him heavier flywheels and just playing with mapping all the time, just trying to control this thing. And uh, then we go to a track like High Point, which is super traction and clay. He's, I think I think Alex will start really ramping momentum as soon as we kind of touch down in Redbud, and he's he's happy to be on the sandier soil, and I think it's going to fit his skill set and size a lot better as well. Brandon Haas on the show brought to you by the folks at Off-Road Warehouse. Use the code PULPMX to save. Jeep, truck, Overland, UTV uh, products over there. Um, hey, so 2023, we saw J-Mart sign with you guys. That's exciting. We had Jeremy on the show a little while ago to talk about that. We know the negotiations with Nicoletti were tough. Uh, but he he's and he's not happy, but he is signed up because Phil's never happy. Uh, Enzo should be back for Supercross only, right? Uh, no March banks yet. You have one or two more spots, from what I understand, for 2023. Yeah, we're uh, you know we're super pumped on Jeremy. Obviously, I think for us this has been a building stage. You know, I wish there was a you know an easy path to follow on how to properly run a race team. But for us, you know, we never had the budget to hire a an experienced crew chief or team manager to come in and show us the ropes. So a lot of this had just been building up to this point. And, you know, I feel like the deal with Jeremy was like the stars have kind of aligned for us where we've learned so much this year about the motorcycle and the chassis and engine and just all the, you know, any failures or positives we've had have all been really good learning lessons. So with Jeremy, I I hope we offer him a, a great opportunity for, him to make a championship run and as much of opportunity as we want to give him we hope we can capitalize on him as well and take that next step as a program uh phil is phil's phil we, we love phil always have he's, he's been a club guy forever right. so i i can put up with phil's shit you know pretty good yep. better than most people i think uh but yeah enzo enzo we have uh i mean if phil i have i have good hopes for him on his rebound this yeah. year i think we'll see him back at spring creek and i I truthfully don't think he's missed so much in racing Supercross. I feel like he's going to rebound faster than people think, so we'll see. Uh, and Enzo will return at Redbud. And it'll be interesting to see 
how he is as an outdoor rider. You know, we haven't got to see him ride motocross in years. He's got a much different style than, than a lot of other guys here. So I, I think it'll be cool to see if he can showcase his skills. And also, we still have a lot of development to do on that 250. And uh, Enzo will be able to hammer down on it and really keep keep learning. Uh, uh, March Banks uh, negotiations are ongoing. Obviously, we just talked about him doing pretty well. Uh, do you think he signs with you? Do you do you think it's fifty fifty? What would you put the odds are that March Banks back with you? Uh, I think probably a good chance. Okay. Um, you know, we've been just kind of to this point focused on racing. Like he he's been rehabbing the shoulder, and uh, we really you know kind of tried to do this all back in Salt Lake City. Then he got hurt, and you know he was frustrated and just whatever so then all of a sudden we're rushing to catch back up and this mm-hmm. is the first break we've had in the series so i think by the end of the week uh we'll, we'll know where we're at so do you picture yourself in 2023 being 250 only or that was not that was not the plan <laughs> okay. um, our deal with yamaha was supposed to be two 450s and two 250s but uh, you know when the opportunity with jeremy came up it was really caught me off guard to be honest with you mm-hmm. i think Maybe Alex mentioned to me that, hey, you know, my brother's asking about the club program. You should reach out to him. And I'm just like, well, what, what's he asking about us for? You know, like, he's, <laughs> right. he's sorry, I'm like, give me a break, you know. And then after I got to talking to him, I really felt in the bottom of my heart, like, I got what this guy needs and he's got what we need. So at that point, it was just about trying to take advantage of that opportunity. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and I think Jeremy's due to start riding here pretty soon. And, We'll see what happens. I'm I'm excited just to see him on one of our bikes. So yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, it should be great for you guys for sure to have somebody that can absolutely win outdoor races. I, I'm on that boat. I think a healthy J-Mart ready to go. Don't you think, Starling? Yeah. He can win outdoor races. There's no doubt. I mean, the dude can the dude can win a championship indoors yeah. too. I think yeah. he just needs to stay well, healthy. I'm not there yet on there, but but I mean, he was the only guy beating a donut boy last year. Yeah, right? I so, think I think when you look at Jeremy, when it comes to outdoors, obviously he can get it done. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. And yeah. when you look at the club bike, I obviously I've, I've never really been around it besides watching it in practice or a heat race or something. Yep. the thing goes. So yep. I don't think it's far off of Star, right. or if it is at all. So I think that part will be totally fine for him. And then uh, I think when you also get in a program that's maybe a little bit more laid back, you know, yep. a little bit more. Man, I wouldn't say more structured, just in the sense of Star kind of has the same thing that Club's doing, yeah. just more for them. But I just think the more laid back side is going to help him out quite a bit more. Jeremy, Jeremy and the Star guys, even though he went back there, they it's didn't not, gel. No, no, it's not the, right. The crew at Star and J-Mart who's older, yeah. right, and is a little more established yeah. than typical their team. The yeah, club group looks gel. fun. Right. And right. I think that alone with also, you know, being teammates with his brother, right. I think that can really go far. Brandon, how much uh, Phil, like when Phil just complains and just gives you shit, like how at this point do you just walk away? Do you just say, yeah, yeah, Phil? Or do you actually get into it with them and, and, and have knockdown drag out battles? God bless. <laughs> Uh, I've I've watched Phil personally have a, quite a few uh, drag out battles on the track and at my house with other riders and <laughs> I've never been a part of it but I've witnessed it. No, I, I I love Phil. He's a good dude. I like it that he just says says what's on his mind and right. speaks the truth. Like I I have the mo- utmost respect for Phil, but he's he's genuinely a team player. He I mean he, he's pumped when other guys do well. Yeah, yeah. He really is genuinely a, a team player. So that's. I'll keep going as long as Phil wants to keep going. He's always got a home here. But with Jeremy, I mean, I hope, like, he's an outdoor guy, right? If we can deliver the package on the bike side, I think it's an easier sell. Like, he's just known as outdoor guy. For us, the real challenge is 
I want to give him the equipment support, but I want Club MX to show what we can do from a training standpoint and take a veteran and modify his technique slightly Mm -hmm. and see if we can make him a little bit more technical. If he's only been missing that 2 or 3% in Supercross, I think he's there and he's a championship guy. So Uh, it'll it'll be a fun test. It will be for sure. Brandon Haas uh, from Club MX on the team brought to you by Off-Road Warehouse, ORW. That's on the butt patch of the uh, Club MX FXR team. Um, Brandon, a couple, couple of reasons I want to get you on here. We'll obviously talk about this year and talk about 2023 and all that. But also, like, you are a, uh, a private owner going up against uh, uh, factory teams in both classes. Um, you know, uh, you, you, you spend money on motor packages and, and chassis stuff and – you know, you're not getting any help from Japan necessarily. Uh, Yamaha supports you with bikes and parts and all that, of course, but you're not getting the technical support from Japan. And then you're spending the money. Um, what's that like? What what uh, What's it like to field that team, spend that money, and go up against these teams? You know, like I, you know, like you know, Mitch Payton or Star Yamaha, they're they're rebuilding their motors every single week, uh, replacing you know uh, valves, replacing springs, replacing cams at certain points and buckets and all this kind of stuff. These are things that you necessarily maybe can't do every single race like them. You got to stretch it out. So then, say Twisted, the guys who do your motor, they give you a little less compression uh, to build up a little bit less heat to keep the motors going two weeks instead of uh, one week. Like there's these sacrifices you got to make. How are you doing with that? Like, do you feel like are you fighting an uphill battle, or are you you happy with everything that goes on and, and fighting these factories? You know, I'm I'm happy with everything that's going on. I mean, I it motivated me the David versus Goliath thing, you know, <laughs> yeah. over the years. But to be honest with you, when you know, I feel like I relate to just a regular guy. So for me, it's like I didn't come from an ex moto background. I wasn't a high level pro or anything like that. So it's not like I just stumbled you know, into a job because I've been doing this all my life. When I started club, I, it was, you know, I went through high school. I was sick of pouring concrete. It just was like a dream of mine. And, and, and then once that got going, I felt almost just like, I don't know really how you describe it, but like, man, I get to be around dirt bikes every day. That's freaking awesome. I want to help more people be around dirt bikes. So it was about building a business to employ people. And then it turned into helping a couple of privateers and, mm-hmm. you know, I think I raised like 70 grand our first year running a race team and club foot the bill on the rest of it. And the next year I spent a little more, but raised a little more and, you know, club MX continued to grow. So it's like, I'm, I've been kind of, you know, putting the money out there for the last four years and, and we've been going in the right direction. And, you know, I think everybody can see we're going forward. Like this year, I think, and I hope was the last year that we formally have the excuse of, we don't have the money or the power to do it. Like I think next year we're going to be in a position where I can hire the right staff members. We got a new race shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can get the right personnel in, in place to, to be able to rebuild engines, you know, in house on the fly and make sure Jeremy does have a new engine and Garrett does have a new engine every week. There's no excuses left that these guys can't do it. Now the, the relations to Japan for sure. There, there is that, that gap there that mm-hmm. I think will always well, I hope it's not always there, obviously, but yeah. it's going to be there for some time. But uh, Yamaha has, has been really good to us. And when they came to club and said, they commented, you guys work out of, and you've been there, you've seen the race yeah. shop we work in. It's like, we work out of a shoebox, man. It's like, you know, we just yeah. got to make do. But, I mean, Twisted Development can build an awesome engine. I think we can start, you know, like you said, they turn it down slightly. We've ha- we have. We've been in a position where we got to let our clutch slip a little bit because we can't afford to put new transmissions in every weekend. So mm-hmm. there is there is definitely sacrifices there, but uh, this is our time now to 
all of our sponsors are believing in us and they're they're kind of up in their ante and our budget's getting bigger so i think we can afford to be on pace and uh, i think people will see that with time you've got some great sponsors fxr muck off you know i'm a comeback that kind of stuff on your team so you and you can answer this as much as you far as you want or as little as you want but i think our listeners will be interested in this at the end of the year look club mx the facility is very profitable and, and doing very well we've known all the riders that go through there and the supercross tracks and all that that's making money there's no doubt about it but the race team itself like you're not making any money from the race team. I imagine you're dumping Club MX facility money into the team to promote the Club MX and all that. Or with your sponsors, are you walking away with some money in, in the in the pocket at the end of the year? No way. Um, <laughs> okay. Yep. Yeah. For, you know, just vaguely speaking, yeah. this this year we operated on a you know seven hundred thousand dollar budget, and that's basically what we raised in sponsorship funding, and then Club MX itself will. We'll put in about three hundred of that. So okay. it's uh it's growing, but also club's been growing too. Like our supercross program mm-hmm. last year was insane. We had sixteen pro guys here training and we got four supercross tracks, like so it's they complement each other really well. You know, Star is spending a lot of money to have their own facility in house and do their own training program. Well we're on the opposite. They're trying to catch up to us on that angle, but mm-hmm. we're trying to catch up to them on the other side. So I think they complement each other really well. So three hundred, you're you're in a million dollar budget. Club MX is three, and sponsors are seven ish, or seven yeah. is everything. No, club adds three hundred. Yeah, club yeah. adds three hundred. We're, we're just right. shy of a million. Dollars, right, yeah. right. So the uh, and and dude, right now too. By the way, the travel is just crushing you, like it is me too. Travel is yeah. just insane. <laughs> you know. And what a year that, like, we bought, so we got the old Geico truck, and yep. we were just tickled to death about this thing, you know, new yeah, rig, we don't have to worry about nothing. Right. From the minute we put that thing on the road, we have nothing but troubles, and what a year to be running around getting four miles a gallon. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> so yeah. We can't figure out how to fix it. <laughs> yeah, the, and then the, uh, the airplane flights and the hotels, it's just, yeah, you know, you got to fly everybody there. It's 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 expensive to run a team yeah yeah it, it is and it started off you know me and greg chidge he's our uh crew chief uh great uh march banks mechanic but me and him started this together it's just sort of a, a side gig a friday through sunday and that was our first year <laughs> racing on the ktms and it's kind of I'm, I'm super pumped that he's still every bit a part of it and he's been a, a major factor but yep um yeah now that our staff is growing and more mechanics like it, it's hard to even fathom these other teams the money they spend because we're still doing it on a very small level spending the money we're spending yeah and i can't i not for myself when i was there like your job is working with these riders and you're putting them on through the programs and all of that and then you have this race team logistics like, I don't know how you yourself, you must be stretched pretty thin to try to make sure the facility and all the decisions in the facility are being done right, and then you have this this race team also, you know? Wow, it's a lot. Yeah, and like I said, it started off just a hobby, you know, but <laughs> I I just hope, you know, people can – I just hope I can relate to some people out there that, you know – didn't have the moto background that just want to chase a dream and love dirt bikes. Like at the end of the day, I just really, really love dirt bikes. Yeah. I want to be around it in every way, shape or form. So to go racing or, I mean, to get up early in the morning and book flights and do whatever I need to do for the team. Like uh, it's not much of a burden, man. I, I love being around dirt bikes. Yeah. Yeah. No, you'd have to be where, where you're at. Um, well, we got a phone call for you here. Uh, Brandon from, uh, uh it is a uh, will. Will, welcome to the pulp show. What's your question for Brandon Haas? So, um, 
Um, I'm a big fan of the team and Garrett Marchbank. So if Garrett were not riding dirt bikes, could he be a starting NFL linebacker? <laughs> well, he's 195 pounds, uh, big for motocross, but I don't think big enough for NFL. But he's he's a tough dude. Yeah, yeah, he 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 he, he could take a lot of riders out there for sure. He's a big guy. Yeah. That's why maybe the four he's burly. Yeah, he's burly for sure. Uh, all right, Will. Thanks for the call, man. Thank you. Uh, Starling, for you, privateer guy, running your own van, driving to the races, what did it cost you to do Supercross? Uh, I had this conversation with Moran's uh, a couple weeks ago. I think for just me, this was no flights, no yeah. nothing. Yeah. I want to say with everything, it was somewhere around like 65000 Okay. Um, fuel was outrageous. Yeah. My van gets terrible gas mileage. Um, but that's like hotels and everything. Uh, yeah, it's extremely expensive. Right. Like right. it's really expensive. Now it's just yep. one guy. I didn't pay any personnel cause couldn't, um, couldn't get flights for anyone. I had different yeah. mechanic, pretty much anyone that was in the area. Uh, my buddy JC flew in a couple of times. Michael flew in a couple of times and that was on their own dime. Um, yeah, it's expensive, yep. but for video program, you gotta do all of them. And you got to have a good bike. Yep. You can't just kind of go out there and right. wiggle it, you know? Uh, Brandon, talking about the expenses, the Nationals are very expensive. Parts, travel, all that stuff. Does the World Supercross appeal to you, or is that something that, you know, FXR and Yamaha don't want to pay you to do? Is it something that you may look at? What, what's your thoughts on the World Supercross? You know, I I really thought heavily about it. You know, I, I did reach out to those guys, and we had conversations. I think the biggest thing for us is we, we just kind of started this new chapter with Muckoff and FXR, and, you know, Muckoff switched teams to come with us, and honestly, FXR kind of shifted some things around to give us more. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it wasn't an appropriate time to maybe go down that path, and, and I would have liked to think that we could have took advantage of it and still did a team because, you know, we have access to so many good riders that, but then I, I was also in the back of my mind, like, we, we have this effort to downscale. We did six riders last year, sometimes seven. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, to, to, to give these guys a real shot at the level they need and the riders that we're going to have on the roster next year, and that's not disrespect at all to these guys, but for Jeremy and Garrett and, and, and Phil and Enzo or whoever it is, you know, we, we do have to tighten up our program. So it kind of was just, like, too much to take on. But at the end of the day, I'm um, – I have the utmost respect for them guys putting up the money they're putting up to help teams and mm-hmm. kind of take a, a different vision. You know, outdoors is really tough, like not just logistically and wearing bikes out, but it's sometimes hard to make sense of it. You know, Supercross, I would I would say overall in the grand scheme of things, we wouldn't raise much less money to not do outdoors. It's oh, okay. 70, 80% of this is based on Supercross. So from a funding team standpoint, it's really hard for us to generate revenue for outdoors. And racing 250F is yeah. not the cheapest thing to do, you know? Like No, for sure. I'm, I'm not so mad that Garrett's on a 450, even though I think it was <laughs> in his best interest. I'm also I'm not bummed about it. So if you went to your guys, your big guys, and said, hey, I don't want to do outdoors, you're not getting a 50% cut. Only no. like, yeah. Same with me. Right. 20 maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, not, right. Not one sponsor said anything to me about doing outdoors. They were, they were basically told me they wouldn't give me another dollar yeah. to go outdoors. Right. And I was like, so you guys are fine with Supercross only? They said yeah. yes. And I said, me too. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. I, I've heard that same things before, Brandon, from sponsors that it's mostly Supercross based, you know, uh, for yeah. for these teams. Yeah. I mean, Garrett's, Garrett's done respectfully well. And, you know, we've, we've gotten really nothing in exposure from it as far as, you know, TV time or mm-hmm. anything sponsors are super pumped on. But there's also, you know, double the amount of riders out on the field at Supercross. So 
Supercross, you do well, you're, you're going to get talked about, you're going to get some TV time, the sponsors get some love, and, and it's a show. So it's that's a tough game, man, but also motocross is such a high level of respect, and for the grind and sacrifice it takes, like, it'd be hard for me not to go race motocross, even if it does mean it's, you know, not going to not gonna return it. So, I don't know, it's just one of those things. So I talked to a team owner last year or something, and I said, tell me something that you deal with that you don't have time for or that you didn't think about and it takes up you know way more time than you thought it would take you know like tell me something about owning a team right and this guy told me like dude it, it's just like the people the drama that this guy doesn't like that guy this guy said something to this guy this guy doesn't want to go eat with this guy all this kind of stuff going i mean because you know i've been on teams you're together 24 7 almost right and you do get on each other's nerves sometimes and and people are jerks and whatever and maybe i was a jerk at times right all this kind of stuff and and this is this isn't necessarily to bag on that team it's just this person told me i spend so much of my day hey man what's wrong are you okay like what what's what makes you angry today and what 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 did this person say to you and and all of this kind of stuff and this person was telling me that yeah dude like it's a lot of my day um and, and so i guess uh brandon from your day of you know from the privateer ktm team to where you are now with all these riders and all these people would you agree with that statement that this is something that you didn't think you spend as much time on was just trying to like calm people down um I would say maybe a little bit more with with Garrett just because he's younger, but with the rest of our crew, no. I think that's maybe what what's unique about our program is we typically don't have any drama or okay. yep. these disputes. Like we and and you know, I, but I also understand it. Like when you're working together, this is a seven day a week job, and most people don't get that from a mechanic and crew standpoint, and the truck mm-hmm. driver and, and the riders. This is a seven day a week grind. We. I mean, we travel together, we go out to eat together, and then we're back at club together. Yeah. So it's a lot. And I think at the end of the day, that's where, you know, the leadership roles have to be done right. And leaders got real leaders create other leaders. They don't create followers. And I think for our program, we give a lot of people freedom. But for me, it would be, honestly, the, the logistics of running the semi down the road, just okay. dealing with the problem. Right. You, go, you go to a diesel shop, and they just completely rip you off. And here, we yeah. don't have a clue what what we're doing right like yeah, we're yeah, learning yeah. this so that is to us and probably the most frustrating part is when you have problems on the road we we do have to turn to other drivers and stuff for support and guidance and that that consumes probably a lot of time that i i would just would have never thought you know we had an old tractor trailer before this one and it was bulletproof we never had any problems and yeah took it for granted and now we gotta i guess it'd be equivalent to people buying new motorhomes and they always have to take it for yeah. warranties and yeah, the guy, guy, people who have motorhomes will tell you, like, dude, they're money pits. They're yeah. just money pits. My dad's going through it right now with yeah. ours. So, right, yeah. right. So uh, that is yeah. definitely – so that's interesting. Yeah, so, uh, you know, yeah, this, this, this guy told me one time that one mechanic borrowed a wrench from his other guy and returned it greasy, didn't wipe it down, and then they got in a huge fight, and now they can't talk to each other. And now the, mechanic, the manager guy had to go back there and be like – are you? Can you guys talk to each other or no? And they're like no. And he's just like, this is over a greasy wrench. Like, it's just, I've seen this. First it's just hand. people. It's yeah. just people. No, I've I've yeah. seen stuff like this happen. Right. And, right. I, and that's one thing that I do like about my program being yeah. small. And yeah. it's just we show up, we're laughing, we're having fun. Yeah. We go race. Like, yeah. It's yeah. not to say that 
every team has issues like um, that. But, you know, yeah, Phil, I have seen that. Phil's yelling at some kid that showed up with Gucci sandals. <laughs> probably made him cry or something, you know. I heard about that, Brandon, a little while ago. So, you know. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Phil, oh. Phil brings a unique twist to the dynamics of the team, that's for sure. But the, the good thing is we're around him enough that all the riders and, and mechanics know. But when we get a new mechanic or a young kid in that's learning, they're – Phil definitely gets the best of them. They're pretty scared to death for a little while. And then, <laughs> and then they learn he's just a softie. Yeah. No, he really is at the end of the day. You're, you're right about that. Uh, Brandon Haas on the show brought to you by offroadwarehouse.com. Uh, and Yamaha support, like, you know, like you said, you're supposed to have two 450s and two 250s, and you've stretched that out, and you've had Brandon Shars jumped in here and there. Uh, uh, and how are parts? Like, do you have to go to Yamaha and be like, hey, we need some more – you know, gaskets and clutches. Uh, how, how are they with, with this kind of stuff for a, for a team like yourself? Have they been pretty good to work with? Or do they say, hey, man, your budget's $200,000 for parts, and that is it, and, and you got to buy the rest? No, I mean, I, I heard the scary rumors before I ever got involved with Yamaha about, you know, how corporate it is and the crew. But the Yamaha I deal with, which is as of recent, right? This is our first year actually really dealing with Yamaha Direct. Yep. Uh, it's a fabulous group of people. I mean, we have we can call or text anybody at any time. The media side is awesome, and we get along with them really well. Yep. Um, but on the parts side, I think the, the hardest thing has just been the logistics with whatever you want to blame it on, COVID or the world economy. Just things are hard to get. And yeah. we've gone through this little phase of, of also learning as a race team, too, that we have to inspect and verify every part and component we get. Like we, you can't really trust that all your valves come from the same factory. Like you, you got to make sure that mm-hmm. because a lot of these companies are running out of inventory and they're just doing whatever they can to keep up. And so you really got to stay on top of everything from that aspect. And I think it's going to be really important moving forward. Um, but Yamaha, like anytime we're in a bind, I mean, Mr. Jim pulls through all the time. We ask for races and you know, it, it's taken a, a bit of relationship. Jim Roach, you mean Jim Roach at Yamaha? Yeah. yeah. Jim Roach has yep. been a huge help to us. So, like, you know, I, I just think from a technical side, you know, they're they're heavily involved with Star, so we don't we don't get much support on the technical side or anything yeah. like that. Um, I think what they do over there stays private, and what we do over here stays private. I think Yamaha is just trying to do the best they can with both parties, and, um, and I have the utmost respect for what they're doing over there, but you know, when we need stuff, we're opening up. Like we have, we have access to all the cool parts. We just mm-hmm. have to pay for them. You know, at the end of the day, like we can get some cool stuff, but yep. we just got to pay for it. And if you break a swing arm and you need a swing arm, and you know, it, you can't get one, can they get you one? They would find you one somewhere off a bike and, oh, and, yeah. and float it to you. That kind of team, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, with, without a doubt. Yeah, but also. We stay on top of our inventory pretty good too. That when they need stuff, they know right. they know we have it. So, so we, we help the privateer Yamaha guys, or you know, mm-hmm. sometimes Chisholm will have an item we need, or he's right. got something we need. Different <laughs> items like that. So our our parts budget and bike support from Yamaha is good and it's growing. Um, and uh, unfortunately, I think we're for us Yamaha couldn't be the better brand because of the performance of the bike and and the change they've made as a corporation and how they manage the American side, but yeah. We also have this uphill battle of, of star Yamaha, right? Like, how do we get in bed more with Yamaha when wow. they've been the most dominating team and still are? So it's that's a little bit of a battle for us is kind of finding our own identity, and, and we'll, we'll see where that goes. Yeah, that leads me to my next question. Like, if if a, uh, a Beta or Triumph or 
or you know a husky or somebody comes to you and says we want you to run our 250 program we'll write you a check which is what happens right the oems write a check to these teams would you do that um would you is that the ultimate goal here to to you know to to be partnered up with an oem and run a 250 side of team i mean i think at any level of racing the to be a to be at the top and compete at that level, you know, the backbone of the team is a manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think the times are changing, and I think we have a unique angle, and I would like to think that we can figure it out from a sponsorship funding standpoint that we could stay kind of non-political and be able to do our thing and mm-hmm. have the freedom. But there's no doubt about it. We have to bridge the gap a lot more than where we're at now. But, yep. um, I mean, yeah, who would I be to say I'm going to turn? I'm going to listen, but I I truly believe right now the Yamaha 250 is the best bike there is. I think for us to compete at the level we're at, uh, it's best to be on the Yamaha. So from that point, we're we're thankful to have support for them. We just hope we can earn earn our dues and earn the respect from them to mm-hmm. give us more. Where they take it from, I, I don't know, yeah. but we definitely <laughs> want to earn it. Yeah, it's uh, that's interesting for sure. Uh, Brown and Haas on the show brought to you by the folks at Off-Road Warehouse. Uh, use the code PULPAMEX to save with ORW. Uh, thank you to those guys as well. Uh, before we let you go, Brandon, a couple couple more uh, thoughts on this. If you just had an unlimited budget and Twisted was the, you know Twisted Development, who does your motors, they were the guys, could you just get motors in and out and change them every week and, and pay Twisted to do the ultimate service? Like, is that even possible? Because Twisted's trying to sell uh, uh, customer stuff to make money, right? And and they're, they're giving you a bit of a break, probably, I'm sure, on, on what, what you need to do. And then they're shipping back and forth. Like, the logistics of that, but let's say you just had a, a, a massive pocketbook. Could you make it work? Could you get motors every week and back and forth and do all that? Um, yes, I think. Well, I think we're going to do that this coming year, regardless. Okay. I, it won't go back and forth, but like this year, for example, um, I think Jamie built us 16 engines, and we send the engines out, and when we get them back, we we maintain them. The w- right now, if we had the manpower, you know, we can rebuild engines bottom down, uh, bottom up every weekend. I just don't actually have the manpower, so. We got a new race shop we invested in and we're building, and that's going to be done, you know, at the end of the season. So we're going to move into it this fall, and then it's just going to be about putting personnel in safe. So, you know, whatever that number is that we put in order for on our parts budget was to build uh, Jeremy and all the guys exactly the program we really need to do at a high level, and that would be a new engine race, you know. we talked about it at High Point briefly about pushing bikes off the track. We never want to push a bike off the track, but – when you push these 250s to the absolute limit and then you want to get a firm clutch on it, it's like the transmissions can only handle so much, the valves can only handle so much. And it, yep. it is a, yeah, gosh, to get that extra 2 to 3% of power. Is, <laughs> right? It, yeah, like it, that's the dollars right there. That's, that's the money. Yeah. It's not the 98%. Of a star Yamaha motor, it's that two percent, huh, Brandon? <laughs> it, it is. It's, I mean, you just adjust your rev limiter just slightly, and, and that that's your threshold of of all right. It's a one race engine or a one day engine, whatever the case may be. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I mean, even the four hundred and fifty class right now, we're rotating our engines out. They're doing two races per mm-hmm. engine, and for us, that's a step a step forward. You know, Garrett, we've been doing a new. If if he shows a Lakewood, we had he smoked his clutch, and. uh so the, the bike was hot, so we did an engine swap just as precau- precautions, and yep. that engine came back. We serviced it in-house. It went 
right back onto the truck next weekend. Thankfully, we got privateers driving back and forth from the races that we can pull some of this off at a less cost. But yeah, uh, but no, what what you said is the ultimate goal. But but it, it doesn't take you know unlimited money. It just takes the right people, mm-hmm. you know, the, the right tooling, the people, and the the twisted builds such a good engine that then it's on us to maintain it properly and that takes some experienced guys uh yeah absolutely can you can you source out transmission stuff i know years ago you know when i was on factory teams we ran taller seconds taller first sometimes we took the first ride out and if you click the motor down that was second and then uh, then it was third right past Mm -hmm. neutral those are types of things that factories can do can you do that uh brandon can you source transmission gears um, yeah, we can play around with the ratios. You know, we can get primary gears and, you know, we can weld neutrals or, or make it, you know, not go past. Like, Jamie's pretty capable of doing that. We, we can play around with, you know, re- re-gearing here in-house. But, mm-hmm. you know, to, to source, like, say, a different gear material or something that's not going to break, I, I I don't have access to anything like that or knowledge yeah. of, yeah. you know, the factory transmissions that might be stronger. But, you know, that. In Supercross, that is the weak point of the mm-hmm. 250. Like the, the first gear breaks and fifth gear breaks, and and the other gears just only get so much time. So, for one, we have to do our end on managing the rotation, the engine time properly. But then also we got to work with the riders to make sure that they're not downshifting to first by accident, or they're not skimming whoops in fifth because those yeah. gears simply won't tolerate it. And we, the, the couple failures we've had this year, that's that's been both of them. And yep. so both are preventable, but. It takes a lot of effort. Like you got, you got to work with the rider to understand the machine, the weaknesses, and the strengths. And yeah. you know, some riders are willing to do it. Some aren't. Yep. Are you guys uh, having to do timing chains a lot? We do. Yep. On race bikes, they get done every race. Yeah. Um, but our our practice engines. So our practice spec is we practice on the exact same engine package, but we just have the rev limiter turned down slightly, mm-hmm. and uh, we're able to get ten hours out of a timing chain. And the last year's generation Yamaha, that timing chain we would do a little earlier, and it'd always be cracked. Yeah. This year, we've been ten hours, and we've yet to pull one out cracked. But we also haven't pushed it past that. But I do think that problem is a little bit resolved. Yeah. When I rode the the Yamaha in fifteen and Supercross. I had a couple issues with the timing chain in preseason. Yeah. And then it got to the point where I was like on practice bike, it was like every three, four hours yeah. I was doing it. And then race bike every weekend. I was just scared of that happening again. Yeah. They had some issues with 250s. I think yeah. they're better now. But yeah, yeah. I was just wondering, I haven't yeah. heard anything about it. So right. when, it, when I hear all these things about gears and this and breaking, I just was like, man, I wonder if the timing chain's any better or, yeah. or how that's going. Uh, and yeah, race, they, yeah. They improved that dramatically. We, we had an issue with it a couple of years ago, but that, yeah. that is really not a, not relevant anymore because you're either rebuilding the engine and you're going to do a new timing chain anyway. Right. We're not tearing bikes apart prematurely just to do timing chains. Right. Uh, all right, Brandon. Well, hey, thanks for calling in, man. Thanks for uh, being so honest about running a team and competing against factories, and you guys are doing a good job. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to next year with J-Mart. That'll be, that'll be really awesome. Um, thanks, man. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right, no problem, man. We'll see you at Redbud, all right? Yeah. All right. That's Brandon Haas. Everybody brought to you by the folks at ORW. Uh, Starling, for you, like, and we've talked about this, like, you use 65 grand. You've got great sponsors at FXR and others. Um, you're making money in uh, top 20 in the points, and, yep. you know, you had a good year. Like, you would turn down teams, certain teams right now. Yeah, you're in I a mean, good spot. Yeah, I really like where I'm at. I can make a living where I'm at. And the best part is that it's just really fun every weekend. Yeah. I don't have to deal with those people bickering at each other or anything yeah. like it's a small well, group but you know, it another, works another thing i brought up too and i've talked to chiz about this on the show and stuff like 
certain teams, and I know there's some teams out there, you know, that are like, hey, we're running this suspension. Yeah. And you're like, but that guy doesn't know that much or he doesn't have much success. Well, he's our sponsor. Yeah. You're running this link. Yeah. He's our sponsor. You're like, yeah, but I don't like that link. It doesn't matter. They pay us money. That's not always a good thing, man. No, that's um, what you know? pushed me to go the way that I'm going now. Right. Because um, everything that's on my bike is what I want on that bike. Yeah. Um, I've turned down money running certain things mm-hmm. um, just so that I can run what I yeah. want to run. Chiz is in the same boat. Chiz is like, I like this and my bike works better. Yeah. It yeah. just it's, it just makes it easier. But I also think that the better the bike, the results come, mm-hmm. which brings money. Yeah. Not yeah. always the right, money right, up front right. type thing. And yeah. then you have a, an issue, you fall over, something breaks. So they yeah. just it's weak or something it's for me i just think to have the best bike you possibly can that brings results and then that brings in the money so that's the way i always look at it yeah i I think you're totally right and there's something to be said for just knowing how well your bike is and being happy with all your suspension guys and your gear and handlebars clamps these are handlebars is a big one for me these are where company where teams the private teams skimp a little bit because they get money from a lesser product they take it and then shit breaks or yeah, whatever. Right? I won't do it that way. Yeah, There's yeah. just no way. And that's no. what I like about my program the most is the fact that my bike is, to me, it kind of feels almost bulletproof. Right. Ran the same bars all year. Uh, same suspension all year. Actually, never even serviced it. <laughs> just like stuff like that. It just works. Same wheel set all yeah. year. Like yeah. it worked the whole time and it was perfect. We were doing new chains and stuff like that. But yeah, I just don't want to skimp out on right. cheap stuff for for you know a couple extra hundred bucks here and there. Yeah, that no. just doesn't make sense when you can throw away thousands at the end of the year. Firepowerparts.com. Thank you to those guys for coming on board. Uh, Firepower has got the featherweight lithium batteries. They got chains made in Japan. They got a wide variety of chains from heavy duty rollers to O and X rings, all made in Japan. Firepowerparts.com. These are privateer proven, by the way, yeah, with many these guys are batteries. out there. You use the batteries? I do. Yep. Chiz uses chains and batteries. Uh, Gopher Dunes Honda runs their products. Uh, Club MX runs the batteries. Between the batteries and the chains, uh, firepowerparts.com. Please check them out at firepowerparts on Instagram. Uh, thank you to those guys for coming on board. And Joey Savacci coming up. And speaking of Joey Savacci, he runs uh, Fly Racing Gear, of course, for the summer. He's doing good things. Uh, flyracing.com. Get it at motorsport.com. Get it at your local dealer. And it's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. Just uh, enjoying a Monday at home. Yeah, you're you're How you're you guys doing. Yeah, you're, we're good, man. Starling's in studio here. Stavachi's yeah, coming maybe. up. Um, I watched the beginning of the show. Oh, and uh, flew all the way out there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, all the way from Florida. On, I mean, I, on Spirit. I I I, I got oh, him a God. Spirit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, but to be fair, I said, Are you know, like all I, all I said, to, I said, listen, Starling, prices are crazy. I got a Spirit flight. Are you good with that? I checked in first, and he said yes. So is it direct? No, today I went to Houston. Tomorrow's direct. Yeah, I I'm out. Um, <laughs> what the <yeah>. fuck? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I listen. I checked in, okay, because I was. My neck is very sore. Lower back's a little sore. If someone tells me they're flying me across the country on Spirit, I'm out. I'm committed. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I'm either all in or I'm I'm yeah. not doing no, it. No, no, no. So. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, so I asked Starling for four riders that he wanted to talk about for the Nationals through four rounds. JT, he said Derek Kelly. He said Hunter Lawrence. He said uh, Marshall Welton and Savachi were yep. your four. Uh, for all for good reasons, JT. Yeah, that's a pretty good list. Yeah, not bad, right? Um, Savachi's fifth in first moto. Pretty impressive. That's mm-hmm. if you can start doing that. Like, I don't know if I'm ready to say Savachi can make a podium, uh, but if you can go five, six, seven every race by the end of the season, I can you see know? him on the podium. Yeah, depending on injuries yeah. and everything else, right? So yeah, you. I mean, if 
with the pace he was running that first moto, you just have to be opportunistic if you're him, you know? Like, he's not – I don't think, like, a podium's imminent, but mm-hmm. things happen, man. Like, you know, like, crazy stuff goes down, opportunities arise. Like, that's, that's how you get podiums is you continue to put yourself in good positions and you're riding well, and then the door opens up. It happens – you know, we just see it happen – Every yep. season happens. You know, McElrath got a fifth in a moto at Lakewood. Uh, Starling, you were there. Yep. Savachi's got a fifth now. I Before the season, I was proposing, like, hey, this is going to be interesting. Two guys coming in with un, with no no time in Supercross, coming back from injuries, on new bikes, factory teams. Let's watch Savachi and McElrath. And came from the same team. Came from the same team, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say it's been a bit of a saw-off. I'll take Savachi slightly over McElrath, I believe. Yeah, uh, I Savachi, would too. I think Savachi's behind him in points, but I guess Savachi... Yeah, that's missing a race, though. He's missed a race, yeah. right. So what do you think through four rounds? They both got a fifth as a moto best, JT. Yeah, I would take Savachi. I think uh, Joey's ceiling's a little bit higher. Um, to me, Shane is, is a great rider, but I, I like his chances of kind of reaching his peak in Supercross a little bit more. I think Supercross comes a little bit easier to him. To Shane, for Shane. Uh, yeah, yeah, for Shane, yeah. right. Um, where I think Joey, I, I really think he could be on the podium. If, if everything goes right and you give him a little bit more time, um, this is a guy that has won multiple races in the 250 class, and then even when he was on this team in 2019, he was – pretty damn good you know he crashed a lot but he was pretty damn good when he wasn't on the ground um so yeah i I just think the you know if everything's perfect for both guys joey's result is just a little bit higher do you agree with that uh, i agree with that you agree with that yeah yeah all right 100 percent. okay all right sounds good uh so i talked to somebody from ktm today about antonio caroli and i think i had a rant about antonio caroli last week or the week before boy did you ever i did yep and this person for KTM told me that they they wanted to, Tony to race all outdoors, but he didn't want to take the deal they gave him. So I don't know. Tony told me he's racing. He's on ambassador role. He gets yeah. paid to be an ambassador. Yeah. And part of that ambassador role was two races in here in America. But he wanted to keep going, and he told me I don't get any bonus money. I just get purse money. And obviously there's a language difference here between English and Italian. Of course. You know, unlike Ferrado, though. Uh, Caroli does speak Italian and English. Um, uh, so I don't know, JT. The KTM person I talked to was like, look, man, we, we want him to race. He may come back. Uh, we hope he comes back. That was a quote. We hope he comes back. So Now, I, this you know. person that you spoke to, it sounded like the deal was not terrible. You know, so there's clearly a, a difference of opinion somewhere. Yes, yes. I think Tony wasn't happy with the deal but it wasn't like ktm didn't do anything right like ktm's side according to this conversation is not lining up with tony's story no no and right. i wanted to get that out there a little bit because i feel like now i don't know right like i, I right. obviously and not, look, not to say the ktm's 100 percent right either no their side yep. right? it could, it's usually somewhere in the middle yes almost always is <laughs> yes yes uh, but he's gone home now. Uh, hopefully he comes back, though. Do you, but, don't you think he would stay for Red Bud? Does he want to race the Nations? He, he, that, that, that's what he told me. I'd like to race Red Bud because yeah, I'll, I'll be so racing. He'll be on the Italian Des Nations team. Would make sense for him to stay. Wow. He's race in Italy Red. now. Yeah, he's back home he's now. He's back. Yeah. Uh, well, he's, well, he's, at least for a while. Look, his knee filled up. Like, he's got a bad knee. Oh, it, it twisted yeah. It. It, yeah. He said it was fluid. That it just was, would make sense for me to, yes. to race the next one. Yeah. And he's pretty good in sand. Like, hey, race right. the next race, one. Race, if right. you want to fly home from there, it's a shorter flight. You know, I don't know. Just Yeah. I'm with you. But he had, he had a bad coming, week. I could, I could see him coming back in August 
and racing, uh, what would it be, Unadilla? Iron Man. Buds, Iron Man, Paula. I could see him doing the last four because that would give him over a full month at home to kind of rest, recover, test yeah. the bike a little bit, and right. then come back. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. That was the, that was the um, KTM side of things. They didn't just give him the middle finger and say, well, you got nothing. Right. <laughs> I did ask him. I did ask him on the starting line before practice if, if we started a fundraiser, if he would stay. Right, right. Yeah. I like that, I by the that. way. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I like that a lot. That was good. Um, we and, and on that race tech rant I had about Caroli, there were comments in there about just give him Ferrandez's his bike. It's like, no, that's not, no, people, no. Well, then like, start towards that. Yamaha is just going to be like, oh, yeah, here, here's a Yamaha. Yeah. And Caroli, who's had a decade with KTM, yeah. is just going to walk away. Just throw away our guaranteed money to go race a couple races Not on to Star. mention switching from Red Bull to Monster. Yeah. Yes, it's yes, just like yes, every yes. possible problem yes, you can come Right, with. right. I just, where do, why don't people think of these things before they just spout off in comments? Like, it's, I don't. Because it's Twitter. It's Twitter. Well, that was That's YouTube. That was do. Carrot Island. That was oh. Carrot Island. Oh, it's even worse. It's even worse. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, JT, good work uh, on the uh, on the pit reporting this week. And we have a question from Samantha on one. Samantha, what's going on? Samantha, you there? Hi. Hi. What's what's your question for JT? Uh, first of all, super nervous just talking to the Manitoba champion himself. Oh, thank you. I appreciate uh, that. Four <laughs> times. Four times, uh, by the way. Oh, Sounds amazing. Compliment, though, for JT, your announcing. Very, very good. Um, Thank so you. I, thinking, I would disagree, but I appreciate it. Stop. No, it's super It's super good. So on the weekend, got me thinking, has there ever, like, who's been the longest-standing announcer? And this could be for outdoors or for Supercross. Mm, that's a good question. Like, probably Ralph, because all in the 80s and 90s, Supercross was promoted by different people, and they had different TV packages and all of that. I mean, Ralph started, I feel like Ralph started in, like, oh, seven or something that was robbie floyd oh eight oh nine till like 2020 there was wonder if uh Ekman? does, does Larry this? myers count for moto world no i don't think so i think this is at the races um because that's all we had for a while how long has weege been doing it i thought weege maybe because he's so i mean i've only been watching the sport for about a decade but yeah I think Weege has been in it consistently there just seems to be a fair amount of turnover my husband thought maybe david bailey Bailey did it for like ninety three to like, jeez, uh, he was there in 03. Yeah, Bailey was probably about ten or fifteen years. Um, I'm gonna text Wygant right now. Yeah, but and, they don't know shit. Wygant? What? Seriously, that guy. <laughs> that guy is so good. Who? Um, Wygant? I, yes. Oh, yeah. Please, he does please. not. Wygant's good. He does not get near enough credit, and, and like. You can say what you want about his commentary and all that, but it's more of his ability to weave in and out of these shows. I'm listening to all the things that are going on, and I know the lack of, like, just instruction he has. Like, he's, he's expected to figure it out on the fly and, like, make the, the transition seamless in and out, and he's, he's doing these billboards and he sponsor reads, and yeah. there's a million things he has to do that you would never know about. And yep. you would, it's just literally like fluid like there's no tri- like just no hesitation yeah no pause he's getting curveballs thrown at him like he mm-hmm. it's really impressive and he's my friend so you know i want to compliment him but like being 100 percent transparent it's, yeah. it's amazing to watch that go down no yep you're absolutely right he uh he's got the gift uh samantha it's a it's a really good question can, can we, we got we got we got actually weege on the line let's bring in weege why well, can't <laughs> 
Oh, I was well prepared for this. Whatever it is, I'm ready. Okay, so uh, <laughs> Samantha's on the line. Samantha, say hi to Weege. Uh-huh. Hi, Weege. So, hi, Samantha. So Samantha called in and said, who's been doing announcing the longest in our sport, like consecutively, and how long have you been at it, Weege, for nationals? Hmm, uh, 2009. So is that 13 years? I feel like Ralph is right around there, too. I believe he started oh. Six Supercross, and he's last year. It was his first year not doing it. So, so oh six to twenty, fourteen years. Oh, and, Ralph wins again. And so, what about <laughs> Bailey? Bailey was like ninety five to oh five. Uh, he did the nationals in ninety four, but yeah, did he make it? I'm pretty sure he did oh five, and I think that might have been it. Right, he, he was definitely doing them when did I was make at it 05? When I was at Yamaha. No, he didn't make it 05. Okay. No, he didn't. We watched some of those on the uh, Lee at Reraceables, and uh, that was Cameron Steele. Okay. So, mm. Bailey, 10 years-ish? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Not, yeah, probably close. Yep. What about Myers, Despain? Wow. Do you know any of this? You can't count Myers or Despain because um, right. there was like, it wasn't formal back then. Like, Myers was just doing the track announcing. And then if there was a race on TV, sometimes they'd use them. <laughs> right. That could have been 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? But consecutively, Samantha was wondering, you know, yeah, just grinding yeah, away. good point. Good point. Yeah. Uh, um, wow, if I get two more years, I can leave Frog Ralph, although there's one major omission, uh, not a single Supercross race ever. So I don't know if I can really take the record at that point. Yeah, but Ralph didn't do outdoors the number. You know, Ralph only had outdoors for uh, a few years. Not the whole time. Yeah. He did a little bit. Yeah, a little yeah. bit, but yeah. 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 No. Um, so, yes. So in my half season – I've been quite dominant for half a season every year, so I don't know if that counts as grinding. <laughs> what do you think, Samantha? That's a good question, though. Yeah. Oh, Weege, honestly, I hope you stick around forever. You're great for this oh, sport. Oh, right. I mean, all honestly, right. JT and, and and the other guys drag him down, but he's I 100% agree. He's fighting 100% through agree. that. You know. No, you guys are the backbone of the sport for sure. Each one of you in different you... ways. You all bring a certain level of success. I'm the backbone. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm a vertebrate. You, you have a backbone. I will give you that. Uh, perhaps they know that I'm closing in on this record, and they're just like, if we can bring in JT, it might just force them to quit. It might <laughs> end it. <laughs> Maybe that's the move. Yeah. The frustration. So, all right. So we think Ralph might be the leader for consecutive years. Yeah. Ralph and Supercross. 06 to, to uh, 2020. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and that's not, um, it's not so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, a COVID casualty. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you what, though. Those well, years thank, pass thanks fast for figuring that out like for me. No problem, Samantha. Thank you for calling in. Yeah. Thank you. Cheers. That's what Pulp does. Uh, <laughs> what about um, – yeah, that's what we do at Pulp. What about uh, yep. analysts? Has there been – Fro? A Fro, right? Same. Fro would be decades. Yeah, decades. probably around. Yeah, maybe it was Fro. Maybe it was. I feel um, like – Trying to think. Fro made it to – uh, and nine, uh, 18 was his last Supercross season. But when did it start? I don't think when Ralph had another start? partner, right? I feel like Ralph and Fro were together the whole time. Did Ralph have another partner? <laughs> no. There was, no. Uh, now you're refresh my memory. We had one year of Denny Stevenson. But that wasn't Ralph, yeah, was it? Fro was like, yeah, Denny was like, oh, five. Denny, Denny, and, Denny and Ralph were the first no, team. No, no. Denny was with Robbie Floyd. He was with his guy. Uh, also... Also, but 06, it was Ralph and Denny, and oh. Denny was one and done for speed. So that would make Fro 07. Denny, to, Denny had a little bit of a, you know, just showing up on time nightlife issue. 
<laughs> I don't know. The, the, the voice would get scratchy, as is mine right now. So who am I to talk? Right, Literally. Good, good point. So. But I think 07 to 18, so that's a good 11 years there for Fro, yeah. or 12 seasons, yeah. if you put it all together. Well. Yeah, maybe Fro. Maybe Fro. Maybe Fro. And But Weege, when you count in the GNCC ATVs, and the, oh yeah, you know, I mean, you're you're just you're just crushing it for that. I think if you're counting, um, you know, paying and saying, I think I'm even further behind Ralph. I mean, think of how much stuff and how long that guy's been doing it. Oh. There's no one competes. In no. sheer volume. No, no one competes. No, no, Ralph. No. Ralph's doing Daytona Supercross in the mid '80s. It is shocking sometimes you find these YouTube videos and you're like, there's Ralph yeah. in, in like 1988, and you're like, oh, he's ageless. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right, he we, yes. oh. he's like Wayne Newton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks the he same, right? He looks the same. Yep. He looks like perfectly. Yeah, much. yeah no, this, absolutely. Is it Shenandoah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Weech. Thanks for picking up the phone with late notice. But we were debating this, and I figured, why not call the source? So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. This means my days might be numbered. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, well, I'm beyond average here. Watch oh, that boy. beard. Watch that beard. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 exactly. Well, JT, take it. Take the controls. Yep. Uh, see you, boys. All right, see you, Weech. Uh, that's Jason Wygan on the line. We got the X-Brand goggle tear-offs uh, for myself, Starling, and Jason Thomas. Let's do it. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Starling wore X-Brand at one point, and uh, his career has gone completely downhill since then, since he switched. Thanks to X-Brand goggles, winning uh, GNCCs with... Ricky Russell. Is it Ricky Russell? Yeah, it's Ricky Russell, right? Yeah, Ricky. Uh, yeah, Ricky, Ricky Russell. Russell. Yeah, it's my guy. Gas. And uh, Josh Strang as well. And, of course, uh, uh, in Supercross, it was Chiz, Brees, and Norn running X-Brand. Um, so that's a great combination of privateer power. Check out EKSBrand.com. Pulp Show 22 is a code to save. Get the Lucid Goggle. Uh, it's fantastic. It'll change your life. Quick change lens and all that. More field of vision. All of that. Uh, these questions are submitted by a... Swizzcore? Who was this a late call on the questions? Well, who'd you get them from? Yeah, Swizzcore. Yeah, yeah, Swizzcore. Oh, you ever heard of Swizzcore? No, no, no idea. Me neither. Uh, Thirty seconds on the clock. Rapid fire. Here we go, Marks. Steve, why is Redbud the best national? It's not the best national. Well, I just read the questions. It's not the best. So, it's the best atmosphere because it's a holiday weekend and America loves uh, July Fourth, right? But it is not the best track. It's really good. But Millville's a better track. Mm-hmm. It's not the best track to travel to, all right, because you got to go Chicago or South Bend, which is shitty flights. Expensive. Um, expensive. So it's not the best track to travel to. It's just the best atmosphere. But honestly, honestly, and it's coming from, you know, a place of caring here when I criticize this. Stop yelling Red Bud over and over and over into the microphone, all the announcers. Rob Bidas, Tim Cotter, stop it. That just gets it's on my just nerves. Tradition. It just gets on my nerves. Yeah, it's tradition. It's just stupid. So, are no. you yelling at clouds right now? Yeah, I am. I, I, <laughs> I don't like it. So that's that's where I'm at with Red Bud. It's just the best because of the atmosphere. It's the best overall national, though. Uh, I disagree. What name a better one? Uh, well, if you want to go everything all in, flying yeah, that would be the that would be the best flights, atmosphere. convenience, track, viewing. I might go Colorado. Colorado? Yeah, I might go Colorado. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I 
I can't push back against Colorado. If you went Millville, I would have to push back because you're you're leaning on the track too much. Yeah, Millville's but the best Colorado, track. No. Colorado, I can't I can't push back very hard. Problems with Millville, going to Minneapolis, driving far, uh, yeah. you know, cell service. Uh, Colorado's good. It's so close to the city yeah, too. No. Like you can yeah. actually do something after the race. Yep, yep. So I will I will allow it for Colorado. Okay, That's thank fair. you. All right, JT, how awesome is transatlantic travel? For me. Uh, it was supposed to be a lot more than it even is right now. Um, I'm only doing one more. I'm I'm scheduled to be in Sweden in August. But uh, am I going before, to? That? Am I going? As long as yeah, I mean I'm I'm hoping you go. I need to book that trip then. We need. To, can we figure it out when you want to fly out? Yeah, let's we'll do that tomorrow. All right. Uh, but I was I was scheduled to do more. I was supposed to be in Rene, uh a couple weeks ago, and I was supposed to do Finland. But um, yeah, this this uh, American. TV deal kind of changed some of that. So um, I, I really enjoy going over there. I, I, you give me Europe in the summer, and I don't have a lot of complaints. It's, All right, 40 uh, seconds. It's a great place to be. 40 seconds. Are you kidding me? You talk during some of it. Right. Starling, best part of Privateer Race 2021? Best part? Uh, my announcing. <laughs> yep. 2021? 2022. All right, sorry. Anyway. Yep, moving on. I knew what you meant. Steve, yeah. in the end, which Lawrence bro has the more successful career? Really, Swiss? Yeah. Really? Wow. Wow. Hard hitting. <laughs> well, Jets up 3 nothing right now. Uh, so, yeah, I'll take Jet. Generational. Right. Yeah, I'm not saying that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not going there, Daniel. All right. JT, is Brayton's World Supercross fly deal done yet? Uh, I don't know if like the East Drive, but I, I'm very confident that he will be in play. All right, seven point seven. Good job, Starling. When do you jump the OnlyFans Shark program? Never. You wouldn't do that? Nope. Wow. I like the way my program looks and runs, and I will leave that to like Carno and those guys. I feel like that's like more their style. That's not the way I do things. Okay. Not right. that it's a bad thing. It's just not yeah, the way yeah, I do just things. Not, yeah, yeah. 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 You can in, in 2022. Unfortunately. Because it's not your style, it means that you fucking hate it and, and screw you and yeah, all this. Yeah, that's not but, at but, all what I mean. Right. No, no, of course. But I, they're making money. They're doing their right. thing. That's their thing. Right. It's just not the, the... It's like... um. It's not my look. Me saying I would never start a vlog like Deegan or Chad. Just not my style, not my thing. Yeah. And then people took the side of, like, I want Deegan yeah. to die. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's cool. Not that way at all. Carno's my guy. Right. I love what right. they're doing. That's awesome. It's different. Right. Just not yeah. my thing. Right. All right. So he hates it. I absolutely <laughs> hate it. It's good. Carno, yeah. change your program. Right. <laughs> Steve, was the high point travel cost worth the experience? No, probably not because I've been to 8 million nationals in my life. But I will say the racing was great. Um, the crowd was great. The weather was unbelievable. Um, so all of it was good. It was a really good race. So staying at the Hyatt at the Pittsburgh airport. And rolling out of bed twenty nice. minutes before I board, nice, is also nice. Oh, right? man, you're a baller. I uh, couldn't, I couldn't, uh, couldn't afford it. Oh, stop! Have it. you seen his ceilings here? Just wondering. <laughs> it's a fair, it's a fair point. <laughs> uh, so I would say no because the flight was eleven hundred. Listen, like he Pittsburgh. saved his money for that hotel and put me on Spirit. So yeah, yeah, exactly. That's where that went. <laughs> uh, JT was like two hundred. It was like two twenty. I know. I can't go over. I, I need to be like 150 ish. No, it wasn't crazy. Like, I agree. It was a bit steep, but I'm like, eh. The convenience. Yeah. My flight was 1520, though. 
Damn, that, that. mine was 12 or 11 something. God. Yeah, it was just insane. It's like Europe flights. I know, back right? In the day. Ridiculous. I've never paid that much for a domestic ticket. No. Yeah. And so, somebody told me they just booked um, uh, Southwick, and it was uh, 1400 Hartford. Yep. Privateers can't make money at that point. Dude. They're in no. the hole. All right, next question. JT, any awkward moments with riders on interviews yet when the cameras turn away? No, because usually as soon as we finish, they're gone. Like, they are a ghost yep. as soon as they finish. Um, it's more, honestly, the hardest part for me in that kind of the, the spirit of the question is with the mechanics or team managers because I'm waiting for a window to develop on the race. You know, it's got to be not near a commercial. It's got to be when there's not a battle for the lead going on. And the rider that, you know, if it's a team manager, I need it to be on a Honda guy. Or if I'm going to talk to Ivan Tedesco, they need to be back on Hammaker or Shimoda or somebody like that. So it's relevant. So I have to line this person up and then we're just in this holding pattern. And I end up saying, I'm sorry, like 55 times because they have to take their headset off and they're kind of like useless to the team at that point for a significant amount of time. It's, it's, Part of the job. Okay. I get right. it. It's just not 50, the most comfortable. 55 thing. seconds. All right. Okay. What the hell happened? All right. Last one. Starling, do you enjoy 250 or 450 Supercross more? 450. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. I'm slaying the times on these, by yeah. the way. Wow. Absolutely that's, next that's, level. But the question is. You just had terrible. one of your best years in career. In yeah, your career, most your, points I've ever scored, right, right. all of it. I mean, I think my one ninth place trumps my top five, all that on yeah. a 250. So, yeah, yeah 450. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. the money. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Uh, before we let JT go. That's been the X-Brand Goggle question. We got Cash about a... Cash, what's your question about a, a bag, fly bag comparison? So, I ordered a the fly bag that I thought was like this Ojo fly bag you guys talked about. Uh-huh. And it is not very big, so... I was wondering how big are the Ojo bags? Like, are they worth the I money, or is well, it... Is J- it going to be JT? I thought which the fl- one, which the fl- one do you have? I thought it was just a Fly OGO ninety eight hundred, but they're different. Well, it, yeah, no, the, the OGO. The OGO right. I can't. I can't. Bag would be the ninety eight hundred. Can't hear anything, uh, Cash. So just you have to listen to the archive. Uh, it sounds like he either got Aurora Grande from mm-hmm. us, which yep. is gigantic. So I don't think it's that, or maybe our Tour Roller. Okay. Which would be smaller. So if you got a Tour Roller, I could understand because it's not as big as the ninety eight hundred. Okay. Um, the tough part for us is we're just dealing with issues like everybody else. Like we simply don't have 9,800 in stock. So, um, but if he's looking for something bigger, get a roller grande. That thing you can you could pack your entire house in that thing almost. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Thanks. Uh, thanks, JT. Thanks for calling in. Flyracing.com. We'll see you. Uh, all right, guys. See, see you. you. See you, man. Uh, all right. That's uh, Jason Thomas. Uh, we'll go to commercial break here. Come back. Jerry Savacci calling in. Cole Seeley as well. Devin Harriman. Coming in. He's in Vegas. He's coming in studio. Privateer Hero. Technically one of my sponsors. Technically one of your sponsors, right? We'll, we'll get into that yep. and, and what he does for you from there. Uh, before we go to commercial, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, job of the week, ARC uh, levers, sales and marketing professional, full-time job in Rancho Cucamonga. They're opening up an opportunity for someone to work with the best customers and pro supercross teams in the industry. They're looking for a sales and marketing manager to help grow and manage the brand and take the lever market by storm. It's ARC uh, levers. Please check them out, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. If you need a job in the industry, check out MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. If you're a company looking for people, uh, uh, go to contact MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. List your job up there and find somebody uh, to to get uh, placed. Uh, So thank you to those companies as well. Uh, All right. 
Commercial break, Justin Starling, Joey Savacci, Cole Seeley, uh, and more coming back here after this. Thanks for listening. Be right back after this. No shit, asshole. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Hey, in case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection is impossible, but getting to perfection is always the goal, and I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards, and I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGD suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine is super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys over at Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Moranz, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance product. Definitely check them out. Hey, guys, this is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because of the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously it's great people around, and I've been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use code PULP22 to save. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Worst Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Worst Connection product line for 2022. 
Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. Pulp MX20, the code to save. With 80 years of experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, Weisco has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Weisco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite series. Weisco has recently expanded our Racer Elite line with SX and MX-proven USA-made connecting rods. Now, adding to the Garage Buddy Re- build kits, clutch and valve train components, and our CV4 thermal protection line. This makes Weisco your single-stop performance name. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or Weisco.com to find products for your machine. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. It's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. 
This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle and then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. At Motosport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, 
tarmac to open roads. We're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you, from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. It's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I, too, have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, also too make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Love the guys at Works Connection to continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be 
associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Worst Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use the code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Worst Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PulpMX20, the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hey, in case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection isn't possible, but getting to perfection is always the goal, and I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards, and I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGB suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine's super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys around Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Morans, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance Suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance products. Definitely check them out. Hey, guys. This is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because of uh, the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously, it's great people around, and I've uh, been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use code PULP22 to save. With 80 years of experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, Weisco has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Weisco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite series. Weisco has recently expanded our Racer Elite line with SX and MX-proven USA-made connecting rods. Now, adding to the Garage Buddy Re- build kits, clutch and valve train components, and our CV4 thermal protection line. This makes Weisco your single-stop performance name. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or Weisco.com to find products for your machine. 
For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and Rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. Paul Pomex Show, presented by Decal Works, motorsport.com, the folks at Fly Racing. Joey Savacci coming right up, Monster Energy Kawasaki rider, Justin Starling in studio, Devin Harriman coming up as well, uh, 250 Supercross rider who had a really good season this year. Uh, I want to thank the folks at Decal Works. They've been on board with us for a couple of years now. They lead the industry in quality and customer service and uh, offer the best custom motocross graphics out there. They're officially licensed with all the OEMs, and uh, they do really good work, man. They have a super quick turnaround. They uh, they can really dial you in with whatever design you want. They can design it themselves. They'll give you a whole bunch of feel-good stuff, they call it, they, uh, little tiny stickers. Decal Works, great company, great industry, guys. Proud sponsor of the Red Bull KTM team and Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Off-Road team. DecalMX.com, promo code PulpMX to get 20% off your custom graphics. Love the guys at Decal Works, doing a good job. Uh, PulpMX code at DecalMX.com. Uh, you can um, dial them in and uh, call them, tell them. 
give them that code and save money, man. It's really good. Uh, Justin Starling here. Don't forget the the uh, Pulpamex app. Any day now. I think I heard Friday. Uh, coming out real soon. Starling the app. So don't Should worry do it on about like that. a Thursday now at this point. It needs to be dropped on a Friday. It's going to come out <laughs> on a Saturday morning at 3 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Do it 12:01 uh, on Saturday morning. Nobody's going to have any idea what hit them. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, so we're talking about High Point. And I asked uh, Justin Starling here in studio for his surprise riders, and uh, he gave me some guys, and uh, we talked about this gentleman as well uh, as far as being a surprise of the series so far, and uh, we're happy to have him on the show. He's brought to you by the folks at Renthal. He's got Renthal bars on his Monster Energy Kawasaki, and uh, Renthal.com for more information on that. We've got a giant bar pad here of Renthal. Twin wall bar, 7 eighths bar, fat bar, fat bar, 36. Lots of bends available. Sprockets, chains, grips, bars, uh, mountain bike stuff as well. Thank you to the folks at Renthal for making things happen. Great company, great products, as you know. And they bring you our next guest on the night. He is uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki rider Joey Savachi. What's up, man? How are you? Howdy. What's going on? I just got done eating dinner. I'm watching some goats. On, I mean, sorry, not goats. Tampa on the TV right now. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you got, you got. It looks like you're gonna get game three. But yeah, uh, you, you know, know we, it took them a little too long. You know, they're just uh, they're dipping their toes, and I think they're about to turn the ship. You know? I got a text from RC. I got a text from Red Dog. All these motocross fans, uh, these motocross guys, become t- Tampa Bay Lightning fans at this time of year. To be fair, though, like I don't live that far from Tampa, and if I'm going to root for a team, I guess it's going to be Tampa. You but did go to a game. I saw. On I Instagram. did go to a game. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was fun. Which is more than Ricky and Ferry can say. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Ricky is man. That guy. You can't. You can't trust him. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm not going to tell him that because he's texting me now. So you know, like. I yeah. mean, you can tell him that. You know, I'll tell him that. Yeah, you tell him that. I'm not going to. I don't want to break up this relationship I have with him. So. <laughs> um. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, it's newly patched. You're yeah, right. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Dude, uh, how many uh, tweets, texts, DMs did you get with you laid out after the finish line <laughs> laying Dude, there? <laughs> no. And the, the 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 like the worst part was on the sight lap. I took that same rut and. I was paying attention and it caught my fork, like the bottom of my fork too. Yep. And it, it like kind of pulled me squirrely and I was like, all right, well, I'm not going there on the site in the moto, you know, like yeah. it's not a good line. And then obviously like I didn't, I mean, the, the result was good, but to be honest, I rode much better in the second moto, in the second moto, in my opinion. Um, and so I, I had a little bit of arm pump, you know, I was struggling to find, to find a rhythm, um, in the middle of that moto. And then that was obviously once Barsha got me, then, you know, Dunge and Kenny were right behind me. So, you know, I had a lot going on and, and I didn't ride the best at the end, but when you know, I crossed the finish line, I'm like, sweet, you know, it was a good moto. Like my arms are, are a little tight and I'm just like, I'm zoning. Like, I'm just thinking, like I'm, I'm reflecting about the moto and like kind of just trying to figure out, you know, wh- why did I pump up? Like, where yeah. could I have better yep and i took the same rut that i told myself <laughs> don't take and what happened on the site lap is exactly what happened after the race except i was paying attention and then after the checkered i was just zoned out and just it caught that rut dude and i grabbed the fork tube and you know at that point i was already like starting to fall and it was on my on the side that i had my knee fixed on and i was like it's not even worth putting my foot down like i'll just tip over i, I don't care but yeah i forgot like i got back you know and 
my dad came to that race, so we were talking about it, and you know everyone was pumped. And I go upstairs, and I just have I have Bogle text me, I have tweets, and I'm like, where are these? And I open them, and it's just a picture of me laid out. So, you know, I've yeah. been out of uh, I, I was out of the media for a minute, but you know they say uh, any pub, any publicity is better than none. So I guess yeah. I'll take it. Right? Um, yeah, no, it was funny. And uh, was it a drone shot? What yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So it was, it was uh, like above. So you were splayed. You could like, not have got a better shot of right, it. Right, right. Could not have got a better <laughs> shot of that. Nope. Uh, I mean, Star- was, uh, Starling, yeah. did you ever uh, fall in a parade lap or after, like anything like that? Did you ever? Not that I'm aware of. I don't think so. It kind of reminded me of when A-Raid tried to high-five. Was it Clayson? Yeah. Okay. And crashed. Right, right. <laughs> it kind of reminded me a little bit of that, but at least his result at the end of that, Joey's result what, at the end of that was really good. What's worse, doing what Joey did or Adam crashing in the last turn at high point last year when he was leading? Now he still won, oh, but remember? Joey. Okay. Yeah. Mine. No, I mean, yeah, him crashing after the finish okay, line. Right, yeah. Okay, Yeah. 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 Uh, well, plus, and Adam still won. Like, if I yeah. won in crash, who cares? But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that was funny, and I, I made a comment to you. Just so exhausted, just gave it all, yeah. folks. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was about to bl- I blacked yeah. out. Right, right, right. Exactly. Hey, that's a sign. That should show people though how hard these ruts are to actually hit. You have to be leaned over. You can't just ride through these yeah. things like people think. Oh, they can just ride yeah. through lines, yeah, no yeah, problem. You yeah. actually have to be leaned over Listen, for a lot I, of this stuff. I got to test the bike. I got to ride Red Bud after the national mm. one year. They were like, yeah, go ahead. Like, bl- imagine this happening now. But back yeah. in 90, no, 02. Tell Hurling's that. 02. After the National. Yeah. yeah. 02, I was working for Nick Way. I don't know why. I think a magazine was doing tests on the bikes. Mm-hmm. They, they opened the track to us. I pulled in after like 10 minutes. I'm like, this is not fun. This is horrible. No one should want to ride this bombed out motocross yeah. track after the end Tracks of the day. hammered. Dude. That was Moto 1. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what Starling said too, Joey, earlier on the show? Is people don't understand from TV how steep those hills are. Yeah, that dude. I mean, with any of it, like it, it, you can't justify how deep the ruts get, how edgy and messed up the faces of the jumps get. Like none of that stuff is mm-hmm. you can ever really gauge on TV. You know, like and it, and it looks gnarly sometimes on TV, but then you just you know how much gnarly it is, especially for Justin because he's raced it. And I wish. I mean, I don't know how you could, but I wish there was a way to really put into perspective how much. Yeah gnarlier it is you know uh we uh kiefer did a lap around boston after the main yeah and like yep. you know people were like oh my god like yeah. same thing like dude we're, we're talking down to the plywood we're talking ruts oh, yeah. down to your axle like you know but even when i watch outdoors i don't do them anymore but i still i watch it and i'm like oh yeah i could i could ride this and then i have to like catch myself thinking like oh this is way gnarly <laughs> like so when i see like someone jumping the bumps like lawrence jumping those bumps it's like that's way gnarlier than it looks yeah, like yeah. that's actually yeah. super yeah, difficult it, you know it's it's really tough i mean any fan of motocross that got on one of those tracks they'd be like i can't even physically ride yeah. fast you know like you just can't yeah you gotta have so much skill but hey joey uh good job uh got the start i i disagree with you your first moto was better than your second but hey whatever yeah from from a result standpoint you're right but i i really i mean what i, I think at the finish line i was maybe three seconds max behind jason for fifth you know and that was and that was after not getting a good start um you know and and that was the 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 start was i i'm i have confidence that i have figured my starts out again Mm -hmm. um and the first moto was good but second moto I, i got so fixated on taking the same gate and in reality it was it was a bad judgment call and that gate was not good it was too hard underneath so i got a lot of spin but 
I, I say the second moto was better because I just had more in the tank. Right. I was able to make that late race charge, and, you know, with, like, four to go, I know Barsha made a mistake, and then I closed up on him, and then I made the pass. But then, you know, him and I both, we caught to the back of Craig and Jason. So, yep. um, you know, obviously the result, yes, first moto was better. But I think uh, riding-wise, you know, second moto was better. But either way, like, yeah. it, was a, it, was big, it was a big improvement. What, what, what percent would you want to put on, like, you missed Paula, the team didn't think you were quite ready to go coming off your ACL and the lack of time on the bike. So you missed the first round. Hangtown, you make your debut. Three rounds later, like, are, do you feel 50% better? Do you feel 30% better? Is there a number of how much better you feel from the first week to, to now? Um, honestly, it, it, it's quite a bit. Um, I would say, I mean, I, I guess if I had to put a number on it, it's like, yeah, somewhere around maybe like 50 60% mm-hmm. since, since opening round and and a lot of that is just simply due to seat time i mean we've made some bike changes along the way but it's just and i can't put it into words but like dude just the it's i think that ties and you might know i think that ties the fifth in that first moto ties my best uh moto finish outdoor um ever okay and and that's that's coming off of i don't even have three weeks of riding yet you know so the amount of improvement that we've made just in the last week or so ha- has been a lot, but from the first round till now, it, it's been—it's uh, it, honestly—it's been astronomical, and that's just you know w- with the comfortability of me and myself on the motorcycle, and then on top of that, just getting comfortable with with putting my foot down again. You know, like again, I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again: I don't have any issues with my knee, and if there's anything going on with me, it's more of like some like my hip issue I was telling you about. Yep, but. It's just such a habit to not put my foot down because the last time I rode, or you know, before I had surgery, was if I put my foot down, it was excruciating pain. Yeah. So I have that PTSD, and as I ride more and get laps under my belt, that goes away, and it becomes more natural to just go back to what I'm used to. And on top of that, you know, I'm, I'm able to start breaking bad habits that I've formed in the past couple of years on motorcycles that maybe I wasn't the most comfortable on mm-hmm. and and all that stuff is just, it just comes with repetition. And, um, you know, like I said, I have, I don't have the most amount of riding time, but I, I like to think that, you know, for the amount of time that I do have that I've done, um, I shouldn't say I, we as, as a team, I've done a pretty good job of getting things going and, and headed in the right direction. 702-586-PULP. You got a question for Joey Savachi brought to you by the folks at Renthal, Renthal.com. Yeah, Joey, I know since you haven't been on the bike long, and you come out pretty, pretty solid. Honestly, you've been you've been swinging. You were one of the ones that I put in as like one of the key riders this year. I think you're doing the best with the little amount of time you've had. How close is this bike compared to the one you were on the last time you were on Monster or Cali? I asked him this question after the race too. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, George. yeah. It's uh, it's better. Um, you know, obviously when I was there, it was the first year that the bike was released. Um. And then with Eli being on the team, Eli was KYB, I was Showa, you know, so we were kind of, we weren't going in different directions, but he had, um, he had his direction he was going with his Mm -hmm. side. And then I had my direction that I was trying to figure out to go with my side. And since then, um, you know, they've hired Tickle and now both guys are on um, Showa. So, the amount of data that they've had has just been so much more and they've learned so much about the bike. And honestly, 
since being around the team, I have to give a big um, kudos to Brock just for, for handling and go, running through so much of the stuff that it, it's not pointless, but it's just the stuff that takes so much time yeah. and effort. And when you're out there at Paula, you know, until 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, like the track is not good by that point. And there's just a lot of stuff that you really don't want to go through. And sometimes it's hard to get a feel. And, you know, he's his job is to run through it multiple times. So, um, I would say the bike has gotten significantly better since since I was there. You know, like I said, like I told you, Steve, the biggest problem I had when I was there was getting the motorcycle to turn. Um, and since then, they've they've managed to, to fix that problem. Um, so yeah, it's all good. Another thing I noticed is you went to uh, the fat bar uh, from yep. the twin wall. Was that just more of like you wanted more flex feel, or you do like a different bend, or you just remove the crossbar? No, it's the same band. I just removed the crossbar. Um, I tried both. I've obviously, um, since moving positions uh, or teams over the last couple of years, I've kind of had to force myself into being more open-minded and, and trying stuff. Yeah. And the bars were one thing that I've pretty much ran the same way my entire life. And it was something that had intrigued me for a while. And I noticed that Jason also was on the crossbar the first day he rode the bike. And then I went and did some research or some digging. And I saw that the next day he posted he was on the bike. He was back to the fat bar. Yep. <laughs> so I kind of picked his brain a little bit. But for me, it, it, there wasn't a lot of difference. The only difference that I could tell was just a little bit less feedback through the bars. Yep. Um, and other than that, you know, other than getting used to looking at it, um, you know, they're, it's pretty much identical. Yep. Uh, Joey Savacci, we got a phone call for you from Lucas. Uh, Lucas, what's going on? What's your question for Joey Savacci? Oh, yeah. I was just wondering, like, how do you deal with injuries? Because right now I'm seven weeks into breaking my leg, and I was just wondering, like, how do you deal with just more, like, not being able to do anything for such a long time? Yeah, you think about Joey, not only the ACL, uh, a bad ankle foot injury at JGR was a long time. Joey, yeah, you've had some time off. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, you know, it, it's not uh, – it, it's, you'll never be able to avoid it completely. And, um, you know, at the time, like right now, it probably feels like it's the end of the world and you'll it'll be forever before you can ride. But you have to – you always have to have that carrot dangling in front of you. You know, so every week that goes by, you just have to have something in mind to keep keep the right mindset. You know, like if you start getting down in the dumps and just being bummed out about it, it, it honestly, it takes a toll on you mentally. And sometimes it just feels like the injuries take longer. And, um, you know, so for me, like when, when I have been hurt, I always just have something that I mark down, whether it be um, mentally or actually on a physical calendar, but always something I look forward to. So at the end of the week, you know, if you get clearance for this or you'll be that much closer to going back to the doctor to possibly get released, you just always have to have something that you're chasing, um, you know, that kind of keeps, number one, keeps your mind off what's going on right now. But number two, keeps that light at the end of the tunnel, you know, keeps you digging and keeps you chasing after something that you know once you get there, like once you get released and you start riding again, you know, all these days that you feel like you've been down on the dumps or have been bummed out about will be over with and you'll be back to to how things were before you got hurt and it's just one of those things that it, it's a big it's big mentally for you you just have to make sure you have the right mindset and keep uh trying to make positive make lemons lemonade out of lemons as Jeannie carmichael always told me oh there you go all right lucas good luck man thanks for calling good, good luck, sir.
Thank you. Uh, hey, I don't know. Did you know your crew chief, Oscar Wordman, much before you uh, joined Cowie? No. Um, obviously, I, I saw him around a lot. Yeah. Um, and, I'm all, and I'm one of those guys, too, and I'm sure I've said it before, it comes off as maybe being standoffish, but I don't go out of my way to say hi to people if I don't know them just because I'm, I am honestly kind of a shy person. I don't, I'm not comfortable with um, unfamiliar territory. Uh, I guess you could say, and you know, like when I don't know somebody, I'm not going to go out of my way and start a conversation with them just because that kind of stuff makes me, I don't want to say nervous, but it just makes me a little bit uncomfortable and mm-hmm. I should probably be better at about doing it. And I've talked about it, but it's just so much easier said than done. Um, but obviously I, I've seen him around a lot and, um, I have nothing but, but positive to say about, about him as well. You know, he's, he's, um, I think he's a big piece of the puzzle that, that helps he, things go smoothly on the weekend. Yeah, he, you know, he's a big suspension chassis guy, so very much in tune with what the bike's doing that way. So I'm sure he can yep. help you. I would just grill him for Stu stories, Stu and Chad Reed stories myself. Just grill yeah. him, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Th- did he tell you many Stu stuff? No, a little bit. We haven't, honestly, um, this past weekend, he's had some things going on, but this, this weekend was the first weekend he's been back at the races. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Okay, um, yep. Yep. So we haven't really had too much time um, to oh. kind of chat. So, uh, but I will keep that in mind, just, and uh, I want to start getting some stories out of him because now that you say that, I'm yeah, uh, dude. He's I'm a Stu fan, and uh, you know I, I respect I respect Reedy, I respect Stu, I respect all these guys. Actually, speaking of which, I went and got a Caroli jersey. You know, after after the races, I walked over there and asked him if I could have one and signed it. And people were busting my balls about it, but dude, like. You know, me being a little bit younger than him, like I always, yeah, uh, idolize the guy. Like the guy's a legend. Yeah, you know? and he's a nine-time uh, world champ, dude. Yeah, that, yeah. Shout out to to him. He's, um, I think it was great for. I don't want to get started on this topic because I'm sure you'll you. Uh, I know you have some feelings about that, but it was good to see him come over here. And you know, even though he wasn't quote you know prepared and trained like normal, dude, the guy's got it. And yeah. there's nothing you can't take that away from him. Uh, I went and got one too. Savachi, don't worry, it's in my nah. studio right now. It looks so, good too. He he actually signed it to my friend Pulp MX. So I was like, yeah, oh, he, he well. signed mine to Versace. I was pretty pumped about it. Right, <laughs> nice, nice. And you know <laughs> what though? Like I went to GPS when he was the king of the GPS and working everybody. I saw him catch and pass hurlings, uh, a, a couple races, you know that kind of stuff. And I gotta say, like when he was the man, the goat over there, the dude was the same way as he is now. Rad yep. dude. Always. He, he seems know? super genuine. Yes. Like, I saw yes. something Piazza posted where Piazza, he had DM Piazza on Instagram, just a photo of them gated next to each other. Oh, really? Just, like, yeah, little yeah. things like that yeah. is really cool yeah, to he, me. Like, he didn't have to do that. He's a fan, and he's always been a rad dude. Yeah. So, I, I got all the time in the world for Tony Caroli, for sure. Um, uh Yeah, that's, not, that's nice to say. So, I'm guessing, Joey, uh, I wrote this in my column last week. Like, so far, you and Bam have found each other a lot, and there's been some aggressive motos. And, this makes sense now. And then you, uh, he, at, at uh, Lakewood, he was there. And he thought it was rad. And I don't know if you thought it was so rad, but by Barsha being <laughs> bam, he thinks it's the greatest thing ever, sawing each other's front wheels off. And you're just like, yeah, man, but I don't get the sense that you're. No. You're, uh, and, dude, the thing with Justin is, like, we've grown up together. Oh, uh, yeah. And. Like, I mean, MTF days, I was on a 60. He's always been a little bit older than me. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there there was days where I would purposely get down to the gate late, and he would have the all-the-way inside gate, and I would go all the way to the outside gate. 
eight plus gates away, like to stay away. And he would come out of the gate and go right and come all the way across and brake check me to start the moto. So, like, I, I've I've been around. You've lived it. You've lived. Yeah, I've, I've seen been, it a little bit. I've been through, yeah, I've been through a lot worse. And I like. I'm fine with us battling. I just. I guess I wasn't not pumped. I just was wanting us to do it closer to the front, like the first moto. <laughs> yeah. You know, like. I started tightening up, and he came in right before the, the RC tunnel jump thing, mm-hmm. and he parked me. You know, like, came up the inside and kind of brake checked me, parked me. But it was clean. Like, I'm, I'm about yeah, that. I'm right. fine with it. We're, we're closer to the front. And, and even the second moto, dude, like, he made a mistake, and then I got close, and I threw it in on the inside of him, and I think I kind of spooked him a little bit. Uh-huh. And he kind of jumped a little bit wide, and I got to his inside. And then, you know, he passed me two corners to go, like, when I was behind Christian and tried to make a pass on Christian, made a mistake, and then he got me. And, I'm like, dude, I'm about it. You know, like, I am I love racing, and yeah. and obviously sometimes it, it would be nicer if I didn't have to deal with him because he is probably the biggest pain in my ass. But at the same time, again, I've been around him for so long, like, I'm pretty used yep. to it, and it's nothing that I haven't seen before. No, and he lives it. He loves it, dude. Oh, dude, he, he, he thrives it. on yeah, it. Yeah, just bring it on. <laughs> he thrives just, just on it. Just however you want to play this game. I'll die if you want today. That's how Barsha is. He goes to battle. <laughs> right, right. I'll so, give it to him, too, dude. He could have a whole stadium booing him, yep. and he just he has a damn smile on his face. He yeah, loves it. No, it's great. So it's safe to say, Joey, the worst part of this fill-in ride for Monster Kawasaki is the fact that they want you to stay in California all summer, and that means – just the, uh, the the racing, the quads in the 80s at Glen Helen twice a week and, and having the amateurs jump in behind you and, and hot and hot as balls and all that. That's probably the worst part of this deal is you can't go back east? Second worst part, I oh, would say. Okay. Uh, I think the worst part is it's only temporary, right? Oh, yeah, true. Okay. <laughs> I, would, I, would love to, I would love to be here, um, you know, again, full-time as, as one of the guys. But, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, dude, honestly, it's been tough being out here and – if I if I could have my kids out here, I, I it wouldn't be that bad. But you know, with my wife working. Um, oh, I didn't know this. Okay, I figured they were all with yeah. you. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I would say the uh, same thing. Yeah. So I'm solo out here, and my wife is, has the two little ones, and she works um, two different jobs during the week. And she's got her own hustle that she's got going on with with um, Botox and aesthetics, and then um, also some telehealth stuff. So mm-hmm. you know, she she has a, a full plate that she's worked really hard to do. So I I knew when when I came here, it was going to be tough to get her out here. Um, and then obviously traveling with with two little ones by herself, like yeah. it, it gets so early. And um, I would say it's been tough, but honestly, it's been really good because it, it's forced me to ride these tracks. And conditions that maybe I haven't, I don't favor the most, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just it's really forced me to have have a good attitude re- regardless of, of where we go. And some days are, are tougher than others. And obviously, it's been a little bit tough lately because Jason left, and uh, Jason and I go a ways back also. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when he's been out here, like from the first day I got on the bike, you know, he's like, "Hey, what do you got today?" Like he's always. The one thing I give a lot of credit to Jason for is he doesn't care who it is. He loves to ride with somebody, and he's always down to moto. So, like, yep. anytime we were doing motos or anything, it'd be like, hey, you go first, I'll tr- I'll, and I'll try to catch you, or, or you go behind me and you stay with me as long as you can type thing. Right. Uh, so, you know, that helped pass time, and he's obviously gone back to New Mexico. But I think all in all, this this is good for me. Um 
just with, like I said, just yeah. learning myself and, and forcing myself to do things that I don't really want to do, like going to Paula or going to Glen Helen and doing two thirties at Glen Helen. <laughs> the, the, the Thursday prep for Glen Helen is, is so much different than the national yes, press. And yeah. It's crazy. Like that's the part that kind of blows my mind. And some days I get frustrated because that track is, is really hard for me, but it just, it's crazy how a track can be so different just depending on, on how they prep it. Yeah. Well, for me, uh, riding Glen Helen, get on the track by 9, get out of there by 11. Yeah. Perfect. Great. Uh, but I'm I, probably I'm, 9 to 9.30. Yeah, I'm not yeah. racing nationals. <laughs> but, dude, it just gets to be bo- – oh, it's terrible. Around yeah. 1 o'clock, it's just yeah. – Miserable. Yeah, absolutely. Joey, is there any uh, any option for you to go to New Mexico with Jason? Um, honestly, it's something that I haven't even really discussed. Um, and the only reason I haven't even brought it up or asked is simply due to the fact that I'm paying like $2,800 a month on this one bedroom apartment oh, or two bedroom Jesus. apartment. I mean, and I feel like if I leave, um, uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm wasting money. So I'm trying to maximize the amount of time that I'm here. So yeah, I, I, thought, I thought about it honestly, but again, it's just, it's a lot. Ship a bike, get everything there, then go there. Then I got to have someone to work on the stuff while I'm there. It's yep. just, it's probably best if I just stay here. Uh, obviously, it's a, it's still June. It's early. The Rocky Mountain team looks like it's coming back next year, and there are some openings at different spots. Have you talked to anybody for 2023? Do you have anything brewing? Uh, I know Kenny Adams is helping you out a little bit. Uh, what Anything going on yet, or are you just going to try to get closer to the top five or podium and talk then? Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, I I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> um, there, there's lots of things that are being talked about, I yep. guess you could say. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, my, my biggest concern right now is just to um, maximize my opportunity here and, you know, continue to, to do better and to try to consistently be a top five guy. And, you know, I, I said it, um, I don't know who I said it to or what interview, but right now, like, dude, the, the speed that the top two, top three have, is on a different level, right? Like yeah. in, um, Eli, I mean, th- those two alone are, are just good. Like they're better than the rest of us right now. And so with that being said, you know, like I don't expect it to show up on weekend and win, but I do expect, you know, to be a more consistent top five guy. And then maybe let's shoot for trying to battle for fourth. And then let's try to edge our way and mm-hmm. just keep working ourselves towards that podium. And, you know, if I can do that, then I would like to think that maybe something will open up. You know, it, yep. it's hard for things to even open up, though, because I don't even really know what's available, to be honest. You tend to be the in, the insider, so you probably know more than I do, but well, there's, yeah. not, there's really not too many options, you know? I can think of a couple for you off the top of my head that I'm sure will be in touch, uh, uh, including that Rocky Mountain thing that you were once part of, but new, new guys ish um and then uh hep suzuki right they're, they're looking for people world supercross is coming up so there could be um could be an, an opening there you know so yeah you know uh, you'd do that right world supercross if, if you could i mean i'm not opposed to it yeah <clears throat> you know i'm i like going racing so if yeah. it's uh, something that comes across and is worth it then yeah i'll absolutely be there hey uh, speaking of the the caller talked about injuries and everything else that jgr ankle heel thing are you 100% from that, or do you have residual effects from that? That was pretty gnarly from everybody I talked to. Like, is that okay? I mean, obviously, it's good enough to get fifth in a moto, but uh, you know what I mean? Like, do you have sort of, like, issues from that still? Yeah. 
Absolutely. That's something that for, I mean, yeah. unless medicine gets like significantly better, but I'm pretty much like I'll forever be um, never normal on that side. Yep. Uh, there's just so much metal and just scar tissue and, and everything that's just crammed in that foot. Yep. That to be honest, like that foot, obviously I did that knee and then my hip. Like my whole right side right now is like it's like a walking brick, and um, so like once I get the the hip loosened up in the knee, like I'll, I'll be good. But yeah, absolutely. Like I can't, um, you know, running for me is really hard. I can't really squat down um, because I have so much uh, tightness yep. in my foot that my toes curl not under, but they naturally curl down. So like when I get on my toes and like I try to squat. I can't bend my toes towards my shin because it hurts really bad. So there's things that, like, <laughs> this, I can't do. It's just but, funny. Like, things like that, like, the average person doesn't understand. Like, this is a lifetime. Now, you know, A-Ray's the same way with his wrists. That fifth is just getting better and better just, and better. There's all these things that people understand motocrossers have. Yeah. Like, hey, I can't move my shoulder. I can't throw a football. Yeah. I Joey can't curl his toes. A-Ray, A-Ray yeah. can't move his... Like, but this that is, stuff's really important, and they don't understand that either. Like, this is the rest yeah. of your life. This yeah. stuff's going to happen. With, like, yeah. I know, like, when I started working with Seth um, during the off-season, like, obviously in the gym, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of the stuff he likes to do is balance single-leg stuff. And, dude, like, my balance is so bad on that foot that I can't do single-leg stuff on that side. Like, I have yep. to have assist to hold me up. And he never really understood until I put it, you know, like I videoed him. And you don't realize how much, like, little bit of side to side you have in your ankle, like, to help you stay balanced. Yeah. And I have I have none. I have zero range of motion side to side. Yeah. So, like, basically from the bottom of my foot up to my knee is, like, just one solid bone. So balancing stuff is, is really bad for me on that side. Um, but, again, it's something that I, I've learned to, to kind of deal with. And it doesn't bother me that bad on the motorcycle, if, if yeah. I'm being honest. Yeah, and it's just, it's, just things that affect you, though. It's just yeah. It, yeah. It's motocross. Like, yeah. I'll never be able to, to, like, not that my girls will, but, like, I'll never be able to, like, go run out in the field and play soccer or, you know, <laughs> right. like, throw a football right. or, or do any of that stuff just because, you know, like, I have no movement. So if I'm running and I happen to run into a pothole, like, dude, I, I to be honest, I don't even want to think about what would happen because there's there's no there's no mobility there. It's just all one solid piece of, yeah. of foot. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I'm being honest, like, dude, the foot's the last thing, the last problem I have right now. My hip has been, <laughs> right. been bothering me. Like, I, like you couldn't believe. And so this off week couldn't come at a better time to just kind of get things calm down a little bit and uh hopefully by the time we go racing back to i guess um more normal so it's uh like i said that's been some of the hard part too is a lot of my right handers i haven't really been able to put my foot out um Uh, just just so so he had a calcium deposit or a bone bone grow on his hip from uh from the injury and it broke off uh in the middle of riding with like his leg right your your femur your femur like caught this bone thing on his hip and like broke off yeah dude so I, like, <laughs> like when i did my knee it like there was just so much swelling that you know calcification formed on on the upper part of my hip yeah and, and like the, the front part of your hip like the pointy part in the front like if you bring your knee towards your chest and then try to open your knee out i couldn't because the calcification bone was hitting the hip bone <laughs> and when i almost crashed in second practice at, at uh hangtown 
I put my leg down and it got ripped back and the tooth and the bone and the calcification like hit and it popped. And that's kind of, that's kind of what I was doing. What are the really. odds? Dude. Jesus. Dude honestly, it's just gross, it was, dude. It's yeah. gross, by the way, too. <laughs> it was one of those things that when it happened, they were like, hey, like it'll go away. It'll take a while. And I'm like, okay, well, this is going to become a problem at some point. But obviously, you know, like I hadn't gotten that much time of riding. And so it hadn't been, and it hadn't been an issue yet other than like putting my shoes on. Like I couldn't lean over, over my knees because it was just, it was too tight. But I'm like, dude, I'll never have to worry about that when I go ride. And then of course, you know, I don't even get to race one moto and I'm like, man, I don't know how to tell these guys, but I'm like, I contemplated like not racing the the motos because I was in so much pain. And uh, at that point I was already committed. So we made it do. You know, we're, we're making the best of the situation. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Uh, thanks for coming on tonight, Joey. Appreciate it. Good job at uh, High Point. And, yeah, just keep building, right? Just brick after brick and closer to the top five. And, 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 and yeah, like you said, fourth. And then keep going, yeah. man. Um, it'd be a cool story to see you uh, uh, get all the way back up, you know? so Yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's the goal. Just keep uh, doing better. Awesome. Well, thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right, thank you. That's Joey Savacci, everybody. Brought to you by the folks at Renthal. Renthal.com, of course, on the bike of Joey Savacci. Our next guest brought to you by the folks at Acherby's, industry leader in aftermarket dirt bike plastics and accessories. Barsha, Anderson, Savacci, Webb, AC, all using Acherby's along the way. Uh, they fine-tune their products to offer the highest level of performance and protection in the industry. Bring your bike back to life with full-line replacement replica plastic kits, handguards, discards, and more. Acherby's USA. Uh, dot com on the web or at a Cherubies USA on social media. Uh, love these guys. A great company. Great plastic. And uh, um, also, too, speaking of a Cherubies, uh, Max Volan rode really well this really weekend. Really good. Yeah, he was he was really good. Might have been his, one of his best nationals ever. Thanks to the folks at a Cherubies bringing you our next guest. He is back racing. It's Moto Concepts Honda rider Cole Seeley. What's up, man? How are you? What's up? I start riding again, and I'm not in studio. What's up with that? I figured that I'm you came, I figured you came in studio and was like, "Dude, I don't want to do this for a real job at all. <laughs> I need to start racing again." That's what I figured. Oh my god! No, it was fun. I had, I had fun being down there. I was trying to get you and JB in here, and I don't know. Nobody ever replied. It didn't work. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> I'm I'm a short drive away if you ever need me. You know? Yeah, I could probably be there by the end of the night. So yeah, good point. Uh, hey, big news, man! I heard this rumor. And I was kind of like, okay, like, that's odd. Maybe that's going to happen. And then, you know, Dunge comes back. And so then you're maybe like, yeah, I'm coming back too. But, dude, you're, you're going to race the World Supercross. I, I'm a little surprised. Honestly, I'm a little surprised. You've been gone for a little bit. You seemed very happy post-racing life. You know, the times I've talked to you privately or on the show or whatever. What, what led you to want to come back? Um, yeah, I think it was a big surprise for everybody, really. But, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I, I I retired at such a weird, like, year, like, right before COVID hit everything. Mm-hmm. So, like, I still had plans to go race. Like, I still wanted to be in the conversation for, you know, when we go over to Paris or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, any of those off, uh, you know, off-season, over-the-seas races, kind of what JB does. Yep. And, like, had talks with, with the Australian team about doing their series and, then COVID hit and everything kind of got stripped and like, you know, I just been kind of waiting for the world to catch up really. Um, but yeah, you know, I just, I, I want to have a little bit more of a relaxed schedule with racing, but I still want to race and, and, um, still want to have fun. And I still, you know, I, I love riding, but I, I still, a big part of riding to me is racing. So I still love that aspect of it too. So who approached who? how did this come together with Tony and Genova and the Moto Concepts team? What, what I, I'm guessing JB played a part in this, but who reached out first? 
You know, I I can't like really remember how the conversation went, but I remember uh, I think it was Anaheim two or Anaheim three this year. I went over to say hi to Justin and he like made a joke about like, Oh yeah, maybe we go race overseas. And I'm like, dude, I'm down. That'd be be super fun. And like, it happened to be right in front of Tony or one of the promoters or something like that. And he's like, you need to talk to these guys. And yeah, it was like, it was kind of like a joke at the time, but then like, I don't know, the gear started kind of turning for me. I was like, maybe, you know, like uh, I'll talk to Justin about it. I'll talk to, and then I was actually approached by another team about racing and, um, it like kind of, you know, that was like the next step, like, Oh, like I'm actually serious about this. So it was like kind of, you know, working on the details and stuff. And, and I wanted to be on a program that, you know, was, I, I just came from factory Honda last time. Yeah. Race, so I wanted yeah. to have good equipment and stuff that I can trust and a team that I can trust. Um, so yeah, like I, I after, shortly after that, I talked to Tony and Mike about it, uh, Mike Genova and, um, I don't know. I just, I just really liked the vibe and, and talking to Justin about everything and just feeling my way through it all. I was mm-hmm. just like, I don't know. They just felt right. So yeah, just, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it came about pretty quick, but I'm excited. And you know, it was just, it just kind of like, it wasn't like an overnight decision. I was like, I want to go back racing. It was yeah. something that I got to really think about for a couple months. Too, yeah, so. I, would, I would think so. Right. Uh, you seem like you have a good life. You've made some money racing, sold your beach house for a bunch of money and, and like, <laughs> didn't need to you know you didn't need to work that hard at stuff and you had your street racing stuff like like you seemed happy post racing like everything was good you weren't searching right um yeah no, I, i've yep. never really like I, I never had like an identity crisis because i right. like i i've talked about it before like i come from such a different and you know i don't know i'm not the, the typical factory rider you know like i i yep. <laughs> I, I never won loretta's i i barely made the top 10 at loretta's and kind of just like once I started racing Supercross, just kind of clawed my way up to be on the factory Honda team and had a very, you know, blessed career. And, and mm-hmm. you know, I worked my ass off, but uh, at the same time, you know, I was very fortunate, met the right people at the right time. And, um, yeah, so like, but I never had that identity as a racer. Like I was right. like, I was yep. like, oh, I'm a privateer guy, but like, I, you know, I don't have a track that close to my house. So I grew up skating and riding BMX and playing the guitar and all these different hobbies that weren't, you know, motocross related. Um, I just happened to be the most at riding out of all the sports that I was into. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Starling, I feel like, like Cole's been off for a little bit, but he was such a talented rider, a little bit like you, like, naturally good at supercross and good at piecing jumps i feel like Seeley's technique will come back right away like i, I don't yeah, think he didn't, he didn't lose it right by any means right. it was uh i mean i think he retired way too early yeah he had plenty of years left but of racing, you look at so. some racers that got to work so hard to be that good yeah. i don't know if cole falls natural. in that category it's natural right so it's, it's right there so it's coming back fast in my opinion Seeley, to you you know yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's actually it's come back a lot faster than i thought and i've been really like I don't know, like, I mean, you spend enough time away from something, you, like, start to think about, like, oh, you know, if I was still doing it, how would I be doing it? Like, what would I have changed in my program? What would I have focused a little more on and focused Mm -hmm. a little less on and and really got to kind of watch from the outside in for the last few years, which is kind of, I don't know, it it really made me, like, rethink every aspect i think of, of riding and and like where i'm at right now like that i'm having so much fun just flowing on the bike so that's what i'm focusing on you know like i like to watch like you know christian craig ride and, mm-hmm. and even guys like 
Chase and, and Jet Lawrence and stuff like that, like guys that really like you can tell are really connected to the bike and have a really good flow. Uh, I really like focused on that when I was watching the races over the past few years. And I'm just trying to apply all that, you know, like, Oh, that's like how he would handle that situation. You know, like, right. Like I think one of the most impressive people in the rhythm section is Christian, like seeing oh, him, yeah. how much forward momentum he, he carries through the, um, uh, to the rhythm section is just kind of studying that. And, um, I don't know, like I just had so much time to watch it. So, um, I just, like I said, like I thought about, like if I was still racing, I I really wish I would have studied stuff more, you know, like mm-hmm. watch footage a little bit closer. Yep. Not my own footage, but the footage of other guys. Yeah, footage of Stu. Just watch Stu. Yeah, um, yeah Stu. Uh, so something that surprised me, though, was you are riding the 250 uh, for Moto Concepts, uh, 250 uh, Honda. Why the 250 or whose idea was that or, or what, what about dropping down like that? Yeah, that was um, more Mike and Tony's um, – influence i think like okay. I, I i did want to race the 450 i i didn't really like didn't really bother me racing either one i, I just like mm-hmm. it made sense to me like oh i'll go race the 450 and they they were like well we really we really like to put on the 250 that's really the only spot that we have um just think about it and tony brought up some really good points where he's like you know like it's less pressure it's a little it's probably a little bit less competition um you know it might it'll be an easier way to, to transition back into racing sure and kind of bringing that idea out, I was like, yeah, that, that really does make a lot of sense. Um, I'm not against it. Like, whatever. If, if they called me tomorrow, like, hey, we want to race 450 now, you know, I'd be, yep. I'd be down for that too. But just, you know, the spot that was available. And it really does make a lot of sense um, to, you know, I haven't, I haven't had a gate drop since um, Colorado 2019. So it makes a lot of sense to kind of, um, you know, not not jumping into the thing head first and and um maybe the 250 is the right decision for this year yeah absolutely cole seeley on the uh pop of show brought to you by cherubies usa please check them out at cherubiesusa.com or follow them at social media as well they came out with some metallic plastic a few weeks ago that some of the teams are running looks uh, looks pretty sweet so is this something brett, that brett, uh brett q right yeah in the metallic yeah he was yeah saw that <laughs> is this uh is this something that can transition into maybe 250 supercross next year that's been a rumor um, so far. There's no nothing for sure. Um, I honestly don't even know. Like, I, I think next year just so happens to be the first year that I'm eligible to drop back down. Because I did point <laughs> out, so. yeah. don't go 450, please. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I don't know if I got 17 rounds in me, um, but I I don't know. It's it's something that I don't know. I've I've thought about it since it's been brought up and. Um, it's, there's no definitive answer right now. Just kind of like, I, I really just want to line up, see how I feel. And if it, if it feels right, yeah, maybe I'll pull the trigger on that and, um, you know, other races next year. But yeah, right now I just have my sights set on, on world supercross, uh, SX2 and, and getting my, so, you know, my days prepped for that. Looks like it's five rounds, right? Uh, two, three, two in Australia, uh, one in UK, one in uh, Indonesia, I think, or somewhere, right? looks like it's going to be those rounds. Um, I, I I don't know. They haven't released a schedule yet, so if that's true, you know more than I do. Yeah. But yeah, I just you know I have a general idea of what date to get ready for, so that's all I'm really focusing on. I'm just kind of trying to write out my schedule accordingly to that, and, and right. how my body feels and, and all that. But yeah, I I, don't, I really don't know where we're going. I know we're traveling the world, and that's freaking awesome. I'm really excited. Yeah. To, yeah, that's cool. To do that again. But yeah, I don't. I'm not positive on how many rounds are. You know, this is like a revised schedule type year where it's you know shortened 
as far as what I've heard, it's shortened. Um, yep. So and, I was wondering not, if I'll, does this mean World Supercross in 2023? Never mind, like or or, or just hey, we're just doing 2022 World, and we'll we'll go from there. From me, from my standpoint, yeah, about? for you, yeah, yeah. I I would like to do it next year. That's like I would like to do 250 this year. You know, get get some races under my belt, and then go next year and do 450 if everything works out. That's right. what I would okay. like to do. Yep. I don't know what my options are going to be then, but that's in my mind that that's what I would like to do. Um, granted, I you know get the backing from from uh, Mike Genova and, and Tony Lefty and all those guys. I'm and, sure they would love to have a number one in 23. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I have no doubt. And so, and can you wear Troy Lee? It looks like. Yeah, yeah, oh. that's that's one of the the things I was really excited about. Um, you know, talking to those guys early on, I was like, listen, like I have, like Troy gave me something when I had literally nothing. I owe my entire career to the guy yep. and the entire Troy designed brand. So um, it would mean a lot to me if I can wear my own gear. And they were, they were cool with that. So yeah, I'm, right. I'm really happy to bring those guys into my program for the rest of the year. And then like, as you mentioned too, as you get more comfy and all that, you can call Pernard up about Geneva and, and Paris and, you know, do some stuff. Yeah. Like I, I would love to go back over into that stuff. It was just so, like I said, so unfortunate with, you know, yeah. obviously, there's not just because of motocross racing, COVID was unfortunate, but it was just unfortunate that it happened right when I was like, oh man, I wanted to go do some travel the world a little bit more and race, yeah. race with a few more races. So, if we're thinking October start date, which I believe it is, when do you start ramping up? Like, are you on the bicycle now a little bit? Are you putting around a little bit? Like, when do you start getting serious for October? Like, we need two months? What, what, do, you, what do you think? I mean, I'm riding right now pretty regularly um a lot more regularly than i have in the past few years and just kind of put a like uh, right now like for the rest of this month i'm not taking it you know too serious with like stamina stuff yet i really want to get my flow back and um what i've been doing right now on the track is like just really focusing on my flow and my form and as soon as i start to feel that kind of fading away i i just take a cool down lap and then start back up again just because mm-hmm. um i don't want to like I, I realized like back in the day when I was doing it, you know, you're, you're in shape and whatever, but like I noticed in my long motos, as soon as like I would start to break form and then I would just start developing bad habits from that. So I'm just trying not to develop any bad habits, really like fine tune my, you know, my, my corner technique and my whip mm-hmm. technique and my rhythm sections and all that kind of stuff and really make sure that I'm, you know, like I, I brought a lot of my, my riding style over from BMX. So I'm trying to really like focus on that side of, of my style and my form and my flow. And, and like I said earlier, like watching Christian and rhythm sections, it's like pure genius, just how he gets, gets yeah. through it so fast. So um trying to like imagine that, um, you know, while I'm, while I'm going through sections and stuff. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. If I could ride like Sexton and Craig, uh, that would be amazing too. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me. Uh, have you just been riding at Wyverns? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm super fortunate to like have, is that the Wageman's know, track? Like when I, it's where they ride there. Where the, but it's, yeah. yeah, it's Wyverns. Oh, yeah, okay. Shil- is Shiloh still yeah. out there? Yeah. Yeah, Shiloh's still out there. Um, yeah, I, I've been riding out there since I was like 14. So it yeah. comes for, full circle. Like, you know, whatever, 16, 17 years ago, like riding out there and now I have access to it again. This, this kid named Grant Palmer has been um, keeping up on the property and, and 
you know, helping me out a little bit. So super thankful to have him helping me out as well as, you know, everybody else at Wyvern Motorsports and the whole ranch and stuff. It's just such a rad facility and such, you know, a blessing to have access to. I was wondering if you were up with Stabens. If Stabens still got that a track was, up I was there. just about to say that. I was like, you don't need to get Mitchell to go build the track back yeah, up. Yeah, I don't know if it's yeah, still there. Dude, but I've done some I riding with Cole there. might be. Have you? Yeah. Really? Oh, I used to Way live at the house. There. I lived at the house at the top of the hill. No, really? That little guest house? Yeah. yeah. I used to stay with Mitchell every now and then out oh, there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, it's such a cool setup. It, it is really cool. The lights sure. and everything. You yeah. can ride at night. That place was sweet. That's the first time I ever rode a YZ400, like a four-stroke. <laughs> Where there? I was like, yeah, I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> boom, boom. Did you, ever, did you ever go there when it was like a dirt road going up the hill? Oh, I only it was only a dirt road. Is it different now? Oh yeah, my, I've only been my concrete. dad used to have like a little little single cab F one hundred and fifty, and I would get scared every time. Oh yeah, he, like, he went off the side, dude. dude. No, it was a cliff. It's a cliff. I drove a box to fan a house. Yeah. I drove a box fan up and down there. Yeah, we'd get like three quarters of the way up the hill. It, and for everybody listening, it's pr- it's a pretty massive hill and it's really steep. Yeah, and we get like three quarters of the way up the hill, just me and my dad in this little pickup, and yeah. we'd start spinning the rear wheels. It wasn't four wheel drive. And he'd stop, and we'd have to, like, figure out how to, like, back our way back down it and get a better running start at it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, no, it was uh, – and, and, like, and there's a turn at the top, right? Yeah, so right you're turning, yeah. and you're going down this hill or up this hill or whatever, right? So, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, that's, I lived at that guest house with Ty Birdwell back in the day. And that's we had, wild. That's where we were. I was just about to bring time. it up to him because I didn't and, think he would know. Uh, I, I started at KTM in 2000, and we were looking somewhere to ride. Maybe we were rained out in El Cajon or I don't remember. And I was like, guys, I got a track, like Stabin's place. So I took. But that's a good area up there. Even like you guys used to the the Honda shoot up near there. At I don't remember the name of the track, but uh, uh, Sutter's track. Yes. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I took yeah. Keith Johnson there, uh, New Mexico Keith Johnson. Yeah. yeah. And uh, within two minutes there, he broke his both wrists. <laughs> And I had to tell oh, the KTM shit. guys, hey, my bad. That place taking- was so fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was. It was ugly. A Cherubies USA bringing you Cole Seeley on the Pulp MX show. He is back uh, and back racing. That That's super cool, man. Um, so with that in mind, what do you think of Dunge's comeback so far? Uh, six years <laughs> away from outdoors, Seeley. Uh, what do you think of Dunge's ride so far? Yeah, I mean, that, that was crazy news. I didn't believe it when I first heard it. But yeah, <laughs> Me I'm, neither. I'm, I'm, <laughs> But like Dungey, he's like, he's he's so like he's so good. Like he's always has been, and that's like who he is, right? He's like a workhorse. Like that's what he's like born to do is like work hard to be faster on your dirt bike, and he's so good at it. It only makes sense, really. I, I can just see him being like yeah. bored at home, not really knowing what to do, and uh, just like hammering away, staying in shape. Like I'm telling you, if, of what I did, if they put him in his gear from when he retired, you wouldn't know the difference. You no. You're like this is just Dunge from Supercross Championship. When I went down for first practice in Thunder Valley with Kevin, I looked at Dungey and I was like, "It feels the same. It looks the same. <laughs> Everything's no. the same. Yeah. Like this. There's this no. is crazy. It almost had like deja vu yeah. feels to it. <laughs> yeah. It was insane. No, seeing his name and yeah. in timing and scoring was bizarre for me. Just Dungey five. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And seeing him, him and Kenny battle too. Of like, right. This is like. It was like the championship of yeah. whatever that was. Yeah, whatever. whatever uh, yeah. I remember, 14, I think. Yeah, something like that. Um, so no chance, though, Cole Seeley comes back for Lucas Oil Pro Motocross. No. <laughs> <laughs> no chance no, of that. I'm good. Uh, but there is, like you uh, said at the top, though, like, who knows where this leads? This could lead to a 250 Supercross deal. If everything goes well and Genova and you and Tony and everybody gels and you like the bike, like you would not be adverse to, to being back in 250 Supercross in 2023. 
I'm not going to say yes or no yet. I don't know. The idea is, is exciting to me, yep, but right. I I don't like. I want to do like my my goal coming back was to travel and go race and see the world and appreciate the things that I didn't really get to appreciate the first time. And I'm excited for this year. Next year, I'm not sure. I would like I said, I would love to do World Supercross on a 450. I I I'm still thinking about um, I don't know Supercross over here again. I don't I don't even know if I'm eligible. Somebody probably knows better than I do whether or not I'm eligible to even line up. Uh, so uh, speaking of that, um, speaking of Dunge, can you get some 2007 TLD gear and with the number 200, we'll go back in time? <laughs> we'll go back in know, time to right? fun, fun City Suzuki? No, it was, it was 2000, 2010. Okay, all right, yeah. 2010, Can we? Will Hahn. Right. Can we do that with 200 back on the bike? Yeah, we, we can absolutely do that. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Uh yeah, we'll have to do like a like a retro photo shoot. Yeah, yeah. That was about when I was riding with him, actually, at Stevens. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Or maybe you are on yeah, the factory bike at that point. I think you'd just gotten on the factory Suzuki. Because uh, I started... Factory I, Suzuki? What do you mean factory Suzuki? You rode a factory no, Suzuki? No, I had, I had a bike that just had like factory Suzuki graphics on it. Oh, yeah. That. I don't think he was ever on I was young. Yeah. I was oh, yeah, just, yeah. just getting through, okay? Right, I was right. just excited, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, it's... Uh, I think the one thing that I'm, I'm most excited to see about you racing over there is the fact that you have the appreciation more now because once you kind of step away, you start to realize how good it really was when you're in it. Mm-hmm. You get kind of consumed in it, you know? Yeah. And I think that's kind of like with me going back to the German stuff, like you get so consumed in that you kind of just like lose like the love for it in a way. Like you're just like so used to it. And now I'm like so excited to go back this year that it, I think I'm going to end up being better at it because of that. Like it has like the, you know, like the love for it and everything's there. And I think that Cole going back to racing and now traveling the world, there's all the things he wants to do. And like you said, even even when Cole was uh, a factory Honda rider, supercross winner, like at the peak of Cole Seeley game, he was a good dude, yeah. like as a media guy and as yeah. sponsors, you know, like Cole, like you never develop sort of this, um, uh, I don't know, this uh, uh, jadedness to it. At least I don't feel like you, you never change much from your fun city Suzuki days, you know, fun bike or the hell it was called. Yeah. I, I felt like you were the same kid mostly. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think most of my, thank you for saying that, but yeah, most of my career was like that. I think that's really 2019. I didn't feel like that anymore. Like I didn't yeah. feel excited to do interviews it was it was a chore you know it was like and that like i could tell just like me being me like yeah i probably could have lined up and got top 10 for the next few years or whatever but that's like not who i was like mm-hmm. i was so always so uncontent with myself throughout my whole career because i was like which is good and bad you know yeah. you don't stop to appreciate it but at the same time like you just want more and more and more like that's that's how i was that's how i got to where i was you know i didn't go from you know fun center suzuki to factory honda in the span of the time that i did just like you know being content with every result I, I always worked really hard for it but the last year that's when it was like it wasn't fun doing that anymore like I, I i don't know so i needed that that time away from it i appreciate it now i'm I'm stoked to be you know going to the track um and also like another thing that's been really cool is uh, i i don't have a set mechanic yet so like my dad comes up to the track with me a lot so it's just him and i and um it's cool to have have him out there just you know helping me out and, and doing his part and bringing me way back to like your dad you know when i was 17 18 years old your dad comes up to me at a race hey uh did you pick cold tonight in fantasy and i'm like no i don't think so <laughs> good he sucks in the mud 
<laughs> Talk about keeping it real. You know, I liked it. I liked it. It was awesome. Yeah, he was such a such a normal dude, right? So I might suck in the mud, but my only outdoor podium was Unadilla when it rained uh, 2017 or 16 or something like that. Okay, so I got my a, only outdoor really? overall podium. Uh, I got yeah. a I got a note from Lee McCollum. You rode Nico Izzy's factory bike at Bud's Creek. I I don't remember that. I did. You yeah, were, that was. Told you he rode a factory bike. <laughs> I called it. Starling, I told you Starling it was there. It. I, I was there. I don't remember that. That uh, was for one round. Maybe wrong time, but I right, knew that right. there was a factory. <laughs> I knew it. Um, <laughs> was that the the ninety nine? No, no, wait, ninety nine. Was that uh, the twenty ten with the with Weimar winning the the the, the lake? Two thousand nine, yeah, the lake. Were they threw the red flag? Were they threw the red flag? I don't know. Did they throw a red flag? Yeah, or, I don't know. That that was. I remember like the first moto was like somewhat dry. I don't. I don't really remember. Yeah, yeah. And then the second moto was like you go to the bottom of Henry Hill and it, you didn't know like where the track was anymore. It was yeah, literally, it was, the water went above the radiators. Like you were just like, it was insane. Like the ruts were. You yeah. didn't, just couldn't see the rust, but they were so deep and filled with water. It was like I think one of the dams broke or something. Yeah, like that. so they that that's the race they flew they threw the red flag at like twenty five minutes and Weimer won because yeah it was just imagine the, going down the, a hill just the, like going into a pond. The and dam broke like, and they were like that's yeah. it race is over. <laughs> there was yeah there was like there was something in the dirt that or maybe it was just the water itself but it ate the brake pads completely like my I came in and it was there was no more brake pads front or rear. Oh, that's so that you funny. Couldn't stop, and so, like I remember, me and Will Hahn were actually battling that whole moto, but like not like going back and forth. It was like I would crash in the beginning part of the lap, pick my bike up, and he'd be crashed in the second part of the lap. It, was, it went on for like twenty minutes like that. <laughs> I yeah, Factory Suzuki, Cole Seely. I did not know this. Great, yeah. good, good, good to know. You filled and in. I felt like at the time I remember I felt so bad because like I wasn't used to factory equipment, so right. I was like. I feel bad for this bike, like like not knowing yeah. what I know now. They're yeah. just gonna like throw away every part, and you know. Right, you're like, I'm sorry, guys. You want me to wash it? <laughs> I pulled into the piece. I'm like, I'm destroying this thing. He's like, just go out and have fun. I'm like, okay, later. <laughs> Here's some quarters for the car wash. Sorry, Leroy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. funny. Cole Seely in the show brought to you by the folks at the Cherbies USA. Uh, yeah, it. Uh, wow, this is interesting. It's 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 the first silly season move that we're gonna. Uh, find uh, interesting to watch World Supercross, of course. So it makes me want to get a bike, send it to California. Like I just go pick one up at AO yeah. and just go ride with him because I have to start riding Supercross early too. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like I yeah. could learn so much yeah, from right. him. That's so it's point. like he can go do his world <laughs> stuff. I'll go do my German stuff. It uh, works together. You know, I was gonna say too. Like you talk about having a new appreciation, right? And so when Dunge was when Dunge was you know hardcore full time. He wasn't really a fan of mine, right? Because I, 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 he thought I was Team RV because I did hang out at the Cowie truck a lot. Uh, so I was a little Team RV, and maybe he didn't like some of the things I said or wrote about him. He, would, he tolerated me, right? We were fine. He was professional. I'm not saying – but he wasn't like a huge fan, let, let's say. Dude, yeah. he has been so happy coming back. Like, <laughs> he got smoked at Lakewood. He was sick. He got smoked, smiling, laughing, taking photos, signing for fans, doing every interview – Anybody who came by, you can tell. Ryan Dungey has a whole new yeah, appreciation. He's happy to be back. Yes, he is happy. We so take, we stoked. take it for granted. Yep, I'm, yep. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of that too. Also, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna come back and be appreciative of it too. But some of it too, I'm sure, is like you know having his children there to see and and uh, you know like yeah, they're you know his dad's a hero of our sport. But yeah, 
you know, his daughter doesn't know that. So it's, I'm sure it's cool for her to experience a part of that, even though she's young, but like, you know, going to the races of family as opposed to, you know, husband and wife kind of thing for him and Lindsay. I think, I think he probably appreciates that a lot more too, knowing, you know, how, how like wholesome, wholesome yeah. Ryan is. Yeah. No, it was, it was, it's cool. He seems to be in such a good spot. He looks happy. Yep. Yep. And, and dude, he could end up on the box here and that, you know, what a story that would be. Right. Yeah. Or what if he wins? Jesus, dude. I mean, Four rounds <laughs> in and he yeah. almost was on the box. Yeah. He's going to be on the yeah. box. <laughs> yeah. No, you're probably right, Justin, yeah. for sure. Uh, well, Cole, um, congratulations, man. That's awesome. It's, I'm super stoked for you. You sound like you're in a good place mentally. And, and you know the Moto Concepts team. Uh, they do good things. Tony, everybody who's ever worked over there says Tony is the man with the team manager. He's very hardworking. He'll get anything done, and he won't jerk you around. If he can do something, he says it. If he can't, he tells you no. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Like, I think he runs a good program. Um, so, yeah, this, this is awesome. This is great. Uh, uh, honestly, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. Just um, the next few months are gonna go by fast, but I'm I'm excited to go line up again. And you know, happy that that Mike and Tony gave me the opportunity they did, and yeah. um, the right resources that I needed, and and the opportunity to keep to keep uh, Charlie Designs, you know, on my back. And yeah, yeah, I'm excited. We're gonna have some fun. I'm I'm really looking forward to lining up again. It's gonna be be interesting year for sure. Yeah, absolutely. The nerves at round one are probably going to be pretty high. <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, but I'll, I'll appreciate it more this time. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it. I'm sure we'll call you again at some point once the season gets st- started and find out how your prep is going and, and all of that, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for calling in. Yeah, no no problem. Thanks, and uh, you guys have a good night. All right. See you, man. Uh, that's Cole Seal, everybody. Brought to you by the folks at the Cherubies USA. I think you it's cool. You don't even know what you're dealing with. Listen, my suspension's already in California. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm I want to go ride with this guy. Dunge is back. Sealy's back. Maybe Tim Ferry comes back. I, wouldn't at this, that be something? At this point, I'm not putting it out. It's, wouldn't that be something? Yeah. 45 <laughs> years old, 44 or something, I think he is. Uh, that would be great. Carmichael lines up. Right. I mean, it's... Uh, the 7 o'clock hour is brought to you by the folks at Suspension Direct. You want to talk about ORD, ORW, I should say. The guys at SDI, working close with them as well. They sell all their products. Uh, the E-Click suspension, it's really their big thing. It's more than just electronic shocks. It's a semi-active suspension system that constantly adapts to the road and conditions. No more getting out of the vehicle to adjust suspension for getting on a road or trail. Jeep, uh, Toyota, Ford Raptors, uh, UT- uh, UTVs, and more. E-Click shocks made and developed in the USA. Uh, they also have a hard-to-find f- suspension parts as well. WP, Showa, Walker Evans, Fox, KYB, SDI, Dan Worley was in studio a few weeks ago. Use the code PULPMX to save at Suspension Direct. Check them out. If you got a UTV, check out that E-Click stuff. Marks, you're an E-Click guy now. You're on board. Damn right I am. Yeah, you're I love e- it. You're E-Click guy in the Raptor. Heck yeah. That's got a Ford Raptor, dude. Oh, gosh. Must be nice. Right? Have you seen your ceilings? Right. Mm. Ford Raptor. Give me the jar. I'll put a dollar in it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, high ceilings, really. right? Very, very high ceilings. What does high ceilings have to do with anything, though? Like it doesn't. You'd say high how ceilings, much how nice his truck is. Look don't, at your house, but high ceilings don't indicate wealth. Where does high ceilings indicate it's wealth? The whole thing in any dictionary where to my know, room, I have to walk through like a balcony, like <laughs> complete outside, separated into this whole other like part of the house. Okay, but that's just a balcony that's above the ceilings. Oh my god. <laughs> Stop it. You're not going to win this one. Stop it. You're not staying in that room tonight. You're staying in the other room, by the way. So, yeah. Oh. Uh, but That's anyway. a nice room, too. You stay in whatever room you want. He won't even know. 
Oh, he, he, it's too big. He won't be able to find me. <laughs> I want to thank the folks at Michelin. They got a Starcross 6 out now, uh, officially featuring Michelin adaptive design. 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. Thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. Sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, hard versions all on board. Tires are designed to win. Visit michelinman.com motorcycle forward slash motorcycle to learn more about the complete offering. They also have a special deal going on right now, of course. Uh, our buddy Randy called in. It is June 20th, so you have 11 more days. $50 back uh, Visa gift card if you buy a on-road set of Michelin tires. $30 back if you buy a off-road set of Michelin Starcross 6 tires as well. Uh, so full details available at michelinman.com motorcycle. Go to motorsport.com or local dealers nationwide. Buy a set of Michelins. Get money back. It's that easy. Uh, uh, um, come on and visit the, the folks at Michelin and uh, motorsport.com for more information. Thank you to those guys for uh, coming on board. And uh, Cole Seeley, Joey Savacci, Brandon Haas, all on tonight. Uh, also, Maxima USA, Pulp 20 is the code to save with MaximaUSA.com. Heritage can't be bought. They've changed the oil. They've changed the oil industry by introducing Castor 927 in the 1970s. 927 is still the number one selling performance two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. And, uh, of course, they got their four-stroke oil that Monster Energy Kawasaki, Monster Energy Pro Circuit use as well. Pulp 20 is the code to save with MaximaUSA.com. Thank you to those guys for coming on board. Uh, good show tonight. Lots of talking about uh, High Point. Lots of talking about uh, World Supercross as well. Uh, I still want to talk to Justin Starling about uh, Ryan Dungey and uh, and more. And of course, uh, a look ahead to Red Bud. But now let's get to our next guest. He's in studio. He's in Vegas. He's a privateer. 250 Supercross hero having his best year this past season in 250 Supercross. I did a, a Privateer Island podcast with him uh, maybe three months ago or so. Check it out on the archives. But he's the Pacific Northwest. Devin Harryman, man. What's up? How are you? Good. How's it going? Thanks for coming in. Thank you. What are you doing in Vegas? Uh, I raced in like Southern Oregon Okay. this uh, last weekend. Yeah. So I got another race next weekend. Um, I was staying at a buddy's house, and he ended up having to go to Mammoth. So I was like, you know what? Instead oh. of like trying to couch surf, I just bought a flight to Vegas for like eighty-eight bucks round trips. So nice, like, nice. Spirit, yeah. <laughs> oh, he flew Spirit here from, from Florida. You got it. It's Vegas, right? Yeah. You got to roll the dice with them. <laughs> yeah, no. So, so yeah. Uh, My back still hurts from that flight. <laughs> <laughs> I did um, notice that. Big, uh, big clubbing then uh, when you're in Vegas. It's no, raging. I don't. No, I don't drink or oh, okay. anything. Nothing. I just yep. came to hang out and lay out by the pool. Nice, nice. That's all right. That's okay. You hit me up today on a text, and I'm like, what the hell are you doing in Vegas? So, yeah. Uh, thanks for coming in. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, no, thank, thank you. you. for having me on. Uh, short, short good order. season for you, right? Good Supercross season? Yeah. Yeah, everything's yeah. been good this year, yeah. like even Supercross, in, including outdoors. I don't usually do outdoors. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I made it straight through both Hangtown and Apollo, yep. which is like a big thing for me because I'm terrible. Yeah, you're arena cross guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's your background, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, for me to go straight into the 450 class, especially Apollo with that being like the right. first round, right? So, um, no, it's been a solid year. We all saw what happened at Hangtown. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How many people <laughs> tagged you in that shit? Oh, God. I, it got to the point where I just got so over everybody tagging me in it. I just figured, you know what, if I just reshare it, They'll stop tagging me. They'll understand that I saw it already. No, no, it won't. It won't stop yeah, it. No, it, no, it, it doesn't never stop it. Ends. No, yeah, no, no, it didn't no, end no, no, no. I had a person tweet me today about uh, AP and how's ankle, and I said uh, twisted ankle, he'll be okay. And not thirty minutes later, how's AP? Like, just go read my timeline. Or yeah, no, check it people out. don't do it. No. Yeah. So Sexton lapping you didn't mean to do it. Uh, uh, came up on you. 
cleaned you out. Yeah, that was it's whatever. I mean, <laughs> yeah, at least he didn't look, hit as hard as Grant did, Harlan. Oh yeah, Grant yeah, actually no, hit the yeah, ground pretty yeah, good. Yeah, Harlan yeah. got clipped. Yeah. yeah, he was like, I mean, I don't want to like throw him on the bus, but I feel like he was probably in the in the main line a little bit more than I was. Yes, yeah, Sealy you know? or Sexton went way. Yeah, I mean, I was honestly off the like I yes. was completely out of the main line. Yeah, like. Yeah. I was surprised he went that wide uh, in that corner. Did, did, no, I was too. Yeah, it it yeah. looked – it almost like – okay, he did apologize. No, he apologized <laughs> to you on Twitter or yeah, Instagram he, or something. He ins- yeah, he messaged me back right, on Instagram. Right, right, right. So that's all good. But when you – and I knew it was an accident. But honestly, if you didn't kind of know, I think you would think, does Sealy hate that dude or dude, what? Uh, do you it love looked, Sealy right now or what? Uh, sorry. Jesus. Sexton. <laughs> <Rice>. Sexton. <laughs> He's still got a heart on uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, se- does Sexton hate that dude? Like it looked – yeah, no, every, and everybody asked me, he goes, yo, did you do that dude dirty in practice or something? No, I have yeah, no idea yeah, what happened. Right. He just, whatever. Yeah. No, guess. and we had, so we had Harlan, and then we had uh, uh, deal, and then uh, who was the other guy? There was a, a guy fell in front of Kenny, just was looking back and fell down. That's a Colorado, oh. right? No, 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 same race. Same oh, the race. off-camera right-hander. Yeah. It was like, like three corners later from where Harlan went down. After you go to that yeah. table left, right, yeah, that, that one. Corner is terrible. Yeah. It was like well, a the dude looked back and then just washed <laughs> the front, and then Kenny got stuck in him. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. So, but anyways, but you're stoked with the fact that yeah, you made it through the motos, right? Like you yeah. said, outdoors isn't your thing. So. Yeah, outdoors is not my thing at right. all. And then you right. know, just to be able to go straight through is extremely yeah. nice. No, no pressure there. Yep. So, uh, always like picking you in Pulp Max Fantasy. Uh, nice. dude, yeah, no, I. <laughs> this year was good for you. Like yeah. I know in past years it wasn't. I, there was one race I think I picked you. I might have been A3, that whoop race or whatever, but oh, yeah. you, you you fell a bunch and then still made it. Like, yeah, it was a A3. really determined ride. Like it was three, great. twice in the LCQ. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I whole shot the LCQ. Too. The first one, I, yeah, first one I got caught up in the tough blocks, yeah. and the second one, yeah, we uh, ended up cartwheeling. That was me in the press box going, I picked, that's my guy. <laughs> I picked him. Look at that. Dude, he kept fighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I mean, right? It was uh, impressive for sure. I got up after the second one. The bars were all tweaked still, and the guy was, uh, I don't I think it was fourth place past me. I was like, there's no way in hell I'm not just going for this. And I got up through that rhythm section. It was a two, three, I think. And the bars were still bent. Yeah. I'm like, well, here we go. We're going to see yeah. where this goes, see how I, see that, how I land. That so. single-handedly got you the uh, Privateer Island podcast where I was like, <laughs> I got I to call this dude. You know, I got yeah. to call him. That was pretty impressive. Uh, so what's the plan then now? So you're doing some racing, like you said. And then what do you do all summer? What, what's the, the rest of the plan? I just hang out. There's like a lot of uh, other fair races and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you know, you know all about the fair stuff, yep. right? With like Blair and yep. uh, Northwest dudes know about them. Yep. Um, just yeah, chase those things all all week or all summer, you know, yep. and then tow behind a couple of jet skis and some golf clubs and yeah, go hang out and have fun. You can, but summer. you can make some money, right? Like some of these yeah. things are pretty legit. Like Zeb, Zeb uh, is a buddy of mine, right? Uh, NorCal, yeah, Zeb Nor- yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, he was like, dude, you can do pretty good at some of these races. Yeah, like, like I didn't, I haven't won once this like in last like two weeks which mm-hmm. is like driving me nuts but <laughs> i mean thirty seven hundred dollars in two weeks just from saturday to saturday yeah. and yeah. not even winning that's just second places yeah. you know um that pays way uh actually stanky oh. stanky got me last week okay. saturday and then brown um carson got, yeah carson oh, yeah. got me yeah. we did like this weird flat track tt thing <laughs> at home <laughs> And Jesus. <laughs> anything for money. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, Let's go it. racing. You hey, know? start Bree- racing horses. Bree- no, Breeze told me he yeah, raced Bree- a horse. Yeah, I've done it too, dude. <laughs> really? Yeah. What, so but- that was real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, But, like, where I got screwed, so Breeze does, Breeze and Hal do, do it, um, they do barrel racing. Yes. Which we can usually win at that. But where I did it, they did. Uh, I know, bro. These guys are wild, dude. And there's money. Like, why would you not? You're on a bike. Like, you make more money at a barrel race than you do racing a supercross. 
and I'm I won't doubt that. I told you about my pay today. Yeah. I won't doubt that. I bet yeah. you do. No, yeah. like, yeah, like the pay in motocross is terrible, but you can oh, make outdoors a lot. isn't even comparable. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, $990 in two rounds of outdoors. Yeah, and you, like, pa- you paid 600 to race? I paid 975 to go race two races. Like, oh, total. Total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's just stupid, yeah. right? And you can literally make $2,500 racing a horse <laughs> in less than, <laughs> it takes nine seconds, like less than nine seconds to what? go make $2,500. So you've done this. You've raced, barrel raced them. Uh, yes, I've done barrel racing. But the one that I did was you had to take a pole, put it in a bucket, like a, a barrel, go down. Look at Starlight. Yeah, you had to take a, bol- okay. a pole, yeah. grab it out of the barrel, drop it into the next barrel, turn around and grab another pole in, the na- in that barrel and come back and drop it in the next barrel. How do you like, not stall your bike? They, they screwed me on this one because obviously. We Auto were, clutch. We, yeah, we had no clutch. We have a clutch. So they can go down and grab it, drop and go. Yeah. Yeah. They Because they, uh, I smoked them in the barrel racing. I smoked them in all the events and they're like, oh, okay. Well, this is the one that we're going to pay in. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. They knew. Yeah. They no, were like, it oh, was we're going to have a chance. I was, it was rigged. Let's do something they fuck can't use ass. their own bike. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Joke's on them. You have an auto clutch in that thing. Right? I know. <laughs> just like, yeah, ah, I watch clues, this. Yeah, yeah. No. I'm with, I'm with Berlude My buddy JC one. would be dialed for that stuff. I'm yeah. with Berlude on that one. Whatever Berlude just said. And what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. that's, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome, though. Yeah, yeah. Anything Jason, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, hey, Starling, you got to be on your best behavior because Harriman is one of your sponsors. Yes. So, you know, be, be careful. <laughs> yes. Like, he's one of your sponsors. Like, so, legitimately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I talked to you about this in the privateer uh, pod that we did. Uh, you do canopies and, yeah. and, and things like that, uh, screen printing, you know, on canopies or whatever. Yeah. Put sponsors on logos. That That's doing well for you. Yeah, it's no, that, that's been been doing good. Um, it's like, finally getting to the point where we don't have to do so much advertising on social media uh-huh. now it's kind of just word of mouth and the people the website's up and going now i think it was up and going as well before but yep. uh it's finally starting to pick up and things are starting to take off and so like charge starling now or like, <laughs> oh no i i paid no oh, you he paid, paid. Yeah, yeah i paid he was about it yeah i think oh, yeah okay I think I gave him a little bit of a deal. It was, I don't a good, it was such a good deal, though, for everything that comes with it. And your, it was just so simple. Your like, whole setup with your van and the graphics and the easy up, and, and it looked really good. It looks good. Yeah, yeah. it looked really good. That guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I literally yeah. showed him the wrap on the van, and right. I said, these are the colors. Yeah. Here's all the sponsors. Go yeah. for it. And then yeah. it was like one phone call for maybe 15, 20 minutes just to kind of move some stuff around. Yeah. Done. No. So and I think it, maybe like... Five six days later, I had it. Like it was like yeah. unbelievably fast. No, your your setup looked tight. It, yeah. it was it was good. What this is guy. it? What is it uh, called again? Uh, Legacy Custom Canopies. All right, okay. So people yeah. can check it out. Legacy Custom Canopies. Um, and that's really like that's the money maker for you. That's good business. You're doing well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say money maker, okay. right? I mean, I race a dirt bike still for a living. Right. And that's kind of like however you want to go about it. That either that's a side gig or dirt bikes are a side <laughs> gig. What, what are you put two? two side gigs together to make a full time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right, right. So. Um, oh, that's interesting. And what do you got going for Supercross next year? Anything? Anything happening? Anything exciting yet? Or way too know. early? Yeah, it's still kind of early. Yeah. Um, I've talked a little bit with AJE. Yeah. Still, uh, I think that might be still up in the air. Mm-hmm. But you uh, filled in right for yeah. them. Yep. 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 Did a fill in ride for them. Yep. Um, after A3, actually. Um, so I filled in for the rest of the year with them, and then everything went good. Uh, made a couple, you know, dumb errors on my part, like changing the suspension setting at Seattle. That kind of screwed me. But mm-hmm. uh, no, I think everything should be back up and going and if i don't if i'm not with them then i'll just continue to do my own thing again where i do like the sponsorship on the uh yeah the banners you know like only fans stuff like that yeah um just go solo I'm again gonna give you the same speech i give the, everybody else go 450s man no just yes, do he it does not like them no i hate 450 i ride oh, you i ride know a what? 350 you, you told me that 
You said that to me on the pod. Yeah, I don't like four fifty. I don't. Dude, they're too fast. But you can make so much more money. You're a good rider. Yeah, but I just <laughs> I'll ride a two fifty in the four fifty class. Oh, okay. okay, so uh, Zudbrook, I I've been talking to a couple of guys over there. I would ri- I'll ride a two fifty or a three fifty in the four fifty class right. there before. Yeah, I ride at least two three fifty. It's it, you can almost get away with it on the track. This is the uh, German race. No, it's no, the, this the, the one right before. The weekend before. Oh, the Dutch, yeah. no, but not Zwartcross. Different from that. Different. Zwartcross yeah. is an outdoor event. Okay, uh, but Zeidbrook's its own little race okay. in the Netherlands the weekend before or Stuttgart. Yep. Um, you can get away with it to an extent. There's sometimes like some of the threes out of the corners and the track gets pretty choppy. I don't know if I would really want a 250. At least do a 350. I mean, I'm down for either one yeah. of them, right? But uh, just yeah. not a 450. I, I can go faster on a 250 than I can a 450. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, it's interesting. So. I, I just always think the money is so better. I, I was telling this guy to go 450. Yeah, but like, too, but yeah, if you don't like the bike, you don't like the bike. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I'm 27, right? And yeah. it's yeah, I'm old for the 250 class, but I want to make mains. I don't want to just go for money. Yeah. I mean, if I want to make money, I'll just quit racing dirt bikes and go get an actual job. <laughs> yeah, there is that fact. You break you know in the top I mean? ten, you're doing something. You feel like ah, oh, I got yeah. the eight, yeah, tenth, whatever. I, like yeah. But sometimes you also, know? like if you can get near a top ten in the 250 class, it's pretty close to the same as an 18, 19, and 450. No, well, you, no, no, dude. no, dude! I got thirteenth, and I got nine hundred. I'm not talking about just the track. I'm talking about sponsors. Oh, well, oh like sponsors! Added, well, the track okay, is yeah. always yeah. trash. Right? Yeah, but I guess I'm talking about once you add everything yeah. together, right. like yeah. contingency and all yeah. that stuff. It sure. usually will equal itself out. But then when you go, like, I want to throw it out there, but like, I got a top ten of the last round. Not even close to two fifty. You like it just goes so much further past. Like I made way more than what it would take to win the two fifty class. Yeah, you got to like look at that stuff. Yeah, that's the deal you make with your sponsors, right? Hey, yeah. main events, pay me by mains, pay me by top 15, yeah. whatever. Yeah, but so you go pay me by mains or you go, right? So, okay, so I make X amount for all, I make all eight mains or I make a main in 450 class. Like I'll make more money making all eight mains and I, or nine mains or whatever it is. But in you're good class. enough to get in mains more often than not in a 450 class, I think. Dude, I feel I've, like never, I've never made a night show in 450. <laughs> I'm just like, because every yeah, time but you this, Google, this but, was your best year. Yeah, no, we, you, you, this was your best year. Yeah, I, I put so, a lot of work in this off right. season, so. But I think that was mental. I still will say that because you would go so fast in, in, on the yeah, on the 250 class on the yeah. west, and then you go east 450 like when you're always standing at my house, and it was like you rode like a different person. Yeah, no, and I'll, I'll agree. Yeah, like, I mean, because I did. You that. rode like you did on the west. You're in, no problem. Because yeah. I mean, I did Dallas that year, and like. Yeah. I missed, like, I was way off. I was like, dude, I'm done. So I just went back to Rob's. Uh, 702-586-PULP. You got a question for Devin Harriman or Justin Starling or myself. We still have uh, lots more to talk about on the show. Motorsport.com. Tweet at Talon segment as well. Uh, I want to talk some more high point, of course, uh, and much more. The Race Tech rant of the night. Pulp 22 is the code to save with Race Tech. Get your motor work done. Get suspension work. Uh, whatever you want to do, get, uh, get it done with Race Tech. They can uh, help you out. They give you a discount. Get your suspension done. I mean, change the oil. For God's sake, Starling. These people won't even change their oil. Yeah, I did an all supercross season. Don't say that. I swear to God. Don't say that. I swear to God. So you have like a, what do you got, like 45 <laughs> minutes a night, right? About? How long, no, how long do you ride for? more. Yeah, we put it like an hour and a half on a bike. Hour and a half? For, yeah. for supercross? Yeah, about. I Especially if you do an LCQ. Like, I that's I all adds more up. Like, I was thinking of more like my factory days when my rider would make the, <laughs> out of the heat. Uh, I did like six LCQs <laughs> this year. Yeah, but 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 in my day it was twenty laps, not twenty minutes. So that's only sixteen minutes. Yeah, and yeah. then a seven minute heat race, and then some practices. Yeah. So that no, back in the day it was my 45. stuff was a little soft. Yeah. Yeah. Were they seven? La- were they seven minutes back in the day, like heat races? Uh, or were they laps? Uh, seven laps. Yeah. Yeah. And then oh, seven minutes. Was, everything yeah. was a little shorter. Somewhat yeah. new. Yeah. Everything was new. Yeah. What, what, what was, was that? Minutes start. Minutes started in twenty sixteen. 
17? Oh, yeah, right around there. 16, yeah. 17. Right, there, right, there. right yeah. there when they're doing yeah. the semis. Yeah. 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 Uh, so thanks to the folks at Racetech. Use Pulp 22 to save with those guys. Uh, my Racetech rant, I had a few things lined up, but honestly, uh, I think that phone call and the tweets and the, the DMs I got about the hurlings Tomac race is now my Racetech rant of the night. Like, look, uh, those guys race against each other a lot. USGPs, uh, uh, Motocross the Nations, even Indiana. They're both badasses. They're both two of the best kind. But, yeah, I don't care about some imaginary race, an imaginary track where they're just going to race each other, right? That was the, that was the deal. They were just going to race each other for – did Hurling say he was going to want to raise $100,000 or something? Was that Hurling said I that? didn't hear that part. Yeah. I saw no. a comment that said something along those lines. I got a DM about it that he said, get a who's paying $100,000? Why would Cowboy or KTM let them race one race in the middle of – it's just yeah that idea is so far i mean i get why he was it's, saying it but no it's fine for jeffrey to say that yeah. and be like this is what i'd love to do wouldn't I that be cool it. but then for the fans to take the next step up and be like how do we do this what track would it be what frame would he ride what no just <laughs> they go so it. in depth with it yeah. how many tear-offs is he gonna use yeah like just stop <laughs> it like i i'm not mad at hurlings for saying it because it's all just fun yeah. bench racing stuff but when you start like breaking it down and being like seriously i got a dm seriously mathis let's get this going maybe he's trying to do it like mcgregor and mayweather have done yeah you yeah know, the, like hype hype things right. up to try to make more money that way it's but just Cowie, never gonna happen i said Cowie earlier yamaha and ktm are not gonna let those guys yeah no problem go race yeah like no they're not gonna do that these hey, guys we get, don't care look look let's just stay monday get, and yeah do this yeah it's 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 just ridiculous they get paid millions of dollars by their oems and but uh, you know, I people see saying, "Hey, they saw the Yamaha LCQ thing, right?" And they're like, "Mathis, get it, you know, start start raising the money." Okay, all right, yeah, I'll just yeah. get right on this, and we'll just you know get this going. Like, what the hell? Just calm down, everybody. And people are wild. It's just nuts. Their brains go so deep into it's things nuts. that it just, it's There's absolutely so mind blowing. Yeah, just like hit you with more the than not questions. is the problem. Yeah, and, and so and, carrots, and, you man. know, and same thing, same thing that you got with with the Sexton thing. I mean, you probably got so many. DMs about and you're just like okay man it's cool like whatever he accidentally hit me I went down like end of story like it ain't yeah everybody's I'm, dogging on him like dude like yeah. it's I mean yeah obviously I'm bummed out like I cleaned out well it's like yeah whatever like, yeah don't dog on the dude because he cleaned me out it's everybody's just, was blaming him and it was kind of cool that obviously like I was the guy that wasn't at fault at this one mm -hmm. but I mean again it was everybody just kept blowing it up like yeah oh, he could have done so much no, yeah dude it's just it's just done. like. Again, it's fine for Hurlings to say, I'd like to race him on a sand trip. Okay, ha, ha, ha. But, like, calm down, everybody. Yeah. Just, it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to no. happen. And they've raced plenty. It's not like they've never raced. They've, they've raced each other he plenty of times. He beat him at Ironman in 18. He beat him at Ironman, yeah. Like, yep. worked him, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah but he rode great. Tomac was in championship mode. Yeah, yeah, Tomac, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, can't exactly. really put it. Like, there's that's always true. an asterisk to T something. Tomac has beaten him at USGPs. Like, yeah. you know. I've, the Nations, to me, like, that solidified yeah. it. And then Red Bud. Yeah. yeah. On home turf. But Hurlings got beat by Koldenhoff. Yeah. You know, and then Koldenhoff went, and he's a fifth-place, sixth-place guy at most yeah. GPs. Not even that anymore. He's really good at the I know, but you're, so you just you look at that, and you're like, well, yeah, but Koldenhoff just yeah. won. So I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, Hurlings is a bad dude. Tomac's a bad dude. Let's just leave it at that. Like, they're both gnarly, right? And It's just hard to compare them. You just, I just don't think you can. Right. I just really don't. Uh, I mean, I think you can compare them, but where they race on what track is going to determine a lot of what happens. Well, think about you Hurlings know? in Europe, or if the track's hard pack, different frame tracks Dude. soft different frame so they're riding different frames each weekend yeah no for sure absolutely and, and also too hurlings that that injury's bad man he may yeah. not be the same dude when he comes back and he's been injured a lot you know yeah. and right now geyser is on a roll right yeah. maybe we should talk about geyser and tomac 
racing for $100,000. Like even coming in there. Yeah, yeah. So Ferrato was getting there, too. Who? Ferrato. Oh, yeah, my guy, Ferrato. Oh, I know. He was riding He's good. He's crushing it, yeah. dude. Uh, the series needs him. You know who loves Ferrato? Caroli. Tony Does loves he? him. Oh, no, yeah, he loves him. <laughs> Did I? I was talking to Jill and Tony about him. They're like, oh, Alberto. Ever since that video yeah. where Ferrato like, looks up yeah. and does his face thing, I've been like loving the guy yeah. that you got into no, him, and I was like, I, I like I this. I jersey on the wall I know, over I, there. I yeah. look at it every yeah. time yeah. I Ferrato. come here. He's, he's yeah. my guy. Uh, <laughs> so that's my race tech round of the night. Just calm down, everybody. Calm the fuck down on that stuff. It's fine. Yeah, just dream about it, but please don't send me wild DMs asking me to start joining the fundraising. All right? So that that's all. That that that's my race tech round of the night. Pretty easy stuff uh and, and other than that, I, I had a few other things that I was upset about, but uh, but yeah, nothing nothing right now. Um hey, so a couple guys I want to talk about for outdoors. Moseman and Hampshire. Are they the same guy? Are they the same person? They just go balls fast, but they can't hold it together. Moseman d- has been doing good. I feel like he that crash he had at Paula that hurt. No, oh, that, that, that hurt me. Dude, his I mean, I've swap hit the was insane. But that, yeah. that one hurt right, me. Right, right. Like, oof. It's it's tough. This like, weekend he's leading. He tips over. Right? He wins Hangtown, then crashes out second yeah, moto. Like, he and like, that worked crash for the win too. Yeah. at Hangtown. Yes. Like, he came from like third or fourth, I think. Yeah. This weekend at High Point, he caught Hunter and passed him. You know? Yeah. They, they are starting to come they, more like each other. They are, right? They really are. Like... Mosman was I didn't think was always like that. He was just kind of that guy that was always around there, but now he's the guy that can go super fast. Yep. But you're just kind of waiting for an explosion. Yeah, he stepped up. Yeah, Mosman he's gotten up. really fast. Um and then you look at RJ like nothing's really changed there. No. That's kind of just the same thing. Um but I mean you got to give the guy hard. He got impaled by a pole and still yeah. finished the moto. Yeah. So that's kind of gnarly. Um <laughs> but yeah, it's – I don't know. You almost have to think, like, my my thought with Hampshire, so I grew up seeing him race. Yeah. I don't think he always had – and I don't – don't take this the wrong way. Please don't come at me in any way. But I don't think he always had the most talent, but he has so much heart. Yeah. That it sometimes just – he whenever that mistake happens, he doesn't have the talent to fix it. He just has the heart and the balls to just go wide open. Yeah. Yeah. I've always thought he's had, like, one of the most, like, heart – yeah, when he, he comes just, down he to just yeah, like that dude rides his heart. Yeah. Him and McAdoo, like those yeah. dudes. Yeah, but just the talent isn't there. Yeah. to fix those things. I don't know how you fix that. I well, no idea. At this point, they're both older. Like I think they are who they are. I don't think they're going to smooth out. How old's Mosman? Mosman's twenty five. 24? No, I, th- I think he's like 24, 23. Yeah, I, don't think, he, I don't think he's that old. I think he's younger. He's younger than I am. Um, he's way younger than I am. Yeah. You're 27? Yeah. yeah, he's definitely And then younger RJ's than younger than me. He's, he's probably 26, 27. Yeah, yeah, maybe. maybe I think when RJ gets on a 450, that might calm him down Like a, a Marchbanks, like we talked about earlier with Marchbanks. Yeah, Marchbanks is riding killing so good. He is, he is. He's riding well. Like, he's really impressing um, me. So so there's hope for Mosman to figure this out, but no hope for RJ. He is what he is. He's going to win. When it all comes together, RJ can win. Yeah. But most of the time, it's not. Oh, Mosman turns 23 in a few weeks, so he's actually pretty young. Wow. He's I feel like, like Mosman's been around for a long time. That's why I said he was older. You need to slow his shock down or something a little bit. Just a little bit. To keep that swap away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the swap's a little much. So maybe there's hope for Mosman that he calms down. I mean, I, I think there's hope for both. I just don't know. Someone knows how to do that with RJ. Yeah. I don't know how. But He's he, with Alden, yeah? Yeah, but I, I don't know if Alden's that guy that can do that. Right. I think Alden's a lap time guy. Like, just. Yeah balls out he needs someone that like smooth them out can smooth them out yeah and i think like whipple's done with brown yeah like maybe he needs a dv i don't i don't know but the heart's there yeah 
it's there. Yeah. You can't say oh, it's yeah. not. There's no, no shot no, no, you can't. No. <laughs> you know, like his last poster was like, I get paid to race, see you guys at the race or something. Like he wants to be out yeah. there. Yep. You know, and then Moseman, I think, yeah, I, I mean, who knows? Maybe this next gen bike will help him a little bit or something. But I mean, I would, if I was going to put, you know, uh, a percentage on EJ, I would still say that Moseman's got a better chance at fixing it. Yeah. Than RJ. Just because he's younger. Yeah. Um, so far, through the four rounds of the outdoors, uh, Shmoda, the Lawrence brothers, uh, Moseman, and uh, Cooper have almost all the top fives. They almost have all of them. Yeah. RJ will get in the mix. Shmoda's running good. When RJ, Shmoda's running really good. Yeah, yeah, Shmoda's third in the points right now. Yeah. When RJ gets healthier, he'll get in the mix here and yeah. there, without a doubt. I think he can win a moto. Like yeah, I, was say, I think he'll win something right. for sure. Uh, Hammaker's been good. Yeah. I've been impressed with Hammaker so far. He's just got to stay... You know, injury-free, yeah. which can be a tough thing for him. Um, what else? Uh, Kitchen's moto was impressive, so he can probably do that again. Yeah, I see Kitchen winning an overall. I, I could see yeah. him doing that, yeah. yeah. Obviously, like, he's, a you're, you're, he's your end of the, Do yeah. you know him at all? Or? Yeah, no, he's a good buddy of mine. Yeah, okay. No, he's a ripper. So, yeah. And it's like, it's so crazy because everybody at home, obviously he's always been fast at home, but yeah. he, he's one of those kids that used to ride once, maybe, you know, twice a week, maybe. Yeah. There's times where he would go three times in a month. You know, and then once he left home, Washington, and went to Rob's at Real Deal, he finally put together a program, yep. and like everything just changed. And it's not that so much the program that was to, like yeah that good. Like he almost it's just he rode more. He was he just like, hey, I guess I'm going to be a professional motocrosser, right? Yeah. And just, yeah. So hey, like, it's so cool you to know see him. What the heck are these things he's running on his bike on the side of his bike? Snake pegs, dude. What is this? Oh, we what covered it last week on the show. What, what? We got into it. I don't know. I did, did I get say the name right? Snake I haven't pegs? seen it. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, so they're from Australia. I'm sorry, I didn't listen to the show last oh, week. I well, was super busy. Thanks, I was thanks. super busy. They're uh, um, they're from Australia, and they're gripping pegs for your for your legs. Basically, they go on the back. Uh, are you talking on the like they go up the yeah, side of the su- they go subframe? subframe upside subframe? He's running those. Yes, that's run those Dude, things. They look they, <laughs> look, they look they look like those things that you put on the side of like a street bike when you go to lay it yeah, over. Yeah, no, he runs them. That's what vet riders use those things all the time at they? home. Oh, all the, I see those things. I'm a vet guy. Do I need to look into this? And it's to keep your legs forward. It's just side. to keep them so you can grip it better, yeah. so you don't like fall off the back. I think. Yeah. I don't know. They're, Tell you're Star to stop taking the side panels off. Yeah, it's a gripping thing. Don't take the side panels off a star bike like everyone's doing. Right. And yeah, but that's all. Like I think they take. I don't know why they take grip. those off, but those things are like they slick. take it off to make it skinny. Don't you? Is that what you thicken it up a little bit more grip? I don't know. Grip tape. I mean, anchor grip. But yeah, those, those things are like yeah. round. They're a rubber thing, though. They got it's rubber much on the end of it. So them, you yeah. stop. Like it's literally going to stop you. Corey Barbie, send some anchor grip co straight to him. Um, there you go. All up the side. See, but that's just like it's, it. it's still at it's some point. It's not a steak peg, dude. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to stop. It's looks better. So it looks. It looks. Well, okay. Yeah, I'll give you the fact that he won with it. So I no. I'll give it to him. They don't look the greatest. I'll give you that. It looks terrible. On a factory bike, you have is he the only one using them? Yeah, I think He's so. the first person I ever see. And Harryman for for kitchen, like from what I understand, and I'm not a motocross uh, amateur motocross expert. Some would say I'm not even a motocross expert at all. Do you even like them? Uh, amateurs? Yeah. Uh, Evan Ferry. Yeah. yeah. Um, he he got a. How's your phone? Good. I'm trying to find a, that okay. photo. I want to see exactly what I saw it on. I think Vital or something. Okay. Is that what it is? Uh, he wasn't like sort of like. He wasn't like the hot amateur for a long time, right? Like there was a lot of guys faster than him, right? And he kind of. That's what I like about him. Like, yeah. you, you, I think when you start being this amateur motocross phenom, you get burnt out if you just can't do anything. I think when you come in later, like him, he's he's twenty or twenty one, right? Yeah. So he's older. I feel like that's a really good uh, uh, indicator of success. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I don't know who it was. I think maybe is I saw a podcast. I don't know if it was Swap or you, maybe with Romano. 
No, it wasn't Come, me. But yeah. so, so maybe yeah. Ronald, that that they talked about like how something about amateur career wasn't like he wasn't going to get burnt out as quick because he didn't have such a yeah. phenomenal amateur career like you're saying with uh, Levi. Just and so much like nose to the grindstone twenty four seven. Yeah, you and only like I have, said, yeah, he he went months, you know, right. just yeah. where you ride once or twice, and then <laughs> when he did leave. I think it was obviously very noticeable because yeah. he started winning things and he got that time. He got that ride with uh, Rock River. Yeah, I think it was yeah, on the Rock 125, River, yeah. and every everybody gave him shit for running that 125 two years in a row and being 19 years old on 125. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, looks like it kind yeah. of paid off, you know. Yeah. But that's all because he he went from not riding, no grind, no nothing. Like the kid would literally just fish, eat shit food, and drink soda like I do. Right. All all week, and then he finally. You know, yeah. got shit together and was yeah. a, a Going facility. into 2019, I was at Paula one day, and uh, there was this kid just running around in Fox gear on a Yamaha 250, like no graphics, riding the Supercross track. I was like the only one out there. I was there. Were you there? I think so, yeah, because yeah. him and I were riding together. Yeah, hair's down to like here. Yeah. And he's just riding the Supercross <laughs> track, just throwing whips off the triples and stuff. And then like two years later, he's like winning nationals. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> or not uh, nationals, uh, Loretta's. Like, yeah. he went like one both class yeah. at Loretta's. And yeah. I'm like, I just Slept rode him. with this kid like a couple years ago, yeah. and it looked like he didn't even, yeah. if he was like some just local kid. Yeah. And that's he, how I found He had like out. just hopped on a 252 that day. Yeah, he was super small. Yeah, he had a crazy Grossberg. Now he was really tiny. Was he really? Okay, really yeah. tiny. he was super. Yeah. I mean, that kid was like five six, five eight. Oh wow! Right, right so in there. He, like, so he, I would say five. He four. grew he as a person small. and then grew as a rider and yeah. everything. Right, yeah. like all of a sudden, that's good. Yeah, he seems yeah. like a good kid. We found him on the show. But a bunch. he had a lot of talent. As I yeah. can notice, like he just, yeah, I thought he was naturally like, good. I thought right. he was just like a California kid just riding Supercross this yeah. day for fun. Was snuck out there. And yeah, he actually was really good. <laughs> Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I think uh, I think he's got a really good future uh, in the sport for sure. Yeah. Um, and he seems like he works really hard. Everybody, yeah, s- seems like a good kid. He's funny too. He's a pretty funny kid. So super. Yeah, uh, I like all that. Devin Harriman on the show uh, brought to you by the folks at Ogeo Ogeo Power Sports. Uh, whether it's the uh, carry on bag, whether it's the backpack with a laptop sleeve, whether it's a ninety eight hundred, the rig bag. Kiefer likes the trucker bag, which I feel is too small. But that's what Kiefer seems to like. Uh, check out OGO Power Sports. Uh, uh, email us using the contact form on pulpamex.com. We'll pass it on to OGO, and they will give you a deal. Uh, use OGO, Harriman? Yeah, yeah, I actually got an OGO carry-on. Oh, fantastic. I used to come here, yeah. There you go. Uh, OGO, uh, seems like everybody in motocross has OGO at some point, right? I mean, we all use I'm it. all OGO, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, ha- I do have the rig bag, though, and that thing is pretty yeah. legit. Yeah. But I, I, to me, like I saw I use that all Supercross for my clothes because gone the entire time. But I think taking that to Europe with all of my gear is going to make it so much easier than 9800. Would you? Are you? Are you packing gear and clothes in one no. bag? No. Okay. No. Because sweaty and everything. Else. Yeah. Right, it's right, just. Right. I mean, this time I'll take actual gear and everything because usually I used to wear like whatever the team had there. Yeah. Now I'm going to stay FXR everything, so I have to bring all that. Right. Right. So, uh, no, I'll, I'll two bags. Uh, I. I uh, 9800. If I have to and, check a bag, which I rarely do, it'll be the 9800 for clothes. But then if I my gear is all in a rig, rig bag. I contemplated bringing a 9800 today oh. just to make it a joke. <laughs> But I was like, Spirit, it's a Dude. $300 bag. Yeah, I'm yeah. good. <laughs> <We're all spirit. laughs> I was like, this joke is too expensive. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Because I'll hear about it. <laughs> they they tried checking my bag on. And I, it's like I said, it's just a carry-on. I'm not trying to check a carry-on on. Yeah. With you guys, especially. Like, yeah. No, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Chilling. Just right. let me take $80 for the flight, but you're $700 yeah. deep in bags. Yeah. yeah. Listen. <laughs> and your seat. I flew, you, I flew you out here on Spirit, but I did tell you, listen, it's a Spirit flight. I did get... Uh, I give you a heads up. I think you know I like being here. I know. This I know. is fun. No, I know. I'm, I just, it's worth it. You know, it. I don't want people to think that Pulp MX only flies people out on Spirit. 
You know, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I need people to understand that it was I'm the, fine the with best it. option. I'm totally okay, fine with okay. it. I looked up prices. I saw everything. Spirit was the cheapest. By far. Too. By far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I just, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. I just booked a flight home, well, back to SAC on Frontier for like, because I wanted to get out of here earlier. I was like $45, I think. Okay. Yeah. I'm here. I got here at 1.40 or so. I landed. Yeah, yeah. I fly out at 6.30 in the morning. Can I say how much it was? Yeah. $718. Yeah. Nuts. Airline prices, man. But that is that that's from the land? Yeah. Well, the Orlando. Orlando? Yeah, I went Orlando, Houston yeah. here, and then yeah. on the way home, that's, I go Vegas straight damn. home. It's the kind of... Yeah, see, I'm only... My flight's like an hour. It's just a sort... Yeah. Just a I need $700 worth of value tonight on this show. I'm trying. Okay, okay yeah. Well, I have a Red yeah. Bull. I'm trying. Right, just, just keep Maybe I need to get some Twisted Teas. Yeah, no, keep bringing it. They're, they're, they're in the fridge. You can go ahead and have one. Harryman, you want a Twisted Tea or you're good no, with I don't drink. I got my oh, that's right. Yeah. You said that. I'm sorry. Dr. Pepper. Uh, I, I apologize. I want to thank the folks at motorsport.com and Fly Racing, Decal Works, X-Brand Goggles, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Renthal, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Acherbys, Pro Filter, Skosh, ORW, OGO Power Sports, FMF, Guts Racing. Love the guys at Guts Racing. Uh, they're fantastic. You got guts, don't you? I don't. They're seat foam. I do uh, use their seat foam, right. but SKDA for everything else. ST- SKDA has uh, uh, seats? Like yes. Seat? Okay. All right. Moving on. Not guts. complete seats. They're oh. just a seat cover. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I run Guts seat foam. Uh, guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection. Pulpamex 20 is the code to save. WorksConnection.com. Great NorCal company. Like Guts Racing. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Ride Engineering. WUSA. Love the guys at W uh, using their wheels, their edge set of wheels as well. Great, great pricing on that. And seemingly half the team in the pits use WUSA for wheels as well as uh, vintage bikes. Uh, trail bikes flat trackers whatever it is wusa will have you dialed in get data intense cycles suspension direct manscape wisco piston all on board with us tonight devin harriman and justin starling in studio uh, all right let's talk about a little bit about um uh red you're scaring me with that thing oh, you get really? a bit pissed I, I, start I, I hitting someone just, i didn't know he was coming out or it's like bet paying you for this no, like what just, is it i don't know i feel comfy holding <laughs> yeah, the bat just, it's, it's my <laughs> It's my 500. You've been holding it for like two hours. I thought you were like saying something. I thought he was going to pipe down and like. Just that. <laughs> I thought that's what it was going to be. I shut up. I don't want to hear it. I'll put it down. I'll put it, I'll put it, Every I'll time make, he puts it down, he picks it right back up. It's like a habit for him. I'll make it easy for you guys. It, it, it's fine. Um, hey, so uh, looking ahead to uh, a red butt, there's a week off. Like, do you think, I'll start with you, Starling. Do you think that anybody benefits from the week off? Like, is there anybody. Like, if you're Tomac, you just won. If you're Jet, you won four in a row. Like, does that stop momentum? Or do you think when we pick it up at Red Bud, it's same old, same old? Uh, Dungey, I think, is going to be the biggest benefactor for it because yeah. he's going to be like, now he knows everything again. He can kind of actually settle down, I think, this weekend and kind of go through it all and really make strides because it's hard to make strides when you're riding two days a week. You really can't make an improvement. You can, but yeah. difficult. Tough. Now he's got the whole time to do it mentally. So, yeah, I would say that Dungey will be the guy in 450 to make the next jump. Yep. Um, Does it or, hurt? Does it hurt anybody? Like because you've been on a roll, you raced four weeks in a row? If it's going to hurt anyone, I would say maybe Sexton okay. just because of that roll. Yep. But I don't see it happening. But if it could, I would say him. And then in the 250 class, um, I'm hoping it helps Moseman maybe like figure out some bike settings or something yeah. and he can kind of get on a roll here i think uh pierce and moseman aren't stoked with their bikes barsha wasn't either they went and put that frame in their brace uh, in the ktm gas gas uh and changed but do you not stuff, figure so. this out before the season i don't is it, 
I don't have a lot of time. Yeah, I don't have access to these things. Yeah. So I'm not changing frames. I'm not bracing my right. stuff. Well, like, I'm, Marsh just said he got COVID after Salt Lake. So he was down for that and then lost some testing time and all of that. Yeah, and I know he was going for third and points, so he wasn't doing any outdoor riding. Right. He was probably just full bore supercross. Very busy with Malcolm at Salt Lake. Very busy with Malcolm. <laughs> very busy. Jesus. Wow. Um, <laughs> that was the only, that's no comment. Only Anyways, about. Dude, moving you're, you're on. You're from Arena Cross. That's fine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. Yeah, no, that, that move that, is done every day in Arena Cross. That move was a little more than just Arena Cross. That was the jugglers. Right. But I, I think when it comes... To maybe helping people the most, I would say it's going to be like LeBlanc and Romano. Yeah, just because they're going to go back and breathe and relax, relax and, yeah. a little bit and go. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Now we know. Yeah, and it's almost like round one again for them. Yeah. Um, are they continuing? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. A, that's, that's a confirmed thing. Yeah. yeah. LeBlanc, I heard it. What is it? Why go back amateurs when you're actually doing decent as a pro or yeah. something? Yeah. It's like, what do you? They did good at Colorado, both those yeah. boys. Well, yeah. This week was tough, but Colorado was good. But yeah. they're yeah, still top, top 15, and they're putting in good moto results. Romano was going full season anyways. Yep. Uh, but LeBlanc was only the first two. But it's like if you're right there and you can see that there is light, yeah, why, why go back to amateurs? Like yeah. It doesn't matter if he goes back and wins Loretta's. It's not going to do anything for him differently. Yeah, you already got a rod. Go. Yeah. Stay. Yeah. yeah. And that's the same thing with like DeFrancesco. Like, I hope he just stays. Oh, like, yeah, why dude, not? don't go back. Is he? I don't know whether either one of you guys know. Is he? I gonna, don't. Is he going to be better than Romano? Oh, uh, like, no. I watched him. So when I was doing a little bit of outdoors yep. uh, at Glen Helm before the season started, I watched him right there with, um, in front of, uh, Hammerker. Okay. Like he was ripping. Like, just no problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah no yeah. issues at all. And he was like, uh, McAdoo wasn't much farther ahead of him okay. he's kind of just stayed right okay and the gap was the same he's going yeah, good my yep. only thing i'll put against that he rides those tracks every day i'll give you that but the yeah. kids are, he's a good rider he's good he's, yeah, he's, he's a good really rider. good yep. Yep. like i they're no I, I think him and i'm future, right for sure yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm ripping i that just kid's something different when you go pro and you're under the rig and you're in the gear because he's now in the gear like all those things add up yeah it changes everything so you don't i yeah. don't know i mean right. i I don't really get to watch him. I, the only time I've gotten to see him really is at the yeah. Futures stuff or whatever they do. So um, Why is Hymas going to do any? Uh, no. No, I don't think he's so. He's just Loretta's. No, yeah, he's just Loretta's. But yeah. After. See, I would think, yeah. well, maybe not now with these two Honda guys winning everything. Yeah, Focus I think they want to slow play that a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, Those dudes are just uh, taking over. <sighs> what? Yeah, I know, man. right? Yeah. Um, uh, what do you think, Harriman? Do you think that kind of stops uh, any momentum or, or helps anybody the week off? Or what do you, what do you. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I think. <sighs> Kenny, I think, said something about trying to find the bike settings. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, he's the only one that I could see. I thought he was going to do a little – I mean, he's doing good this year, right? I thought he'd be a, a little bit better. Um, bikes, I think, obviously, is maybe hurting him a little bit. But uh, other than that, I don't know. Um, I don't think it's going to hurt anybody. Yeah. You know, right. um, it's crazy to me. I was just talking to Derek from Alpine Star yesterday. It's, we're four rounds in on outdoors and already getting a break, and we went how far in Supercross? Fourteen. Yeah. Fourteen rounds before yeah. we got there a break. There was no Easter break this year. Yeah, it was yeah. like yeah. Fourteen. Really? One weekend off in seventeen. But yeah. I mean, it, it, nationals are harder to be. One hundred percent. We go. Yeah. We go four, 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 four break. Four. Is that what it is? Two weeks off. That's good. And four. I think and so. two weeks is Loretta's, right? Yeah. There's yeah. a break right after Washougal or before. Two weeks after Washougal. After that's the Loretta's okay, one. Okay, so yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think the break will be good. I mean, yep. obviously, like you said, Barsha was. Uh, focus on supercross maybe you said that justin yeah um so there wasn't much testing done so a lot of these dudes like savachi um didn't get a lot of testing in yeah. you know so yeah. i think so savachi another one that i think 
could gain from this yeah. just because like i said yeah there was no testing yep you know i think he had three days on a bike and he's also coming off an acl surgery yeah he said that like he he was hoping to take advantage of this time so. yeah so yeah i think be he'll be good you be know. interesting to see who steps up or, yeah or, and also too like obviously high point is an easter track but when we get into this redbud millville southwick those are our rough gnarly sandy or track like you know, that's a whole another. Those get kind of like whooped out. Yeah, yeah. Th- those are not. It's a bigger test than High Point was. Yeah, you know, as far as that goes, High Point's weird. High Point's technical. So, I yeah, feel like a yes. lot more technical than the other ones were. Yeah. The other, the rest of the tracks kind of. Have, have you ever rode High Point? No, it just looks gnarly. Yeah, it, it looks doesn't cool. do it justice. Those it hills looks, are like that. Really, they're so steep. Uh, yeah, it looks cool. I was just talking to somebody, Stanky, I think it was yeah. that like. How is that? He goes gnarly. Yeah, yeah just yeah, nothing it, but It's ruts. a real, real big uh, flow track. You got to yeah. keep your momentum up. Hit the ruts, uh, you know, kind of square off the corners. Can't, so many G you, spots, you, too. If you stop and point and shoot, you, no good. No. You, is that be, the one that you said, that big double around the corner? Yeah. Yeah. That's not there anymore. Yeah, no. They took that out. Yeah, uh, no, it, it was there this year. They jumped it. No. Yeah. That's where they were doing where Lawrence was jumping in. They were rolling that thing, and they were going up over no, and turning. No, that was before then. No, no, no. Yeah. That was where they roll over before they were doing that three that turned? No. No, you're missing it. We're going to argue right now. I, 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 I was there this weekend. Okay. Carmichael's, Carmichael's thing that he just – Carmichael's so, the first yeah, guy to do it. It was like a corner yeah. double. Yeah, before like, the rollers down the hill. It was one of those things that like wasn't Bef- done really second After the up. start, you go up, left, down, turn right, and right there. It's the tip of the top of the track and before the roller's going down. Before that section where jump, Jet was jumping the, uh, the, the thing. No, and so in the second motor the that we watched it, the second motor that we watched it, Jet was doing it, Hunter wasn't. That was what he's talking about. That was the Carmichael no. tunnel. No, 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 no. We're on no, the wrong no, part of the track. No, it's not a tunnel. It wasn't no, 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 no. never a tunnel. No, it was after. like just two big singles. So you know the big quad oh, okay. that they were doing, like yeah, the, yeah. the normal yeah, the quad? It was just thing. below that. It was those two big rollers that if you went wide yeah, enough, okay. you could just right. turn and jump. Yeah. Years ago, Carmichael put the, the the section at the top of the hill before the sand roll, before the rollers. Yeah. He jumped in, over the first roller. It wasn't meant to be doubled. Oh, damn. And it was like twice the size it is now. Yeah. It was yeah, massive. It was big. Yeah. So. Made the one that I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Look small. Yeah, really? it was huge, and huh. uh, and so then it was called the Carmichael catapult yeah. or something, and the guys were doing. I it like that. that. That's an option that you can do. I just yeah. wish the rollers were more jumpable. Yeah, when he did them, it wasn't. Something. I liked when it was a jump, yeah, and not like the bouncing rollers, thing. Yes. Yeah, I wish you could jump those. Uh, all right, uh, lots more to get to tonight on the uh, Pulpa Mech Show. Uh, but first up, let's uh, let's get to this gentleman here on line one. <laughs> <laughs> David Bradshaw's bike I just fucked up. Ah, uh, Dark Side. What's up, Mr. Side? Just never gets old, does it? It uh, does Starling started cracking up. It doesn't. I, I was just, as soon as he said we'll get to this guy, I was like, I hope this is Dark Side. <laughs> dad, was dad, like dad actually, dad. I was so confused. What's that? Harriman was so confused. <laughs> his like, face, his was, face was just lost. It's a he whole was like, thing. what's going on It's here? a whole thing. Have you ever done the pony pod, the motocross pod? No. Have you ever done it? Okay, uh-uh. well, this gentleman's the host on the well, line here. Yep. Considering you, once again, can't get the name of the show right, of course he wouldn't know if he's ever done it. But no. <laughs> uh, what? No such thing as Pony Pod there, Devin. Dad, how we doing? <laughs> doing good, son. Uh, you, didn't, you didn't text me on Father's Day, but that's good. all right. I'm wow. sorry. I'm a terrible son. Is, uh, is Justin doing the wrap-up show this week? He is. I figured you'd be happy. Well, it's about time. Yeah, you, you, you made it more applicable to, you know, the real listeners of the show. So this guy, uh, Harryman, uh, on the line here, uh, Mr. Guida, Jamie, he hosts a, sh- a Pulp Mex wrap-up show. So it's a show on Wednesday about this show. So he wraps up this show for people who don't have time to listen to the five-hour show. 
I, th- I think you think I'm that's joking. A, that's a more no, confused no, it's face real. than no, no, yeah, yeah. He was he really. I get that, that's something. That's something like I would probably go listen to for some. You know, just quick. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It, yeah get highs. in and get out. I, right. Yeah. Like yeah. the key right. things. Right. I also do my own show, the Moto X Pod show that he likes to call the Pony Pod because yeah. I had a ponytail that he made me cut. Yeah. We. So I wish it was here. Why do you throw it away? Oh, well, I didn't throw it away. I thought you threw it in the trash at Glen No, Helen. I threw it in Kiefer's van, and we got done off the track riding. It was in the trash can. Nobody seems to know how it got in the trash can. So is it gone? That's right. Is it gone? I believe so. Uh, That's that sad. was what? I got there that Thursday. Your whole then, show was based around that. We got the coffin at, made. Yeah, minute, yeah we got the coffin yeah. made and everything. Yeah, Kiefer got a text. I think that Saturday while I was out there from some kid that was at the track. It's like, hey, I found something. I'm sending it back to you. But I don't think that ever actually happened. Uh, Harryman, so, if so you, yeah, it's gone. Harryman, if you had a ponytail, like you would never grow a ponytail. But let's say you did. Would you shave it off? Would you get it cut off for a free motorcycle? Oh, yeah, a thousand percent. Okay. I mean, for this like, gentleman on the line got a free dirt bike. And he was hedging a little bit on it. Wasn't sure if he wanted to lose the ponytail because he'd been growing it since like the mid '90s. Wow! I, <laughs> and he looks way better now. Does he not like dirt bikes that much, or was he? No, he got it. It's, it went got cut off, and he has a bike. Oh, so he, oh, he, he got, got it. He yeah. got a dirt bike. Off. Yeah. Okay, dope. Why is he cool. two fifty? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. But he was thinking about it. It wasn't a wasn't a stamp it thing. No, it would have. Oh, is, is he Indian? Because aren't Indians like that's like a thing they don't. He's not hair. Indian. Like that, but that's the thing, right? Like Indians aren't allowed to cut their hair. Like I don't know, hair. man. We're just gonna move on from here before we, before we get canceled. At the Salt Lake City after party, uh, me and him were standing there talking to each other. My buddy Nick walks Come up, on, and he, I have on. to say it. I can't not. We're sitting there this talking year? to each other. Yeah, you were there, weren't you? Yeah. Did yeah. he have his ponytail then or no? No, it was gone. Oh. But we're standing there talking to each other, and my buddy Nick walks up, and uh, like we're talking, and he looks at <laughs> Dark Side, and he goes, "You his dad?" No. So from now on, I'm just. I looked at him and I was like, "Dad." Oh. It's just, and he was yeah, like, immediately really. he goes, "You're never gonna let this down, are you?" I said, "Absolutely I don't know how not." I would, yeah, I don't know how I would take that. That'd be a rough. That'd be rough. Oh, it ruined my night, Steve. Yeah, <laughs> Dad. Yeah. Wow, he is a granddad. He is a granddad. I'm Mr. just. I'm Mr. sticking Guida. with it. I'll never let it Mr. go. Mr. Guida is a, a grandpop. Then I did so. your show like a couple days later, Dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's so hilarious. Um. Yeah, he seems thrilled by it. What? Uh, hey, yeah, uh, Jamie, I got a, um, I got a DM from a listener, who says okay. that who says that I need to make a line in the sand for 2023, that you either do the wrap up show or your own show, and that's it. You, I can't have yeah. you be in competition. I can't pay you to do a show and then help you ha- uh, pay for your own show, which is competition to my show. Okay, well, that's a pretty easy line. I know where I stand. Where do you stand? <laughs> Later. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not stopping my show. We're coming for you, Steve. You're not stopping? Wow, okay. All right, wow. Yeah, so it's... That check's hey, not man. going through. No yeah, I mean, that check might bounce. I mean, I, you know. Okay. All right. Thank you. You can either keep your enemies close or, you know. Okay. Yeah, no, the Moto X-Pod show is going strong, bro. Moto Xbox. Oh, oh fuck! Wow, that's what, okay. Well, I thought there'd be more of a debate than that, Starling. Uh, he, he shut he, that down. Yeah, quick. He sh- yeah, he shut it. Yeah, I, he shut it. I mean, you know, if we want to renegotiate what the wrap up pays me, we could talk maybe. Okay, he's got a point. Do you think he makes that much money from the pony pop? Sure, it's more than what you, he makes from your wrap up. 
I make enough to go to a few races at least. Uh, I, I don't think I make enough all year to go to a race with what you pay me. You're not that smart. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. I, oh, my God. I, I that, that was like a whisper in my ear. I, I didn't do that. That was Mark's. <laughs> that like, kind of terrified me a little bit. That was, that was, that was not me. <laughs> that was quick. Darkseid made that drop. Why would I play that? That was so good. Uh, <laughs> hold on, Darkseid. I... I can tell the world what I pay you, and if you don't think that's enough to get you to some we'll races, just drop numbers on everything. Come on, let's go. You know, like, well, I know what travel costs right now. I, I was obviously being <laughs> a little sarcastic, but it it wouldn't get me to as many as I get to from the Moto Expo show. Uh, okay, well, all right, just don't say that it wouldn't get you to races because it absolutely would get you to <laughs> yeah. four to five races a year, especially. Yeah, the that's ones. probably that's probably accurate. Okay, thank you, thank you. Yeah, okay, good to know. But yeah, so all right, I'll DM this guy back then. Um, yeah, let him know. Let him know. It was my, from my a. Line, uh, my line it was from a TJ in Texas. I don't know um, if you know him or not. But <laughs> yeah, he's an idiot. No, it wasn't from him. I'm kidding. I'm joking. But it was from yeah somebody. So All right. right. Uh, uh, who else is on the wrap up with uh, J Star? Uh, Australian Nick, Nick Steele, Moto. Ah, yeah, there we go. He's going to talk about Craig the whole time. <laughs> Craig and World Supercross probably, and how they're going to dominate you know right. the, the sport and. Why don't yeah, we, we kind of are a little bit. We should get um, we should do a pod with the Starling wife swap family. Who was the other family? We should find Ernst. Them. Kind of something the Ernst uh, from uh, Washington. Really? Yeah. They're oh. near Seattle. I didn't know that. You had yeah. to fly all the, they had to fly all the way. Across yeah. The country? Well, my mom did. Yeah. Yeah. Your mom did. Oh, geez, yeah. Yeah. You know, every time you guys, you and Kiefer talk about the wife swap thing, I'm just waiting for someone to say something, and you guys never do. What do you mean? Your wife swap thing that you guys oh, are doing. Oh, the life do. we're doing life swap. Life swap. We're doing life swap. Okay. We have we're struggling to find a time. Make like, the time. I know. We just, just make need it. to do it. I know. We just need Are you to ready do it. to ride that much cuz you're uh, going to go into a completely cold turkey with riding. Okay, but I yeah, I, I need to get back on the bike. <laughs> you need to go riding. I need to start riding. <laughs> Is your bike My bike's fine. Is it clean? Yes. Okay. Yes, it's clean. Fuck you. It, 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 <laughs> Kiefer's in full Loretta's mode right now. He can't be bothered for the next month. Is he going so back as I, well as his son? Yeah, they're both, they both made it. As soon as Loretta's yeah. is over, that's the perfect time to do it. That's too hot. It's too hot to ride in August, you know? God, there's so many complaints. Yeah. I rode once in Salt Lake. So, October. <laughs> at like 6 p.m. on my buddy's bike. You need to do October. Oh, and JC's? Uh, at your, yeah, yeah. Is that at your house? No, it's at JC's house. Oh. Yeah. Harryman, you shouldn't tell people, by the way, on this show about how pr- lucrative the uh, barrel racing is because you're going to have more competition. People <laughs> you got an extra bike? Up. Yeah. Starling's I'll coming out. I'll fly in, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. I only got little bikes, so no. Dang you don't it. like those. You're going you're gonna to find all these privateer guys. Huh? What? Barrel racing? Money? <laughs> they're tough. They're fine. Oh, they are? They're yeah, like they're, low key? Yeah, all of them are I low feel key. like Breeze defines all that stuff. There's four of us that know about like almost all of them. So you know about them? <laughs> yeah, of course. So I'll just get us, get us for a bike? Yeah, but like I said, I don't yeah. tell anybody. Yeah, he's not telling you. Just, you. Like, we'll split it. <laughs> I did it's that a guaranteed last, win. I did that last weekend. <laughs> it's a guaranteed win. Yeah. You're guaranteed going to make money. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but like... Me and Brees have done that at a fair race before. We totally just, rigged is, it. Is, uh, what's Brees doing next year? Same deal? Does he have week. anything? He deserves something more than know? what he's got. Yeah. Dude is good. He's going good. But I think... Dude is good. But what we talked about earlier, going to a janky team could be a worse deal. No, I think he's better to do what he's doing, but he needs more support. With, with what, what he's, he's doing. doing, does that make sense? Like, like yeah. he needs just a better bike under him. Yeah. With a program that he yeah. can run like he, he is, because him and his, I don't know if they're fiance or not. Yeah. Whatever, girl, girlfriend. I think they're just girlfriend and boyfriend. Yeah. They are a team. Yeah. That works so well. 
Um, and he's got he did, mechanic he did Teddy that came over from Germany too, yeah. For the first ones, yeah. yeah. Like oh, so he, I think no, he went he went back after California, I believe. I think oh, he really? did. Yeah. yeah. Did too, yeah. But like his their program is like kind of like something that I want in the sense of like they just work as a team. They, they and it, it works so well. But he deserves just a better bike. Like not saying like the Yamaha is bad. I mean like a better Yamaha. Uh, like maybe some better suspension, some. Right. Yeah, right. Was he going to go things. to like Rock River? I don't think Rock River's. No, I think he needs to got. stick with what he's doing. Did he he yeah. did Teddy Parks right for the yeah. East Coast. Stuff? I think yeah. he could do what I'm thing, doing. I, hmm? I think he was with them the whole season. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, but I, I feel like he could do something like what I do and build it. I think yeah. he could do that. Yeah. And those two together well, could I hope make he's that happen. Getting paid good money from UFO for wearing that gear. Dude, if. I know, I know. If it, it works, it pays. Yeah, it yeah, worked. Yeah. Money's money. Oh, I know. As long I as know. it comes yeah. in. Gar- I, res- I respect that. Wear a garbage that. bag. Dude, I respect yeah. that guy I mean, I don't know so that. much. a lot of weight. Probably should. <laughs> like, him and I raced each other so hard this year. Yeah. You and guys he are was always so clean. And, like, we went all the way down to, because our battle in uh, Salt Lake was for. Tell the seven deuce deuce that. <laughs> no comment on that one. But, like, he raced me so clean all the way down to literally know. the last uh, last lap in yeah. Salt Lake, because that was for the championship yeah, yeah, like we yeah. were tied on points where right. we, our position so like we went down to the end and like we, as soon as we finished there's a photo of us like shaking hands and giving each other a hug like right. we both said we respected each other like that's cool that dude is something someone that deserves something better than what he's I got i agree he crushed it man yeah, yeah. I, I should have let, I should let, let, like went a different direction there with our conversation i should have let him in a privateer race and it's not even like because people went out or went down. He killed it all. He made yeah. it one. No, when people yeah. went out, he just raised his level. He yeah. never. He never. No, he's you know, so. Yeah. And he can sprint like no other. Yeah. He is such a good sprinter. Yeah. He's yep. good. He's a German um, champion for a reason. Uh, there Back you go, to, Jamie. And he's like multi or two two years in a row, I think, for arena cross. Yeah, he's uh, really good. On the line, the yeah. uh, former host of the wrap up show, Jamie Guida. <laughs> Once again, Clippy Clippy. Yep. Hey, man, I got my hands in all kinds of pockets. Racer X, Vital, you, you yeah. know. Build, 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 did you build talk empires. to Michael Lindsay? Did you, did, you, did you talk to Michael Lindsay? We made an agreement. Yeah, we came to an agreement. Oh, really? Yeah. And, and, hey, once again, everybody listening, shout out to Steve Mathis. Put my name in the pot. You know, everybody I'm, thinks Steve's an asshole. I'm fucking Maybe. changing your life. I'm, I should be your life coach. <laughs> I got your haircut. I got you a name, Jamie. I got you a job at Vital. I started paying you for this. Do you get commission out of all these gigs he gets or no? I, I, think I don't know. Do. He's got to pay for this freaking ceiling somehow. You see how tall that roof is out there? I know. Or ceiling? I, I, thought, I thought it was a two-story, but it's not just a one-story. It's two-story. What do you think? There's a right third now? story. Go I mean, outside. There's a whole on other a house. You literally yeah, walked upstairs. <laughs> like, there's another house true. if you go out that door down there. But like. I mean, it's just opened up, so it's just barely. It's just like rough kind of moment. like a, yeah. a rough moment. Okay, so you're no. breaking news. Mr. Saab yeah. is working for Vital MX. Correct. What are you going to do? Uh, we're going to write some articles. That's like what we're doing for Racer X. So, okay, all right. So are you leaving Racer yeah. X? Uh, I actually texted Weege and asked if I could still do the article I do for them in the magazine, and he was going to talk to Davey tomorrow and says, Probably okay, but he had to confirm. Wow. You're Look fucking it. kidding and me. Mr. Side. Do you think and you'd have Michael, any of this if you had your pony still? Exactly. Thank you. Thank I, I'm going to just say no just for... Because it's the truth. Content. For content. Just Fuck for content. you. So are you getting out of there? Like, this is the whole thing. I'm trying to get you to change your life around. And so... Well, it's not, it's, there's not enough money right now to quit my day job, but we're, we're working towards it, Steve. Wow. Changing lives. Mr. Guida. I... 
put in yeah. the word form with Michael. Michael's looking for you know a part time yeah, contributor, that. and I'm like, yeah, Mr. Side would do perfect. Talk to guys like Harriman and Starling and do privateer profiles and you know go yeah. to some races hey. for the vital guys and all of that. I feel like you know I I put a lot of effort in when I when it's time and uh, we made an agreement yesterday and I've yeah, already done Saturday two we'll interviews for articles. Wow! So, wow! Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm down to now losers. about four hours of sleep a night instead of five, but we'll we'll make it work. Look at that, Marks. Vital. You got to grind. Yeah, I like the grind. Yeah, man. Yeah. Just, yeah. Goes hands up, bunch of different. Got to from the bottom. And he's almost there. Right? He's, he's learning. <laughs> he, he he started with that a works. Texas-based podcast that he took from somebody that he had a <laughs> stole it stole it with a bandana and his name was Darkside, and now it's hey. Jamie with a haircut and a respectable job and a dirt bike and, and a YZ two fifty dirt bike. And a good, <laughs> good looking haircut. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Brand new. Look. Think about what you just said. I started with a podcast I stole from somebody. Yep. In yep. Texas. Next up, another podcast. I'm going to steal from somebody in Vegas. Oh, oh, oh boy. Those are big words. Yeah. No. Listen. Me, and, me and Marks, we've been talking. I'm looking. I'm looking to cash out. So this this show's for sale. If somebody wants to step up, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking for people. I, I, I think I have some people on board. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Get some get some people together and see if you can make me an offer. And shit, you can have the house yeah, too. Yeah. You can have the pool and all that. I'll just take Augie, and I'll go. <laughs> do, I get, do I get to keep Pookie? Yeah, sure. Have her. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Dude, I will fucking kill you. Yeah, go ahead. I'll, 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 you, dude. I'll be out of here. Uh, wow, what a what a moment. I'm telling you, big, big thing. Yeah, Michael Lindsay, putting you on board, the Vital MX uh, train. You'll be in the forum. I heard when the Justin Cooper, whatever. Starting drama. Yeah, just starting drama. Yeah, Talking shit on Steve Mathis. <laughs> you probably will. You'll probably start some anonymous thread. <laughs> yeah. Never. So. No, don't bite the hand that feeds you. Hey, are you coming out to World Vets? Do we know? Uh, I haven't decided yet. Okay. Again, well, well, I guess with this new income, maybe, yeah. maybe I'll make it. Right. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, plus 25. Maybe Vital MX sponsored race. Yeah. Wow. Well, I just want, yeah, I just like want once again, uh, guys like Harriman's buddy there, guys like Harriman's buddy that just think I'm an asshole, just another proof tonight that we've learned. <laughs> guys like Harriman's buddy, I know exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it says uh, yeah, it took me a second. I got it. <laughs> I like, Who are you talking about? I thought he was maybe talking about you, but no. <laughs> no, no, no. They, 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 I completely forgot about people that. People think I'm an like asshole, twice. but, you know, look at what I'm doing for my buddy There's Jamie. There's some beef there. <laughs> my friend Jamie. Hey, I will have you know, yeah. he did say, so somebody said something to him the other day uh, at that race. He says, hey, will you say this? He says, no, I told him I would not say that anymore, and I will never say it again to him. Say what? Uh, like, to me? Uh, yeah. Like, what? Somebody said, oh, because Now he's going to say it instead. No, I, I, but they were, like, I don't understand. They were going to give no, him so, say, you know, so he, for, somebody you know, asked Stank you know, to say, can you say, fuck you, Steve Mathis, oh. or something oh. about uh, Kiefer? And he says, no, I'm not saying that no more. I told him I wouldn't do that anymore. Mm. Or anything like that. So, I mean, sounds like he has there we go. gained a little bit of respect. I, I don't, I don't know. I heard there was an interview where he said he could sue me for not putting him in that LCQ race. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? Who's, I I, that's what he said. I don't know. How am I, I going to say that? Yeah. <laughs> but no, he he right. held back and he didn't well, say it. All right. Look, look, he's a little growing. Yeah, he's growing, growing up. Growing up, growing up. Uh, but uh, all right, Jamie. Uh, guts, guts Racing. 
uh, motorsport.com, Michelin bicycle tires, uh, seal savers, all on board the wrap-up show with Justin Starling and some guy named Nick this week. Some guy named Nick. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully his English is a little better this week. We'll we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll have a good show. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye, Dad. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Look at Jamie. Vital MX, Ricer X. He's just. Literally just you know? climbing I mean, he, the ladder. He, he probably was talking to you in the pits when he had the greasy bandana and the greasy He forgot tail. my name. That's right. He forgot your name. WW Ranch. Yeah. He looks at me and he goes, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I swear. That's right. No, I, I remember swear that. to God. Got, I was like, are yeah. you? Like I was like, wow. You I guess me not ball. racing for a while kind of hurt me there. But right. he literally walked. Now, now look at the headband right. was on everything. Yeah, the yeah. bandana. Yeah. And uh, the pony was cho- choking out the oxygen. Yeah, just literally forgot yeah. my name, and I was like, got it. And you're right. Who or like what are you? I I don't know who you are. You know. Right. But, yeah. Uh, the nine o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at Wisco. Wisco has been some manufacturing pistons right here in the USA for over eighty years. Sporting teams like Club MX, Factory Honda. Troll train over there at the Club MX, of course, uh, and uh, SGB Honda as well. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Weissco is a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. They've even expanded their line now with the USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods developed through work with the Supercross and Motocross race teams. Go to Weissco.com to find products for your machine or go to PulpMexShow.com. Hover over the Weisco logo, and you'll see the code to save with Weisco. There's a code to save with Weisco.com on PulpamexShow.com. Appreciate the folks at, uh, at Weisco making it happen. OGO Power Sports bringing you Devin Harriman. Uh, Skosh Industries bringing you uh, uh, Justin Starling as well. Pulp20 is a code to save with ProFilter. Uh, if you haven't heard of ProFilter, maybe you've been uh, uh, roosted too many times. UTVs, dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, everything in between. Sold through Power Sports dealers nationwide. Pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use premium air filter or oil filter for your next service. Pulp 20 is the code to save. Did you use – how many air filters did you do in Supercross Series? Uh, so I didn't even order any more from Twin Air from last year because I would just rewash five of them that I had. You had five all year that you ran? So Daytona and I have, one, one. And I have so many, but I was like <laughs> – so Daytona, I think I went through two, two that day, three. Okay. Um, oh, so more than I thought. Right. Yeah, I, well, I, I just – air is good for the bike yes. so um that's pretty yeah. fine sand too there yeah but i also run the uh the screen the filter not the screen the cover the, oh, the like the uh, okay the but skin okay but screen. this is just pro filter this isn't a twin air filter commercial okay well okay, twin so, air is better so, so okay no pro filter is better but i just asked you how many filters you did, went through and then you turn into a twin air commercial well twin air is the best so okay profilter.com enough to get the job Pulp 20 done. is a code to save twin air thanks to the was folks really at pro good filter. this year twin air all right that's that's we're cutting <laughs> off starling right now starling, starling's <laughs> gone <laughs> Cut his mic, please. Uh, so thanks my to the bike's folks running at, super clear at Pro Filter with the air as well. going through my Twin Air filter. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> Just got one in my pit bike, too, actually. Thank you. Thank you. That uh, looks like a twin of my other bike when it catches air. All right, there you go. Uh, yeah, 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 that's it. We'll just we'll just stop stop. He's gone. What's up, Harriman? Yeah, let's just you know let's just talk uh, to Devin Harriman tonight. Here we are. Um, yeah. All right, all right. Well, you're back on. Um, all right. Uh, do you want to go to commercial? Do you want to take a commercial break? Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna go to all right, let's go to commercial break here. Uh, Devin Harriman, Justin Starling. We'll go to this commercial. We'll be right back. We'll do the Motorsport.com tweet at Talent segment. We'll talk a little more about uh, the Nationals as well. Maybe find out what Harriman's doing uh, next year and more arena cross talk as well. Uh, right here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by Motorsport.com. Decal Works and Fly Racing. We'll be right back after this, everybody. Big yeah. boobs. Yeah. 
Those who love motocross know Motosport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motosport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride, only at Motosport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. It's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle and then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, 
They're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use the code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PulpMX20, the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So, uh, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike? It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. With 80 years of experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, Weisco has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Weisco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite series. Weisco has recently expanded our Racer Elite line with SX and MX-proven USA-made connecting rods. Now, adding to the Garage Buddy Re build kits, clutch and valve train components, and our CV4 thermal protection line. This makes Weisco your single-stop performance name. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or Weisco.com to find products for your machine. 
For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and Rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. Welcome back, everybody. Paul Mexico presented by Motorsport.com. Decal Works, the folks at Fly Racing. Uh, Devin Harriman and Justin Starling in studio. I want to thank the folks at Ride Engineering, ride-engineering.com. They sell a lot of bracket assemblies to install a Showa steering dampener behind the number plate of KTM, Husky, or Gas Gas bikes. They also stock four versions of the dampener to better suit your specific riding needs. Unlike Japanese models, the bracket assembly is independent of what triple clamps you use. Just note, it will not fit models that come with a headlight. Bracket kit, 195 bucks. Dampers are 295. Pulp fan 20 is the code to save. So you want to get some better uh, uh, damping. You want to calm down that front end of your motorcycle. Check out the Ride Engineering steering damper. Ride-engineering.com. Pulp fan 20 is the code to save with uh, those guys and uh, and much more to talk about here on the show. Uh, Harryman, so you grew up uh, racing arena cross. It's really where you kind of made your name, right? When I first heard of you, uh, Supercross the last few years, but. I hear the Arena Cross Series 
maybe doing something in the fall and coming back. Pull your microphone a little bit if you can't. Pull your, thank you. Uh, I hear it may be coming back in the fall a little bit. But, man, we need a viable Arena Cross series back, don't you think? I think so, yeah. I mean, the guys that, like, Blos, Hayes. Yeah. Um, Re- uh, Faith, Gavin Faith. Faith, yeah. yeah like, yeah. The, those dudes, the, the guys that came from Arena Cross, I think they would all be pumped as well. I mean, nothing against the kicker or the Hoosier one that they did, yeah. but, like, not quite the same. Not the same. No, like, I no. mean, I'm sorry, but the whoops that we came from in arena cross were four and a half feet tall. Yeah. Out of a corner. Yeah. Out of a, you know, yeah. out of a yeah. A sweeping corner, a flat corner. There was no berm. Yeah. You know. So, um, yeah, I heard that. Uh, I was talking to DB earlier yeah. last week, two weeks ago. He said that there is a good chance that something is coming back. Um, there, okay. Yeah, I've heard the same. Yeah, he I, said that. I hope like, it. Championship, everything like broadcast. I think FS1. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I think it'll be cool though i i missed the days when there was like those good dudes riding that series it was yeah, good and you know what in the fall when there was no supercross going on you would pay attention to it you'd read about it right like you'd be yeah. into it it was some racing before soupy started uh, bring it back would Make it, it be happen. the same organization as the old one i know think- so uh two parents um so before i left rob's uh one of the riders trains there one of the riders parents and another parent went in on it so the guy that uh, is I think that's if it's going to happen, it's take it over. One of the riders is, or one of the owners is going to be have a kid that is young, right? So I think it would be good, obviously, to have the parent or have the owners have a rider in it to you know keep it going, yeah, um, and have more interest in it than just trying to make money. I think so. Yeah, I, I mean, let's hope so, man. Yeah, uh, you know that that you know you're you're in the Pacific Northwest where you can't ride. 12 months a year, right? It, it's <laughs> shitty, but that's how you groom. That's how you go. I mean, I know the guys in British Columbia, right? Like the Canadian motocrossers, buddies of mine. I mean, they're great at that. They grew up racing it, right? Yeah. That's how they make money. And that's how, that's how it was a whole set of racing skills that you get from racing that tight stuff. And um, yeah, we need to bring it back. Got to bring it back. I yeah. would, I'd be down with it. Cause I mean, like I had so much fun and those things are, I mean, I'm a big guy on a 250 and you know, yeah. Also, twenty minutes or fifteen minutes is a lot of work. Those, those <laughs> things are not near as right. not near as gnarly. Yeah. Um, but I'd be down. Those, yeah. are, those are a lot more fun. It's you know, there's not as many uh, penalties because you touch somebody's plastic. You right. can just you can just bar from and it's all right. <laughs> Start crossing lanes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I, I just uh, I I yeah. That's the first time I heard of you was arena cross stuff, and I hope it comes back and. We need it back for sure. Yeah, uh, I mean, we need as many series as we can get. We yeah. need the racing. Yeah, the World Supercross stuff is great. Yeah, like, I, it's all good. People are like, hey, Mathis, what do you think of that? Like, because like, during the Nationals next yeah. year, right? I'm like, well, I don't work for MX Sports. Certainly, I work for Racer X and it's a company of MX Sports. But for me, more races, more jobs, more money for riders. Great. More stuff for I me just, to talk about. I think yeah. all you know? those people think that it, more series is going to take riders from another series away. We're always going to have the same amount of riders in everything. They're going to have new ones coming in, and then it's going to keep growing that one, and then this one's going to grow yeah. more. It's, And at the end of the day, everyone transitions away from motocross into supercross only. It's just the way it's going to be. A lot of guys be. do, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you're going to have, like, a younger crop coming to the outdoors and supercross here, then you have the older crop doing supercross here and world supercross. So I think it's good because then it actually gives more kids rides coming up to mm-hmm. keep yeah. growing in the sport because there's going to be rides available for outdoors. Exactly, yeah. and that's what I was thinking is, like, the more series there are, Right, the more money that the top guys can make. If there's yeah. five or yeah. six, different, we, we there's not it. just three dudes that are making it now. There's in just Supercross, right? You got the three dudes that are in Arena Cross. You got three dudes in Supercross. You got three dudes in whatever it is mm-hmm. that are making it. So there, it, I think there's more opportunities 
for yeah. people that race dirt bikes no, and I, make make money doing it. I think also, right. another yeah. way is to keep racing. Yeah. Just in general, yeah, like for right. us, getting older, I'm 29. Yeah. Done with Supercross. I, I don't, I don't have cross. that much, but I can go longer now with German Arena Cross. Yeah. There's there's options for me to keep going. You yeah. know, once that not the when it's when it's over, which I don't think's anytime soon, but. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's right. just something else to go to, and it, if they do that arena cross series, well, the what was the one that Peters was undefeated in? Uh, that was uh, kicker. That was kicker. Yeah. Will that stuff yeah. stick around? I, no, I think that's. I think the people that that got bought out. I've heard. Okay. By like I said, I think it's two people. The Hoosier one's completely different. I think that will always continue to go. But Hoosier was just East Coast, right? Yeah, Midwest. I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, because like Mark Year did that one. Yeah, that's that one that uh, what's his name? Um, he's Hicks. One, Hicks. Yeah, Mark yeah. Hicks. Um, he's done it in the last couple of years yeah. and killed it. But yeah, I think that um, kicker will go away and it will then become something bigger. Um, Morph two into one. Yeah, big, yeah. Big. I, I think it's great and uh, more races. Uh, World Supercross. Justin, um, you want to do that if you can? You'd be interested in doing that if somebody. Yeah. Um, not this year. Yeah. Um, How old are you? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. How old's Chiz? Thirty-two, thirty-three. Oh, I don't know. Thirty-four. It's to I don't you. know. We got to get that dude out of there so you can be Chiz. <laughs> I did beat him, Salt Lake. I know, but but you know, yeah, no. Um, of, we just got to get him I, out of there. Somehow. I want to do it. Right. Like I said, I had talks yeah. this year, and everything looked pretty sweet for it. Um, the no That's dates right. thing at the time made me a little nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, and with Michi and all those guys over with my team in, in Germany. My loyalties with them, they've stuck behind me for like nine years now, and they even came to Salt Lake to mm-hmm. mechanic for me and everything, so uh, I would be a real dick to just be like, hey, thanks for coming all the way over here and sticking with me for nine years, and even when the, the pandemic was going on um, and no racing, you still were like, hey, when it starts up, you're my guy, and then I was just like, yeah. later, later yeah. I'm going, you know, yeah. UK, I, I'm not that guy, yeah. so I'm a loyal dude when it comes to that stuff, so yeah, I'm going to stick to Zidebrook and... Right. In uh, in the German stuff, and then hopefully Paris and all that stuff is all in a row. So, um, yeah, no, I'm I'm good right. on that stuff. Right. So. Yeah, it's uh, definitely interesting to see who does it, who doesn't, and all that but stuff. But next year, it does it won't conflict with that stuff. So, Cole Seeley, World Supercross. Yeah, I mean, don't get he me wrong, could, I he, want to do it. Seeley could yeah. win the 250. He, World Supercross. That's what I'm saying. That's what <laughs> I said. Is he doing 250? Yeah. I thought they were doing yeah. 450. No, uh, but they changed that rule, right? Freeze and Brayton. No, no, uh, for a World Supercross. Yeah, I know, but I thought at first there was a, an age limit. For World? 250? No. Yeah, for, no? No, they just oh, announced that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, but, so Sealy says he's now eligible to ride 250 Supercross in America, and he might do that. Oh, that's horseshit. <laughs> that's what I told him. <laughs> that's horseshit. You're not here. I said, I Get said, out of here. He, he's got a championship, don't he? Uh, no, he never did. No. He never got one. I said, hey, if you if you oh, come yeah. back, just go 250. Do not come up to my class. No, fuck no, you. Go, go to yours. <laughs> I don't need him in mine. Yeah. That's like That was like a freeze. Dropping down to 250 West. Like, no, get out of here. Yeah, Chiz did a couple years ago, right? Chiz this year. year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, oh, yeah. Right, <laughs> East Coast. No, Go I know, I know you're East talking Coast. about, like, ni- 19 or whatever, and he rode for 5150. Yeah, that's yeah, that's about. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Manscaped. Uh, Pulp MX code is the, sa- the code to save at Manscaped. They've got the lip balm now. they got the they got the uh, lotion. they got uh, aluminum-free deodorant. They've got uh, shampoo, two-in-one shampoo and conditioner as well. So they've, they've expanded into uh, body wash stuff and uh, all of that. And then, of course, they have the, the Lawnmower 4.0 electric trimmer to clean off any unwanted body hair. The Lawnmower 4.0 waterproof. It's got a light on it. 
How's 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 everything? It's nice, good. Yeah. You've got one. I just bought one. Yeah, the other day. I had a, a Kevin, light you didn't use the pulp code. Really? The pulp code. I didn't even think about it. Hey, dude. Kevin Moran's guys just got him, and he's pulp code. He's pulp code. He did, dude. He did. It's it, it. Look, it's got a seven thousand RPM, so you know the thing's cutting through anything. Yeah. It's got a light. It's I mean, got a guard on it. We are taken care of at all times. We are. Yeah. Okay. I don't have. If you have one to give me one, I'll take one. I but. don't have one to give you one anymore. But I. Yeah. That seven hundred dollar yeah. flight just became really yeah. rough. <laughs> <laughs> you use that pulp code, bud. I might have to use that pulp code. Manscape, no. manscape.com. It'll change your life. Get that shit groomed down there. We say talent. Yar yar. Does she approve of the manscape? Yeah, she approves. All right. Says I need to use it a little more, but oh wow, she approves oh, when I do use it. She's get on it, bro. Hey, do you do you use the one like the the new one with the flashlight on it or the headlight on it? Yeah, it's got the light. The headlight. So yeah. nice. Yeah. Turn the blinker on. Yeah, no, no blinkers. <laughs> no blink, there's no blinker fluid on it. But the headlight works great. Marks are everything good with the manscape. Yeah, we Gucci. Okay, all right. Will you use it? See, we tell, we, we tell Talon to use his yeah, a little more. Talon, yeah. use yours, bro. Yeah. Your chick works at a. She she does laser. You gotta keep. Yeah. Your shit. Oh, why got, would you even use one? Just gotta go get lasered. Uh, I don't think he wants. Yeah, to. I don't yeah. think I want to. No, he doesn't. I don't want to have her yeah. in there that deep. Oh yeah. Laser me. Yeah, I'm good. I mean, I'd laser. Dude, just go for it. <laughs> she does she laser dudes buttholes? Yeah. Wow. And yeah. I got questions. What about anal bleeding? So does Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Holly. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I don't think they get. I think that was your best event. episode. You think? I think so. Uh, but you really should have had him in with McGrath and Carmichael for. Oh yeah, yeah. That How about McGrath saying we had nothing on Jim? That's where I was like, right. that's those seriously? guys lived in the '90s. I mean, they were like, no, Uncle Jim. <laughs> His stories, I, yeah. Because the whole time, like I've known him, has been just at the races right. and everything. I'd fly and, the girls in from LA, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I know him in the professional manner. Of oh that no, stuff. no, no. So when I'm hearing his stories, I'm like, "There's no way." I've oh. never been so just like into just the yeah. show, just listening yeah. to him talk. Cause I was no, like, just waiting for the next thing he was going to say. Jimmy's a legend, like a legend. He wouldn't get a blowjob yeah. for a race or yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for hey, a main event. Our guy Holly got a Bet. BJ before Buffalo 84 Supercross main event. Got 20th. Yeah. He says, did, don't, 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 don't do it. Do I was shit in the main event. Yeah, don't do it, he said. So just FYI, Harriman. Huh. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah, good to know. Jim Hawley. Manscaped. Uh, Pulp of Mexico to save with the goats at Manscaped. Harriman's got one. And uh, yeah, and Starling takes care of himself all down there. So we all We're know good. that. Uh, they also got a weed whacker as well. Nose and ear hair trimmer. 9,000 RPM for that thing. I'll get that. I'll use the code for that one. Yeah. Um, please check it out if you can. Manscaped.com. Thank you to those guys. And, of course, don't forget. Hey, man, why are you shaving your fucking nuts at, man? <laughs> and, uh, can we Manscaped get mad about that or no? No, they like it, dude. Okay. Yeah, they like that right, stuff. I don't want to get mad at Manscaped. No, they're good. Uh, all right. Uh, motorsport.com. Tweet at Talon. Let's do it. No, that's my mom. It's the motorsport.com tweets at talent segment. Uh, motorsport.com, a great company, uh, OEM and aftermarket parts as well. Uh, go through the banner on pulpamex.com to save with motorsport.com. Uh, great Pacific Northwest company where Harriman's from. Guys at motorsport.com got it going on there. And uh, again, go through the banner to help us out, out to help, help us out. That would be great. Uh, and again, uh, OEM and aftermarket parts. So these are tweets submitted to at Pulp Show. The guy in the corner over there picks the best ones. All right, let's do this, Talon. All right, this one's been getting a lot of love on Twitter. So, Oh, boy. From the voice of the drunken people, rank in terms of lost potential due to injuries. AC, Pastrana, Kennard, Roxon. AC, Pastrana, Kennard, Roxon. Well, Roxon's come back 
from that gnarly injury in his one main events and nationals. And I mean, you can't really knock that down. No. Yeah. Uh, so he's my last place guy. Yeah. I know my first. My first place is Pastrana. Really? Yeah. AC. How can you say Pastrana? The dude's just still killing it. He's how old is yeah. he? Yeah, I yeah, think but if dude, anything, he found where he needed no, to go. No, he could have yeah. been a multi-time Supercross motocross champion. Do you think he would have made more money doing uh, that possibly. or what he's doing now? Possibly. I, yeah, I but he's got know. more longevity than what he's doing yeah, now. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah. But that would have still happened. Like, if he if he had no, done 10 have. years of motocross, he could have still got it, into Nitro it. Circus, I don't think, would have ever happened. Why? No. Why wouldn't it have? I mean, it was always happening, right? Like, yeah. At his house with, like, the hillbillies. That's what I'm saying. So as soon as he quit moto, he could have just started Nitro. Like, whatever time that was i think it, i think it all kind of i think it worked the way it was supposed to yeah it all kind of evolved to how it right. was supposed to you guys way. weren't there man he was yeah, amazing was. he was amazing i mean i was what do you mean you weren't around when he when he was racing it's 2001 2000 dude i've known him since i was three years old yeah but you weren't at the races watching him i mean <laughs> i, no, I was at the races though okay what, what, with how him. old were you i literally from when i was born my parents knew him yeah he sponsored they, you this year. Yeah, yeah, he was my title sponsor last year. Um, yeah, but I, he was my godfather. Like all that. I get like, that all that, but I'm saying like, I remember. Like I remember him riding in my backyard, so riding the 125 class at Loretta's and stuff. How old are you? At the time, yeah, I was young. I yeah, got it. Like, I understand. So I mean, you're five, and you're like, I, oh, dude, his wheel tap is so good. Like, oh my, that's God. where I'm going with this. I'm just saying, like, I like knowing him. Yeah, and then, I get your argument. You know, I get yeah, it. Right. I you're, get it. You're but, pretty young. Yeah, but okay. So to me. He was unbelievably talented yes. and just injuries and what could have been. He got a national title, which is, you know, awesome. 125? Yeah, 125. Outdoors. And he got a Supercross. Super he got yeah, a Supercross. Super With um, a cast on. Yeah. Uh, so I'll go Pastrana. So you'll say AC. I say AC. Okay. He's had a lot of injuries, and he's thrown away championships. Multiple years. I mean, Vegas wasn't an injury. Yeah. But, yeah, like the shoulder at MXGP and then the shoulder in his rookie year. That kid's thrown away more stuff due to injury than I think. He should have five titles. Okay. I mean, I think I'm good boys with Forkner, but he probably should have been on that list as well with as many injuries as he's had. Forkner? Yeah. 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 I think him. Who's the other guys on that list? Uh, Kennard. Kennard won right. quite a few titles. Yeah, he did good. Uh, Kennard won two. One Supercross, one National. Yeah. Same oh, as, really? Same as, I same thought it was one more than that. No. I don't know. I still say AC. Yeah, I think AC as well. Wilson okay. came up in the comments quite a bit too. Yeah, I'll I'll go. Pastrana. Yeah, he had one. Well, what was the one where he crashed off that? He hit, hit his shoulder off that like option section. I don't remember what year that was though. Remember, it was his, he got hurt pretty bad. Yep, I think it was the year that Peters got the podium at in, Indy. Indy, yeah, yeah. Well, last year, I'll, I'll oh. still I'll, stay, I'll take Pastrana. Kyle he was thirteen. Pastrana was amazing. Pastrana was amazing and could have been. The fact that Pastrana never won a 250 Supercross is just yeah. mind-blowing. Like, he led a bunch and just I cannot believe he never Remember he never him won. shifting gears in the whoops in Atlanta? Yeah. Shifting gears <laughs> in the whoops. I mean, I can shift up from pre-whoop to first whoop. No, no, no. Yeah, this yeah. Guy, no this I can't go This guy's seven whoops in. Yeah, no. Just grabbing another one. Gar, 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 gar. Yeah. All right. Next question. The Moto Review Show says, RJ was back racing only two weeks after having a stake go through his armpit and hit his lung. Yeah. Is there a more gnarly comeback story in that short amount of time? Well, there's plenty of guys like sewing, sewing casts off and going riding. Uh, Bag you know it, what I mean? uh, collarbone, four days surgery. Four days, really? Yeah. Glenn yeah. Helen, yeah. Um, on Suzuki, yeah. Uh, there, yeah, there, there's definitely some. St- I, I don't know. Getting there, impaled by a pole, yeah. yeah well, that's, that's I heard, hitting your lung. I heard he wanted to ride Lakewood. He was like, "I'll call. I'll fly straight Not from surprised. the hospital to Lakewood," and Not the team surprised. was like. 
Easy, bro. There goes that heart that we we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. It's pure heart. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, not gone, but it's yep. it shows. From Sean Ireland. Can you believe Troll might be retiring when the rookie's pro career is just getting started? What other pro riders have retired at the very start of their career? <laughs> yeah, really, right? Uh, I think Troll's done at the end of the year. Really? Yeah, I think he's hanging it up. He's doing good? Yeah, he's doing all right. Yeah. Is that really? because, is that because yeah. his younger brother's going into that ride or no? No, or, or I just is, think is he's... A, or is J-Mart staying on Little Bikes? No, J-Mart's staying on Little Bikes on that team, yeah. yeah. Um, Wait, that kind of sucks. Cause he actually, I thought he got better throughout the year in 450. Yeah. I, he should do another year. That's for what, sure. That's what I think. I, he beat me by three points. How old well, is he? I, but not mad to see him go 32? in that sense, but... He's still somewhat young. 32? Yeah, yeah. And he, I thought he was just getting better. You yeah. can't just end on one year 450. I don't know. No. Maybe maybe, maybe Supercross not. Maybe, only. Okay, well, maybe, maybe yeah. Maybe Even not. though he likes outdoors yeah, way more. I, I don't know if troll <laughs> Supercross only, yeah. So, uh, all right. Outdoors. From JordanL92, given the current state of the economy and the fear of where it could be headed, are manufacturers or any moto companies cutting back on spending or still going forward with all the spending we've had in the sport the past two years? What do you think? I'll repeat that again. Sorry. Are moto companies cutting back due to, like, the forecasted economy crash, or are they building off, like, the COVID, how everything's been selling so good the last two years? I think that's kind of hard to say because some companies, like, I mean, Shoei have cut back, but that's not because of the economy. I think because they're out of of, uh, product to give away to help people. I think the COVID thing kind of helped motocross in a way, but I don't see anybody I think it hurt us at the beginning and – or helped us at the beginning and hurt us at the end. In a way, because like I felt like I was getting more stuff at the beginning, and now it's getting harder to get things. Like I didn't get many helmets this year because they simply weren't available, dude. Because everybody's getting them. Yeah, I, the, the I think backordered. Look, uh, in history, if you look at the economy in the nineties, in the two, in the in the in the late eight, early eighties, in the nineties, two thousand and six, oh eight, oh eight, whatever. We go up, we go down. We have recessions, we have inflation, we have a booming economy. You can't go on forever with the stock market and the housing market and everything else. You just can't go forever. Things have to drop. It appears we're coming close to a drop. So racing will pull back. That's what they do. They yeah. pull back when it gets like this in 08 and They're in making the 90s. max money. They're all stoked. Yeah, yeah. So it'll have to pull back at some point and, and, and everybody will have to watch their dollar and then we'll go back into a boom yeah. uh, part of the world. It's just it's a natural ups and downs of, of the, the world's economy. So I think when it happens... Which they say, what is it, Marks? The housing market, the interest rate, and there's three things that trigger a recession. I don't know the answer to that. Okay. Uh, There's three things that trigger a recession. They say three indicators, and we're not there yet, but it'll happen, and then... I should know that. Yeah. can't think right now. Yeah, you should know that. You're Um, a big stock market guy. I know. I apologize. Why are my stocks losing so much money? (laughs) That's what happens when things go red. I blame you. I blame you. Just buy the dip, bro. Dude. Buy the dip. Throw all your money in. No, I can't. No, no, don't do that. No, don't do that. I'm not, not doing that. I am not a financial advisor. Don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, from Lax Defense Coach, over under of text Kiefer responds to Steve while Kiefer enters Loretta's training block. No, he's fine. He's good. He talks to me a lot. We're, we're good. We've been trying to organize a life swap, and we want to do After that. After Loretta's. Yeah. This is, do you really want to go do that right now? While no. He's, yeah, no. That's no. Not, no not right now. It's no, bad. I'm not doing that. It doesn't work right now. No. But he wants so the life swap. I'm gonna ride, you know, test stuff or do his job right. For How a long week. would it be for a week? A week, and then he's gonna come do these podcasts and everything else. But like I told him, I'm like, dude, I can't. Like I physically 
can't do like three thirties. Like you, like I can't do it. Like I just, my hands will be beat. My ass will Is be red. Is that what he does? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, I can't. So I'll, I'll ride like. He's in better you know, shape than I am. I'll ride like three. I'll ride like three fifteens or like you know what I mean. Or I'll yeah. ride like I, I just can't. And he's like, No, dude, you gotta do what I do. And I'm like, I can't. I mean, you I, have to. You I do, can't do it. But you have, you have to to an extent. Yes, I'll try. Yeah. But I, I just, I mean, yeah. Not, it, right. You can't do it perfectly. Right. My lower back will lock up yeah, around, around the second thirty minute moto. You know. Do you think he could come into here though and take over? No, he's a moron when it comes to electronics yeah, so stuff. you'd have so, to be doing his life and your life yeah he be double duty marks is i'm thinking marks has to come and help him like he you know he says he's got it but dude look at all these switches you better put some money aside to pay my overtime for that oh, i can tell you right now i look around here and i just get confused dude i'm there's when I first so much down, going like, on oh my god this is a lot crazier than i thought it was like <laughs> looking at that dashboard looking at all the cameras yeah like, wow. There's yeah. so much going on. I don't think they'd get a blowjob before the main event. Definitely not. I would like to, though. All right. <laughs> <laughs> From Troy Dog Verb, Star Dog, how much faster do you think you'll get when you get your pineapple tattoo? 69% faster. Is it going to be upside down? I don't know yet. I mean, you got to do the upside down one, don't you? I don't, I'm don't. i sorry. I'm not getting this one. <laughs> he, doesn't know, he doesn't know what that uh, means. No. I, no so upside uh, down pineapples means you're a swinger. It's going to be right side up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no hesitation. It is right side up. And uh, I'll make sure there's like an arrow to show that it's right side <laughs> up. Yeah. Um, uh, are, you, are you upset, though, that it seems like Troy Dog, who was in here actually not that long ago, he, he seems to like Grant Harlan more than you. He's ra he's racing. Okay. So that's that's yeah, the that's reason. Why. Okay, Did you right. see the tweets that I was getting when I was racing? Mm, I don't remember. But, okay. Ouch. Okay. What about anal bleaching? What about it? Okay. From Aiden Irvin, what's the craziest story you've heard about a rider being paid in something besides money? Crypto, hot tub, a boat? No, I haven't heard anything like that. I don't no. think that's a thing. You got anything, Herman? No. Anybody get paid in horses or anything? What are those races? <laughs> no. <laughs> get paid? In, just get the horse? Yeah, you get the horse. <laughs> no. Race for pinks. Um, yeah, no, nothing. I, I know. I do I mean, know. I do know riders that like are like in Europe or wherever. They're like, yeah, it's time to get paid, and then the guy's like, you know, oh, I'll meet you here, and they're like, no, no, no. I'm getting paid right now. Like, take me to the office, right? Like, like just promoters seeming to try to get out of being paying riders. I never had that issue. So, yeah. What about Moran's? Like, did he get a pay cut because he? So he just won. What was that? That race that he just won overseas. He got that pit bike. Did he get like a pay cut for that because of that or no? No, that was just like a, a thing. Just an extra thing. Yeah, it's like winning Dortmund. You, you. Well, no, Dortmund is either you take the money or a car. We get a car. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a street bike now. Yeah. But when I was there in '99, it was a Porsche. I know it's yeah. gone downhill. Yeah. It was like a Suzuki. I would yeah. like, now I'd it's literally a, now it's literally like a, sell it. That's what people would do. Americans would yeah. do. They would get it because yeah. it would end up being more. You just had to wait an extra, for however long it took to sell it. Yeah, but it was always better. Right. Yeah. All right. From Bob Bradstreet, last week you guys implied that the second outdoor spot next year for Star has already been filled, but didn't mention who. The second outdoor spot for Star Yamaha. Oh, did we mention that? Is there a filling right or something? Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, like it'll be Ferrandis and Eli's not doing outdoors. Oh, yeah, that's, so I didn't think about that. Did we have a guy? I don't think we had did a guy. Did we have a 250 guy I, that could go up? I don't know. Justin Cooper apparently is going to do 250 motocross again next year, even though he's got to race 450 supercross. He really? Does? Yeah, yeah. Um, How did he didn't race? No, there's no way because no, he didn't can, race the first one. Are you, you can do outdoors. You can point out a supercross, but still do outdoors. Oh, is he pointed out out uh, supercross? Yes. Oh yeah, because he did win the champion. Okay, but, yeah, yeah. But I you, can still, huge... you can still go outdoors. Uh, I don't know. I did. I didn't know we t glossed over that. My bad. I don't think I know who it is. Right. Waffle 
from Lax Defense Coach. Any spicy, silly season rumors? Mm, I think that Rocky Mountain KTM team comes back. You've been mentioning that. Yeah. What? Yeah. So Not the, Butler Brothers. No, no. The Mark it's guy, just another the, guy. The English guy that was Forrest's partner okay. is going to start a team with Rocky Mountain on KTMs or Gas Gas or something. When you say that, that is makes that, more sense. Is that Bogle's girlfriend's yes. Yes. dad? Yeah. Fiance. The owner yeah. of 83? Fiance, yeah. The owner of 83. Ooh, you yep. think, think Bogle goes there? Yes. Got it. And I think Colt Nichols goes there. I did hear that yeah. with Mark. I didn't know that that was the Rocky Mountain uh, yeah, side yeah. of it, though. Yeah. But yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So I think that that's coming. I heard uh, Beta and Triumph are out for another year. Yeah, I hear that too. So, um, uh, Beta, uh, Triumph is pretty much just KTM, yeah? No. Oh, I no, thought it was like a so. hybrid thing it's, between like a jet I, I've, never, I've, I've not seen any or heard Me much either. about it, yeah. So. Uh, I was told that it was like just pretty much a gray KTM. Uh, uh, I don't think so. No, if it was that, it yeah. would have come out early. Yeah. It would come out now. Yep, yeah, I agree. Hmm. All right. From Wizza21, I hear a little rumor that J Law is possibly doing a national very soon aboard a 450 Gas Gas. That'd be sick. Have you heard anything on that? Are they that? doing the same thing with Tomac and, and, uh, and Hurling's race? Is that what's going to happen? <laughs> no, there's no shot he does. Day. Because uh, Grondel has 338 as a number now. There's no way J Law's coming back with a different number. He and 420's taken. So. J Law put a post out saying he's coming back. How many times have you done that? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, mean yeah. It's like, I, I know people that bought him a bike for Loretta's, and he never, never showed up, <laughs> never did anything. So, like, I, I, yeah, I, oh boy. When's the last time he raced? Nobody knows. Like, seriously, well, I got the vault. I can just open that up. I, I don't. Wasn't it like twenty ten? No idea, dude. Right? Daytona almost wins or something. <laughs> he, I mean, if he comes back, cool. But like, he last raced in twenty ten. 12 years ago. Oof. Dude. Yeah. What would be bigger? J-Law coming back or Dungey coming back? Uh, I, mean, I, I don't know if J-Law... Uh, depends ma- on how well does, he would do. If he does J-Law even get points? Does he does get he top qualify? 20? That, I don't know. Yeah, dude. Can he go I, get a I bet he can again? throw down a heater. He still I rides. He I know that. I think he's on like an 18 yeah. Suzuki is what I've seen can, him on. And like can also he, a Yamaha No, he had a Yamaha. I know people who bought him it. Yeah, I think I saw a Yamaha too. Can he get a license after that long? Sure. I mean, come yeah, on. I guess. I think, yeah. There's got to be a limit on how long. I don't think so. If you're Maybe qualified, not. if they look at you and determine, like, yeah, yeah, he's good. And like, when he won a championship. Yeah. They're not going to say, no, you forgot how to ride a uh, If he shows up, that'd be awesome. I wouldn't expect him to show up, though, at all. But From Sexton's missing visor, if wealth was measured in tall ceilings, how tall are Lucas Myrtle's ceilings? Oh. After last weekend. Oh, yeah, they're, they're tall. They're real tall. I mean, he lives, he lives in Newport Beach, I think. Has right? to be half the size of he yours. Lives, he lives in the beach. So, again, how do ceilings equate wealth? wealth? Uh, this is bizarre to me. The, how, do, how does that equate, Your like, that you're huge, rich? Very, like, where's the jar? Because I'm just going to have to keep throwing money it, at this point. It's an upper middle class house, and it's basically the same square, just, square footage as the last one. Squidditch. Squidditch. It's basically Star Jerry Yamaha of uh, race teams. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one from Fresno's Smoothest. Our favorite Brit, Lewis Phillips, hinted at Dino switching teams and heading to World Supercross this fall. Steve, do you know what team it is? Yeah, Firepower uh, Honda. Uh, Max Anstey and Dean will be on Firepower Honda, I believe, and they'll do World Supercross. They may. Max is going to do some nationals, I think, with Firepower. So is Max no going to stay with that for next year, or is that just for this year? I don't know that. Because yeah. that's weird if he doesn't yeah. go with yeah. Mark. Right. Because that was like uh, the whole... But okay, but if you're Max, and I don't know anything about this deal, but wouldn't you be a little pissed that 
this Mark guy got you the spot on the team, the third spot, and paid for it, and it was your guy, right? And then when the team folds up, he can't keep you going in a sprinter or anything? Like, that was always bizarre to me. Like, if he's yeah, your guy I get and he's this bajillionaire, right? He's a bajillionaire apparently or whatever. Yeah. He's got all this money and he fought for you to, to leave Hep and go to this better team and six races in the team folds. Wouldn't you be like, hey, dude, I'll just get a sprinter and a mechanic and I'll just hit these other. I want to finish this season out. Let me have good equipment. And, and they can't yeah, do I that. See like, your, I, I see your I'm point. just confused on why, like, did he not get the chance to go to the uh bbmx i call it benny bloss motocross okay but not um, uh, no, no, he he chance. no because but he that was wanted to go there yeah he didn't from, from no from that i mean i think situation. i think max is owed money like he's not going to go to that's what i figured yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's i so, don't that's why you don't see any of those guys over there yeah. yeah um so dino and him will be firepower honda from what i understand so yeah who do they have to, will they keep fry Ooh, what's fry gonna do <laughs> i don't know i didn't that's not that, doesn't that come to can't mind. be good what, did he do anything this year? I think he's done. I, was, yeah. I think I was talking to Kitchen. I think he's done. Right. Yeah, not good enough to keep no. that ride. No, no. That's a – there's another kid, right? Like yeah. just one and done and – Star. Can't pull it together. And gone. Cantrell. He struggled a couple times even. You know, Mains. Cantrell, Falk. Bailey. Um, um, there's a few guys where you're just well, like – Well, Falk had AJE. He had a chance to come back, but his back was bad. Yeah. So yeah. that one's – I'm not going to go and say that – he right. did get one and done with TLD. Yeah. But he had I nothing after that, right? Aldridge, just, Aldridge is another one that was one and done. Yeah, it's just weird. Like you get these hot amateurs with you know potential and big money and 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 big good bikes, and then they just Jet Reynolds. I was just yeah. gonna say, what's well, up with Jet? Jet thought, what is gonna happen with that uh, kid? He there's no he doesn't look good. There's right? no way that does he have another year? Uh, I don't know. That's rough. It is, dude. You, you feel for these I feel really Mitch bad. I put into him since or, he was on. Or imagine, I feel so bad for that. Imagine kid. the amount of money that you know Rockstar Energy put into these their kids, right? Yeah. And and it's not really working, right? Uh, Covington and and you know yeah. all this stuff like. But he was monster. He was PC. Yeah, but then he was Rockstar or whatever. But I'm just yeah. You're just like what? So, you know, on one hand, you're like, okay, well, the results aren't there, so you're gonna get clipped because this is a high pressure yeah. thing in the factory team and all that. But on the other hand, you're like, did they really get a shot? There's you know? really no such thing as second chances with those teams, dude. It's it doesn't know. exist. Uh, yeah. Hill got one right. Hill went from PC to oh Justin. Yeah, he's got a few chances. Yeah, JGR. JGR and yeah. back to PC and won championship. No, he, no, he didn't no. win championship. He, never, he, he won it on PC. PC. He yeah. won it on PC. He went to TLD. PC TLD JGR. No. TLD PC JGR. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's another rider too. I think that. What is no? And he went PC. You're right. Hill went PC. He started. TLD, he, he started at PC. TLD, back to PC. Yeah. Mitch never wanted to leave him. Yeah. Never wanted him to. PRMX, leave. never showed. I mean, what? He got hurt. Then he went PRMX yes, yes. and never showed. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, the, the owner of PRX was telling me like I don't understand this kid. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't think anybody. So could. what's going like, to happen with Masterpool then? I don't know. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's out. He's just like done. done. Hurt. He got hurt. But he's like back riding though. Oh, he is. I, I just saw a video yesterday. He was yeah, riding. Yeah, he posts random stuff all the time though. Yeah. Hmm. It's uh, it's a tough sport, and, and you feel for these teams and riders, and some in some cases the finger needs to be pointed at the the riders for yeah. you know maybe not. I don't know taking things seriously or, or not doing the work they need to or whatever it is, you know. Take uh, it for granted. Because, look, if you have a factory bike and you get the head start of a factory bike and, and a program, a training program, whoever's bakers or, what, you know, some, somebody that knows what they're doing, 
you have such a leg up yeah. on so many people. Oh, it's unreal. You know what I mean? Like you already know. Hey, kid, don't even guess with your training. This is what works. Yeah. We know this works. Hey, kid, don't even guess on. You how don't to... have to do anything besides what they tell you. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not yeah. that hard. Yeah. yeah, you just show up. Because and... the hardest part of everything is trying to figure out what you need to do. Right. And that's why I want to have Osborne this year because he knows what to do. Yeah. So I don't have to. I don't have to question it. I yeah. just do it. Right. Uh, are you going to do that? Is that what you're going to yeah, do? Yeah, as long as he has the time to do right. it. As long as he wants yeah, to. Yeah, but that's the plan. I was hoping to do it alongside Jack, who knows how long his knee will be, but I think by preseason he'll be back and good yeah, to go. Good so to I'm go. hoping that I can do that program with Jack, right. Jack's family, and Zach and be yeah. there. Because right. I didn't, wasn't fully on it this year, but I was motoring with them, uh-huh. and it, I think it paid off. Yep. So I'd like to go all in with them. Uh, Ozzy, Nick, what's up, man? Hey man, what's happening? Are you? Uh, what do you think about Vital Jamie? Ah, uh, dude, it could be interesting. It, it could be interesting. Uh, you know, we may have a repeat with uh, you know letting the fly gear out a few hours early yeah. on Instagram. That might happen again. We yeah. don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, or the bike hitting posted. Not good. I uh, I think he's going to change, man. He's going to start getting a big head. You know, like oh hey, I'm Vital Jamie. You know, like he'll get the nod. Yeah. So yeah. Hell dark side. Yeah. 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 Yep. So. Uh, what's up, man? Hey, what do you know about this? Word, about this AMA Supercross MX Sports doing like the Grand Champion of the Year and then awarding that rider like a, I heard a heap of money. Is that a real thing or what? I heard some rumors about that this weekend from some teams and some riders, and I've kind of heard some stuff over the last little while, but can't really get anybody to confirm it or talk about it too much. But yeah, they want to. It's rumors they want to make like the nationals, a couple of nationals and a couple of supercrosses into like a grand national thing, like a triple crown thing. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Canada's done. Yeah, Tom Mac will win that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know, Nick. I don't know too much about it. Has that been done before? Uh, yeah, they used to have a grand national titles in the mid '80s for like two or three years, where they added up all your supercross points and all your motocross points, and they gave you the number based on that. They had a number one champion. Bailey won it one year, uh, and then. Um, McGrath was doing it those years, yeah? That was when... Was McGrath? Did McGrath have that? He had a blue plate. I think that was just a Wrangler thing, but I don't uh, know. I, or a camel thing. Anyways, yeah, they did do it for a little bit, Nick. Yeah, yeah, right. And then, uh, secondly, Monster Cup. Is there anything going on with that or not? Or uh, Next year, I hear. I hear it's back next year. So, 2023. Yeah. yeah. Is it yeah. going to be back Wait, here in Vegas? Awesome. You think it's gonna no, be... I think it'll be back in L.A. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're doing anything here in so Vegas. SoFi Stadium so. or something. I, is, I hear they have the, uh, they're in there or yeah, something. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know where. They were going to have it at the Home Depot Center there before the COVID. Maybe that's 20. It. Yeah. 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 Down in that LA. was the last one. Yeah. Yep. It'd be so cool if it was here. Yeah. It just yeah. makes sense in my opinion. I, I don't think the stadium wants dirt in yeah, it right now. So. so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it's – I think it's. I heard it's 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 most likely not back for next year, but it'll be back next year. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. Yeah. It's crazy to think that last time we are in San Boyd Stadium, that was – going to be the last time and nobody even knew it so that's that's pretty wild yeah yeah that was a they're supposed to demolish it i don't know what's happened i heard it's just vacant that's what now I thought. yeah i heard it's just vacant over it was there, there yeah flew in. yeah yeah it's still there but it, no it's just no, not even been in use so it looked abandoned yeah bring it back yeah bring it back all right man anything else all right man no that's it guys thank you have, a, right. uh, have a good rest of the night thanks nick talk to you man see you uh all right motorsport.com tweet a talent no that's horrible all right, uh, that's a wrap on that show. Motorsport.com, by the way, on that segment. Thank you to those guys for tweeting in the questions. Have you been in a motorcycle car accident, Starling? couple. Not car. Did somebody motorcycle. or some idiot take you out? Hay bales, usually. A-Ray? <laughs> no. A-Ray never took you out? No. He's always been really nice with me. But even like a cartwheeling A-Ray's bike or something. 
Uh, yeah, really close wherever he cartwheeled onto Freeze's bike. Yep. Um, in, I uh, was right behind yeah, that. In uh, ready double, big double. Indy. Yeah, yeah Indy. Indy. Yeah. Uh, Arthur Draper, call him if you've been in an accident. He's a slow moto guy turned attorney. He'll take the time to know the clients. He'll take the time to talk to you personally. Consultations are free. You just need to call. Arthur can practice in a number of states as well. Help is only a phone call away. Arthur only gets paid if you get paid. Arthur's got your back. ArthurDraper.com. He's a former mechanic in the sport. Turned attorney, so uh, I know he's helped a few of our listeners out as well. So thank you to uh, Arthur Draper as well. So please check that out. If you could use his services, that would be fantastic if you can. And um, got a uh, got a. Is this a talent? Is this an Instagram that J Law said? Yeah, that was from his Instagram talking He's, about Gypsy. He said Gypsy Tales has the balls. That's exactly the kind of shit I hate about Red Dogs. Practice bike mechanic, no balls. First of all, I was a race bike mechanic. A race bike mechanic, not a practice bike mechanic. So Jay Long needs to get that straight. Although maybe that's a slam. Like he knows I was a race bike mechanic, but let's call him a practice bike guy because that'll be a slam. He knows it's a little dig, right? Yeah, a little slap yeah. in the face, maybe. Like, oh. Okay. All right. Was I the greatest mechanic? No, no, I wasn't. So, all right, Jay Law, thanks, thanks, buddy, appreciate that. Um, all right, that's a wrap. Savachi, Sealy, Brandon Haas, uh, Starling. Which interview did you like the best tonight? Uh, I think Sealy. Sealy? Yeah, I'm yeah. excited to see him back. Yeah, I think that'll be really good. Yeah. Uh, Marks, what'd you think? Um, I liked Brandon Haas. I really like uh, discussions about the ins and outs of teams and, and yeah. the business. He did go in depth. He did go that. in depth. The I like business that. side of stuff yeah. and, and him divulging some of the financials yeah. I thought was really cool. Yeah, so. I might backtrack mine. That was I, Thinking back on that, that was really good. Yeah, I like hearing that stuff. So I didn't that realize good. it was that much over there for him. It's almost like I got balls. Yeah, Jalen says I got no balls. It's almost <laughs> like I got balls to ask somebody about what they're what they're operating. I was just surprised he threw the number. Right. It takes balls to do that, doesn't it? Uh, at least you're not upset about it. Uh, Talon, favorite interview tonight? I was going to go Haas as well, but I'll go Savachi. Okay. It's been a little while. Savachi. Savachi uh, has a bad rap with a lot of fans. Uh, just as, quiet. Yeah, just he's quiet. He but doesn't if you go say and talk much. to him. He talks. He does. He's low key, pretty funny yeah. too. Like pretty, you know, he's a got, good dude. Yeah, he's got some stuff. He's been the last couple times we've had him on the show. He's been great. Yeah. Um. So hopefully he's in a. I will. In a I will spot. back that as someone that wasn't like big on Savachi's yeah. interviews before. Right. Last few times he's been on have been greatly yep. improved. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good sense of humor. He's had a, a lot, of, a lot so. more injuries than you think. I remember I was at his place when he was at MTF and he broke his femur. Yep. Like he's. Had. That was uh, J-Star KTM days? No, this oh. is on 65. Oh, 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 65. Yeah, like okay. an MTF. Like, yep. snap his femur half. Right, jeez. He's had some rough goes. Wow. Uh, so thanks to those guys for calling in. Uh, Devin Harriman, thanks, man. Thanks yeah. for coming by. Thank you. Was, Hope you had fun. Yeah, no, I had a loss, so thank you. Yeah. Again, like I said, it was short notice, so yeah. appreciate that. Uh, no worries. Uh, good job this year. I think you were you were much improved. Uh, thank you. Keep it up, I guess, again, right, no matter what yeah. you do. Maybe we can get back on that team again, or yeah, can, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, that that would be ideal. Yeah. If uh, I I just got to make sure the money's right, I can make decent money on my own. Yeah. Um, like kind of like what Starling and I talked about earlier. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. With especially with how I run the canopy thing and like sponsorship stuff, like you know, um, OnlyFans sponsors just each sponsors in different states. So yep. Um, it's easy to make money for me as a privateer, where like yeah, for sponsorship stuff, um, for advertising. So. Yeah, like I said, it just all adds up. Right. And you got to see what uh, the pros will, and cons of each one. Will you stick with uh, KTM again? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just easy power. Yep. You know, easy uh, easy to make power, easy, yeah. cheap. 
God, yeah. Uh, you know, two of you guys right here making it work as privateers, right? Where, where maybe some team deals aren't good. Carnell, right? Carnell having his guy bail on him was the best thing that ever happened to his best life. Best thing that ever yeah. happened right? to him. Uh, it's a Could different world for privateers better. now. And, you know, A-Ray doesn't know what he's doing next year. doesn't know what the SGB guys are doing. And A-Ray's like, dude, maybe I just need to do that. Like, he could, he could, he he's can popular. Bring it in. He's got, yeah. a, he's got a following. Right? Yeah, you know exactly. I mean, like it's, it's just, a different world now. It is. Yep. It is. And I, I have no issue with the privateer thing. I got no issue. I every, love it. Yeah, and it's nice because like, I don't have anybody telling me I can't go do something. Uh-huh. I can do whatever I want. I gotta get. I show up when I want. I do whatever. I do all my own bike work. Whatever it is, you know. So it's nice. The only thing that's kind of a hassle is, as you know, Justin's trying to find sponsors. You yeah. know, as, what about a mechanic? Do you care about that much or no? Uh, I had Mike Forkner this year okay. for the whole first yeah. half, okay. which was nice. Yeah. Um, so you had a guy to help you. Yeah, I had a guy. And I usually I do. Um, Hefe, as most people know him, he used to work for like Schmidt and okay. Topher back in the days. Um, he helps me out as well. Like He did the first two outdoors with yeah. me. Um, but Starling, for you, going to the line with just yourself sometimes? Or? Yeah, I didn't do that this year. I had a guy every time. Oh, you did? Yeah, did oh, yeah. Time? Okay. for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, last year that was how right. I went to the gate right. quite a few times. But, yeah, I always had someone this year. I had Justin from Moto Whips for all the California rounds. Uh, my buddy that I actually ride e-bikes with back home, Michael McGarry, he came and helped me. My best friend, Gettle, he did okay. uh, Daytona. And then uh, JC, uh, one of my sponsors and one of my best friends as well, he, did, uh, did some stuff. Yeah, okay. he came out to quite a few. Right. But, yeah, yeah, I was never by myself. I yeah, always was good. We're in a different world now where some privateers are like, no, thanks on that team. I'll just yeah. do my thing. It's easier yeah. almost at yeah. times, you know. It's less of a headache. Yeah, it's nice because they take the bikes and it's they supply some things. But it's like at the, at the end of the day, it's... Yeah. And Supercross isn't hard on your bikes. You know no. what I mean? You don't need, you don't, you need a lot of work. I, a lot of I prefer it yeah. this way. Like, I had an option at some fill-ins this year, and I just... No. Yeah. It's just so much better the way I'm doing it, and... A lot of the sponsors that with me that are paying to make the program go, they don't have to do that. Yeah. So who am I to just like, oh hey, see you guys. I'm going yeah. two yeah, races yeah. over here, you yeah. know, or a race yeah. over here. Like, yeah. Nah, I'm gonna stick with what I got. I'm really happy with it, and uh, I kind of hope to finish what I'm doing on this. Right. Cool. So, yeah. No, nothing against those dudes that like offer the filling rides because no, I had, no, I had a couple. Good. I had obviously I took one yeah, filling ride. Got, I had another yeah. one that was offered. Right. Uh, nothing against those dudes, but if I did do my own thing. Yeah. Just because I feel like that's probably I can make the most money at it. Yeah. You know, obviously there's a lot of risk in this sport, so if I'm gonna have high risk I want high pay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and so. uh, uh what's the canopy business called? Legacy custom Legacy Canopies. Custom Canopy. So people check that out. Uh and check it out on the web and if you need some uh some badass stuff and uh um so yeah i used it all year just check out my instagram on it yeah i had it no you set up look good it was good uh Flags. thanks so thanks for coming in appreciate yeah. that uh good job on everything on this year like i said and keep it up um appreciate it. pulp mix fantasy too oh yeah good points for harryman this year not always but most times i didn't pick him into the outdoors i knew better i didn't pick him <laughs> no, I, I did not pick him outdoors either. i would not have done that either. i no. wouldn't even have picked me to qualify honestly yeah. Yeah. well i don't play in supergrass only outdoors yeah. i won't play if i can potentially pick myself because yeah. I have enough pressure. Right. Yeah, no. Well, oh, thanks anymore. to Benny this weekend. Yeah, Benny. How did Benny do? <laughs> Bloss qualified seventh at Lakewood, pulled out in the first lap of the first moto. Did you hear I what happened? I had him. Twisted his knee. Yeah, so he yeah. said that I talked to him. He said oh. uh, Craig's bike hit him. He didn't even go down. Oh, really? Yeah, you can see him rolling down the hill just slow. Yeah, yeah, he said Craig's bike just smoked his knee, and he thought yeah. he tore his uh, MCL. Oh. But. Well, I didn't pick him at Lakewood. I picked him this week, and he had like 90 points or something. So he was good this week. I didn't pick him after Lakewood because I was too scared of his knee. Right. Um, so no, I, I'm stopping any talk of 
that guy on this show. We're done. <laughs> you had him in Lakewood, huh? Yep. Damn. Um, I thought I did. I didn't know for sure. I didn't go back and check, but I thought he was on my team at one point. And then after the end of the day, I was like, dude, I just know he screwed me. This sucks. I look, and he didn't have him, and I was just jumping for joy. Hey, but did you pick him this weekend, though, or no? Couldn't. No, you can't You can't pick a rider two, two weeks in a, in a row. Two in a row. Yeah. Oh, really? See, yeah. I don't know how that yeah, works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you just you can't. Yeah. So yeah. If I picked you in Seattle. I couldn't pick you in Anaheim or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because we went from Seattle to Anaheim. Well, I'm just making right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um, I mean, we went from Anaheim to Seattle, but yeah, yeah, same thing. Stop it. All right. Uh, well, well, well thanks. you guys did. Yeah, I Thanks did. for coming in. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Starling, yeah. thank you. Flying across the country for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's no, great. totally fine. Uh, I'm, always, I'm basically with this right here with like a straight up wall. It's my seat. Always fun to uh, have you in for sure. Yeah. Uh, good job. And I'm sure we'll touch base this summer and maybe call in after one of the German races or something yeah. or whatever. And we'll get you in. Uh, Marks, thanks. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Good job. Thank tonight. you. Really good. Thank you. How's the app? Thank Friday. You. Thank on. you. Thank okay. you. Friday. Talon. Hey. Nice work over there in the corner. Thank you. Fantastic. Stayed awake uh, all, all, all five hours, four hours, whatever it was. Yep. It's great. I want to thank the folks at uh, at motorsport.com, Decal Works, and Fly Racing, and all of our partners, of course. Check out sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. Uh, thanks to our guests. Thanks, Swisscore Moser. Thanks to Roto. Roto Moto. Roto, please as well. change my photo. That rhymed. Yeah. But Roto, please. Did he get Talk. back to you on Instagram or no? You don't like the 2017 one? Dude, it's the same photo every time I've been here. Listen, bro. He it just, never changes. Okay, but he's just digging it up. He's got it in yeah, his archives. I'm sure okay? there's another one. I'm sure there is Somewhere. Too. All right, we'll get, we'll get another photo for you. Okay. God, that's Calm kind down. of a big deal for you. You're throwing kind of a fit. Well, it's yeah, the same of. photo, and yeah. it's like I have my own team. I'm wearing all yeah. AJE stuff all yeah, over it. I'm like, nobody cares. I had to say something When I was on the little beast thing in the heat race and stuff, AJE You have a good headshot on your Instagram? No. You should probably do that. There's plenty. Every I've, rider I've, should have a good headshot on their Instagram. Just, uh, is that where I'll I take them from? Listen, P- PSA. that one's not on my Instagram, though. So, no. Well, you, you was should, never there. should have one readily available. That's what I'm saying. I'll take one. And I'll send it to Roto and be like, please. My yeah, guy. Just please. send it to Roto. We're very, we're, we're very accommodating. Uh, so thanks to Swiss Corps Moser. Thanks to Pookie as well. Uh, thank you people for listening. We're off next week. We'll be back in uh, after um, uh, uh, Redbud as well. Uh, we may do a Sunday show after Redbud or an earlier Monday or it could be regular time. So just stay tuned. We're, there's three options going on for the, for the fourth. Uh, but stay tuned for that. Uh, Pulp and Mech Show, again, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for watching on YouTube, uh, whether it's Racer X or U- Pulp Mech YouTube or Mav TV, Two Wheel Tuesdays on, uh, on, on Tuesday nights. Uh, thank you for that as well. And I uh, really appreciate it. For uh, Justin Starling, Devin Harriman, I'm Steve Mathis. See you in a couple weeks. He's just in my ass. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. And it was weird. I, I mean... You probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. But I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.